Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Jason Thomas, featuring the producer of the show, Tits Legendary. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome live from Las Vegas on a Monday night. Here we are. The Pulp MX Show coming at you! Fresh from Daytona. What a race it was. The Pulp MX Show presented by BTOsports.com. I'm your host, Steve Mathis. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in on this Monday night. we got Ryan Villapoto, Adam Cien Cirillo, Ben LeMay. I think we got Rich Taylor on. We may have a Wygant sighting right away. And we have BTOsports.com where you can save big money by typing in the Pulp MX code. Uh, remember, Steve, no longer worky. Pulp MX is the code. Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, x Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB, Jeep and Truck Bars, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brock Bar, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, and Black Ops Moto. We got a special on Black Ops. You uh, 30% off just for one week only. You got you to call and you got to say Pulp MX to get 30% off Black Ops Moto. And I'll talk more about that uh, as we go on and exactly what it is. But support the sponsors, please, or there won't be a Pulp MX show to listen to. I, I know you guys think I'm exaggerating, but I'm not. Trust me. Later on in the show, we're going to have a studio guest here. A uh, guy named uh, Fat Drew is going to come in and sit down. And uh, he's been in the industry for a while and lives here in Vegas and <clears throat> wanted to come by. So we said, uh, come on by. Once again, I'm your host, Steve Mathis, producing the show, holding it together, taking your calls uh, doing everything and anything to uh, F up the show. None other than the Tits Legendary. Tits, what's up? Hello. How are you? I'm great. Hey, listen to this. I think they're hungry. I think they're, they're, I think they're hungry. Uh, okay. Just outside they're the lines, Dan. Literally right, right. They're literally right. I can see them from our window. Go feed them. I, Go feed I them. I will. And then come back and produce yeah. the show. Thanks for c- coming tonight, Tits. Uh, yep. And you were early, so... Yeah, that's I, good. I'm going to call this on time, not early. I'm not. I, I'm not going to call this on time. What world do you live in? Early? You said I'm early. You expect me to be later in the show? No, you're not on time. For now. All right. I'm not early. You just said I was early. I said I'm, I'm more on time than early. Listen, don't backtalk the host. All right, I'm sorry. Don't do that ever My again. My apologies. And uh, fresh off uh, uh, a Daytona VIP program, his presence on the show is brought to you by Fly Racing. Fly Racing, the official gear. Trey Kennard, um, Andrew Short, Jimmy Albertson, and many others. It was his gear for a long, long time until he quit the sport that he loves. None other than the Jason Thomas. JT, what's up? Uh, what's happening? How's everything going over there? Oh, you know, good. Yep, staying out of the, uh, staying out of the, the reach of the Lions. Dude, they're close, and they're hungry. Keep your kids away from, you know, they'll paw right through the cage. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's dangerous. Uh, it's dangerous. Hey, do you know this fat Drew guy we're having on? I don't. I'm I'm shell shocked no, by this idea. You, you have you know him. I think you know I, him. I know him. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think you know him, and we'll get to the bottom of that. Um, All right. Ryan Villapoto, Adam Cincirillo, Ben Lemay. On. I do know those guys. Yes, you do. Um, All right. Where do we start? Where do we go? We got voicemails. We got emails. We got tweeted tits. We got tits and Pookie trivia knowledge contest. We have X Brand Goggle Tear Off segment. Uh, we have Daytona. Um, JT, where do, where do you want to start? Let's go. 
I want to touch on the Canary Pike thing. We need to go on there. But uh, first of all, I guess uh, RV, man, uh, three out of the last four now and uh, two-point lead. Strong performance. I mean, uh, this is what we expected from the get-go, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, th- this is just what I envisioned 2013 would look like. And it's coming around. You know, it's just, I guess, better late than never for RV fans. But, um, yeah, this is, you know. This is his prime. This is what I thought would happen. Uh, you know, n- nothing's over yet. Obviously, it's still a very, very tight championship. Right. But this is what I expected the races to look like. You, uh, what, I thought your buddy uh, Chad Reed rode very well. Uh, he's probably pissed. What was it? Was he pissed after the race? Yeah, it was, I don't know if pissed. It was just more like kind of a wasted night. Um, right. He hasn't had a lot of nights where he felt really good or mm-hmm. felt capable of running up front, and uh, he definitely. From times and the way he looked visually and everything, I think he he was definitely uh, in line for that, and obviously just didn't go his way. So, just kind of let one get away was the feeling I got from him. Yeah, crashed once, um, bad start, and yeah, too bad. Well, the, the first start wasn't too bad, but unless he crashed in front of him. Oh, the heat race, yeah, and the heat, yeah, yeah and then the the main event start was was he not looked, good, and then he, he crashed good, on man. top of that. He looked so. good, I thought. I mean, I, you know, he. If I'm Reed, I guess I'm bombed at the fifth. But on the other hand, I'm thinking like, "Hey, I was good." You know, he he probably should have been podium speed had he had he got up there. He might have even challenged Dunge, but for sure, I think a third was in the, in the in the offing for him. Yeah, the feeling I kind of left with was, had the season had been going really well, he would have been just kind of like, "Well, you know, I rode great. Fifth isn't what I wanted, but I, I rode good, so it's fine." Right. But the season hasn't been going well, so it's just like, "Damn it." I felt really good tonight for once, and I still didn't get a good finish, you know? <laughs> right, just, right. It was just kind of a – I think it was more of a bummer because the season hasn't been good. It's the way – yeah, it's the way his season has been going. Um, yeah, just it's been few and far between where he felt, felt great, and to still have problems when you, you do feel great has to be a letdown. You think he hangs it up at the end of the year? Uh, I don't think so. I don't, no, I really don't think so. I think he's having fun. Right. Um, that's really it, – it, it's – man – as long as he stays healthy, no, I think he races next year. I mean, there is nothing wrong, and I know um, John Knowles disagreed with me when we were arguing about this one night at the at a restaurant. And and don't get me wrong, Reed's better than Wyndham um, was, but there's nothing wrong with being a Kevin Wyndham. No, I don't think that Chad really will do that, though. I right, really right, don't. Right. No, he, um, he's better. But I think he's better, he's, he's better yeah. than. You know, he's four years younger than Kevin, right? So uh, I don't think he's at that stage yet. I think if he gets everything together, he's very capable. Which we saw all day Saturday. He was yeah. on the level. You know, yeah. I guess um, I guess I, what I meant was, uh, let's say Kevin Windham two years ago, um, grab a win here and there, if everything yeah. goes right, uh, podiums, um, top fives. There's nothing wrong with that. Kevin Windham two three years ago. You know, no, and, and I I agree with you. I don't think that. I don't even think Chad is wanting to do that. If Chad doesn't feel like he still has it to win, mm-hmm. I really don't feel like he'll race. <laughs> right. I just don't. Yeah, I, I think that pride is right. – there's too much pride there and too much competitiveness. It'll just drive him crazy to go out there and know he's not good enough, you know. The, um, uh, um, this is this is the first year where he really has struggled. And, and he's still shown at times where he – you know, I felt like there were races he should have won. San Diego, I felt like he probably – he had it. You know what I mean? Right. There's races where you felt like that he was in the in the running to win. So as long as that feeling is there, I think you'll still see him out there. Um, the Yeah, I could, I could see that too. The 
the rest of the pack at Daytona, um, Tomac rode very well, finally. He got put the spring fork on, too, by the way. I don't know if you knew that, but Tomac went to a spring fork. No, uh, I didn't know. I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, put a spring fork on, not happy with the air fork. Uh, rode well. Finally, we got to see some Tomac uh, potential. Dungey was good. I was a little worried about the Dungey after qualifying, man. Um, but he, Yeah, he's know, a gamer. Yeah. He's, he's similar to Chad. You know, those guys just, when it comes down to it, 20 lap race and all things, you know, become equal, those guys know what to do. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, Barsha was good. Um, I guess you know who wasn't very good? Uh, Davey Millsaps. So the first time in 10 races, he does not have the points lead. Um, yeah, what, what do we attribute that to? Was it just a bad day, or was it remnants of St. Louis that, you know, where Trey hit him? Or Yeah, I don't know. Um, you know he, he, didn't, he looked good in practice. His times were good, and he, you know, he looked like he had speed, but then when the races came around, he just he looked flat out there. Yeah, he, and he went down again in the main, uh, yeah. didn't get a start. I mean, is, he just, just looks flat to me. Right, right. He, he did. Yeah. He didn't look like he moved forward like normally he would. Uh, even St. Louis, although he was the last of the the fast lead pack, I still thought he looked good in St. Louis. He just, you know, didn't get his usual start. Yeah, um, he was aggressive. He actually closed in on that pack. Right. Uh, you know, he couldn't get by anybody, right. but it was. It just didn't look like the same guy. It looked like, and I don't want this to sound wrong, but the old Davy Millsaps out there. Yeah. Saturday night, you know, he just and I. And, and I hate to say that because I don't know if he's injured or what's going on, but he just kind of looked complacent and not the rider we've seen really all of this year. Yeah. Um, yeah, interesting. Now he's got a rebound. Now he's got a rebound. And uh, I don't know if he has it in him, but uh, Dunge pulled, Dunge's made up like 16 points in the last two races on him. So Dunge's breathing down his neck in the points, and, of course, RB's ahead. So if there's a gut check time for this week in Indianapolis, it's, uh, it's time for Davey Millsaps. Yeah, and, and the silver lining of this deal is that if he if he finds a way to pull this deal off now, no one will no one will say a word about it. There will right, be no right. asterisk. There will be nothing. It will be yeah, his yeah. and his only because <laughs> yeah. he's given up his lead. You yeah. know, it's it's yeah. even Steven now. So if he can find a way to pull this thing out, which it's definitely possible because he's been you know that he's been up front all year. You know, moving forward, we just have to see how he responds. Basically, it's right. uh, like you said, it's gut check time, big time. Tits. Sushi? Yeah. Sushi while the show goes on? It's delicious. Hmm. Okay. That's, sure a, that's a solid, solid move, Tess. Oh, I, I like it. Well, yeah. first of all, it's grocery store sushi, so Easy you know it sucks. Okay, I'm out. No, yeah, Costco. Right. They make it fresh daily. Oh, okay, yeah. And second of all, I would love to sit back here and eat sushi. I'm mm-hmm. hungry. Hey, I can't. You still got a cupcake over here if you play your cards right. So I, you know, just yeah, whatever. tread lightly. Uh, Carlos, what's up, man? Hey, hey Mathis, what's up? What's um, up? About Millsaps, yep. I was noticing because I, I couldn't watch a race, so I was watching the live timing. Uh-huh. In the heat race, look at his lap times up to about lap six or so. He might have been the fastest guy on the track. He's got a terrible start, but all of a sudden he just dropped like four seconds a lap. So did he get hurt in the heat race? I think it's possible. Um, not that I know of. Uh, I know his arm was bugging him from the Canard thing uh, from last week, but I didn't hear anything about the heat race. Uh I'll take a look at that and send a text to him, maybe, and for my column and see what's see what's up. But um, yeah, we'll see what, what what happened to him. All right, cool man. Uh, good eye. All right, see you, uh, JT. Um, what about Dean Wilson? What's what's going on? That's your guy. Uh, just from good. watching him, and I talked to him a little bit, but he was pretty tight lipped about it. Yeah. Um, vis- just from me watching, it looked like he pumped up. Right. And then that was it. Like, yeah. and and I've been in that spot. Not you know, not w- going to win the race or anything. But I've been, 
in overseas races and in heat races and main events and stuff where you just pump up and then all your all of your aggression goes away. Um, and, and I was just kind of watching his line selection. He was kind of going to the outside in every turn and yeah. basically because he couldn't couldn't use the clutch and brake correctly, so he was just kind of relying on the berms everywhere. And <clears throat> Not good. I talked to uh, Bones after the race, and I said, what, what did Dean say? And, and, and much like you said, De- Carl, uh, Bones said, uh, uh, no excuses. He said he got tight, which, which nowadays in 2013, tight means tired. Um, but uh, that's a little weird. It's a little yeah, weird. T- tight, I would say, is more arm pump, honestly. Yeah, whatever. You, you know. I don't, I don't yeah. think he got tired because it was like the fifth lap. Well, watching it today, watching it and looking at lap times uh, today, it looked like uh, for seven laps he was good. Half yeah, the there's no way he got tired in seven laps. There's just no way. All right. I, I that's be. I mean, I, I wasn't him, but I know, I don't know. He's, he's got more than ten minutes in him. Does he though? Yes. Yeah, but still. Yes, he does. Um, that's more of a. That's more definitely more arm pump characteristic. Are you worried? If you're Mitch Payton, are you still – what's your confidence level right now, JT, that he brings this thing home? I don't think it's really anything to worry about. It's just okay. got – you know, as long as he – as long as he pulls it together and rides like he knows how to, then it's his – you know what I mean? Yeah. He's got just as good a chance as anybody. Five points in five races is nothing. I mean, someone, you know what I mean? There's that's someone, nothing to really worry about. It's really going to be if who's the better rider. You someone know? in the chat room said JT's house of waffles. That's fine. I, I, I answered the question. I said no. That's fine. Uh, I know you like that. I um, do love waffles, though. Who doesn't? Hey, how about Moose Can start? Uh, Ridiculous. I mean, Re- I honestly thought he jumped the gate. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, it was because he was on the very inside, and it was the only bike I could see. <laughs> where'd, so, you, where'd you watch crazy. from? Where'd you watch uh, from? I was down kind of on, like, if you're on the starting gate to the left yeah. side, kind of, and those bleachers down there. Oh yeah, okay. I had a yeah, so I could see that really tough double, really good, and yeah. that whole that whole side of the track. I had a sweet, sweet. It was empty the whole night. Sweet, sweet. Yep. Thanks for the invite, bro. Dude, I asked Alan, Alan Brown, and Fab. Yamaha had it, and uh, they were. Oh, they Yamaha! Were, Yamaha probably hates me. They were hosting. They were hosting twenty guys from Toyota, but the twenty guys stayed on the roof to watch the race. So yep. the suite with the power and the internet and everything was empty for most of the night. Kyle Chisholm and Brittany came up for a long time, but it was a good spot. Remember me? Remember my my hatred of Daytona? Right? Was the whole where do you go to watch and you can't go anywhere and all that? Yep, that's gone. Alleviated I'm, that. I'm back, Daytona. I'm back. Nice. Uh, nice. Um, track got rough though, no doubt. Um, let's talk a little bit. Well, let's do let's do this. Let's do the NFAB banging bars segment because that's where I want to go right now. Um, NFAB. Jeep and truck products, industry leader in making quality Nerf bars, pre-runners, and other off-road accessories. And Fab Yamaha with Canari, Bloss, Nicoletti. Uh, they support the sport, and um, they're committed to building heavy-duty, high-end, high-quality tubular bars for all the latest SUVs and trucks. Not rich lines yet. If you need something from NFAB, uh, go on our p- page and uh, email us, and we'll get you a deal on it. Um, Thomas at NFAB is, is a great guy. And uh, this is the NFAB's Banging Bars segment. <laughs> This banging bar is brought to you by NFAB. By far the race of the night. No doubt. Hands down. Weston Pike and Bobby Canari. Correct? Yeah, I don't think there's any uh, argument about that. Where do you stand on Pike uh, Pike put kicking his bike? Did you see that? Yeah, I, I mean, it's typical. I, I've, done, I've done that. No problem. You've done that with your bike on the stand at a pro race? Oh, yeah, many times. 
Are you kidding me? I did not know this was conversation. I've done literally everything there is to do. I've ghost rode my bike into a stand. I kicked it off the stand. Yeah, there's. I mean, I picked it up and then slammed it like it, like I, you know what I mean, like it was you, gonna. You name it, you've done yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I thought you were a little more professional. He's than a that. passionate individual, man. I didn't like that. That's a that's a bullshit move by Pike. Uh, Why? It's his bike. Yeah. Well, what about his mechanic? What about? I mean. Look, I don't know that he has a mechanic. I thought his dad thought Louie was around. Uh, I don't think so. As a former mechanic, he understands. I did not like that move at all. Look, you want to throw shit, go inside the truck. I know he had no truck, but you want to, you know, go away, like go out of sight and fucking do whatever you want. Don't do that. That to I, be to be honest with you, the only times that I've ever done anything like I ghost rode my bike into my stand one time because my bike wouldn't run. Okay. And it ran. It did that all day long. Both mo- all practice and both motos. It did it. And by the, se- the end of the second moto, mm-hmm. I was so over it. It was right. Washougal. I just go showed it into the stand well, and left it there. Okay. Well, that could be something where it could be dangerous too for you. You know. But right? I will. I will say that I've never like kicked my bike or done anything like that to my bike when it was my fault. I like Weston. He's a good dude. But this is the stuff that people see. And right or wrong, this is the shit that people don't like. Did you mean, see some emotion out of the guy? Yeah, uh, throw de- throw your jersey off or, or, you know, or throw a helmet down. You know what I mean? But he's sitting in the lawn chair. He's venting, he's venting, he's venting. And then he kicks his bike off? Like, cross the finish line and pound your crossbar or, you know, kick Canaria over or something, you know? But I, I, don't, I don't know. I, so I you're, like you're, you're promoting violence against people but not motorcycles. That's just Bobby. Yeah. Um, I thought they raced pretty clean, though. No, they did. Uh, how about that sweet move that Canari did to set him up in the last turn, right? Like, it, it, they, they're buddies. I talked to uh, Bobby after uh, St. Louis, mm-hmm. and I said, hey, were you worried? He's like, no, dude, we've raced each other so many times. We're good buddies. We're not going to do each other like that. And, and, and so I think they did. I think they, kudos to both of them for being as aggressive as they can without taking someone down. Yeah, the, the funny part to me, what, it was, I guess it wasn't really funny, but interesting was that because Weston was playing nice, that allowed Bobby to set back up under him. Yeah. You yeah. follow what I'm saying? Right, right, If right. Weston goes in there and really, like, forces yeah. the issue and yeah. puts him up high and parks him, there's no way Bobby can make that move. So it's kind of right. – you obviously want to do that, and I do that many times. I do that with all the guys I'm close with as well, but you kind of leave the door back open. So it's a double-edged sword there. I didn't, I, didn't like, I didn't like the move kicking the bike, but whatever. Hey, I don't know. Uh, if that's if I'm the team I, I, again, I, I don't know his team situation. Um, I, he's kind of on a team. Maybe he's on his own. Is there a manager? I don't know. But I'm super pissed if I'm the manager. I'm super pissed if I'm the mechanic. I'm super pissed if I'm a sponsor. I'm super pissed, generally speaking. Um, I threw my bike down once in 1988, and my dad almost beat my ass. So maybe that has something to do with it too. You know, I, I fear that my father beating my ass when I threw my bike down, my KX80. Yeah, and, and to be, I've watched Weston literally take. He took he used to take his motor parts out of his practice bike and bring them to the race and put them in his race bike on Friday. Right. Then build his bike and then race. So, if anybody's going to probably have the right to to do whatever they want to their bike, it's probably him. Well, he is a nihilist. Well, yeah, and he works on his bike a lot more than probably anybody else at the race. No, so. look, he's a good dude. We had him on the show. Uh, he's riding well, you know. Um, but I just didn't like it. I didn't like it. But he apologized. You don't like Weston, though. Yes, That's I do. What thing. are you talking about? You don't. 
What are you talking about? I don't like Weston. That's just what. That's just the feeling I get. No, no, that's it. I mean, what he did to me in that interview was really crappy, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, I got over it. Um, he's mm. ri- look. He's riding well. There's no doubt. So, um, you know, he, but hey, listen. If it was nothing to to talk about, why did he issue an apology on Racer X today? Ooh, worked you. Right. Sometimes you gotta admit yeah, when you're wrong. Even listen. If you're okay. Not. All right. Look, look. I'm sure he's learned his lesson, and let's. I, I don't want to talk about that too much. Um, let's talk about the finish. Okay. Um, transponder, just like the Faith and Pike thing last year, where Pike got effed, uh, or, you know, obviously after the race, um, Pike felt he got effed and Faith got the spot. Tables are turned. Uh, transponder, well, let me read this email just because I thought I would do it. Um, Steve, what's up with having a transponder record lap times and then not using it to determine the winner of the race? It seems ridiculous and a source of controversy to me that you would rather have a transponder and then also have a human eye that can overrule it. Transponders don't lie. Just make that the finish line. Ryan wants to know the reasoning behind that. The reasoning behind Ryan is that uh, the transponder pickup can't get buried at the top of the jump because of the ruts and the guys racing. Uh, so they have to bury at the base of the jump. But they have three scores, and one of them was probably your mom, JT. Probably was. Three scores and a finish line flagger. And so they go... They go by the eye test, and all three people voted Pike crossed first. Um, Canari was pissed after the race. Alan Brown was pissed. Um, Jungle was mad. Fucking Jungle's mad. You know, shit's going sideways. Um, what'd you take on it, JT, though? W- what do you think? Uh, the only thing that I heard was that everyone, uh, I guess, the, the timing at the bottom had Canari ahead. The everyone had with the like the head flagger and all the scores had uh, Pike crossing first. Yeah. So then it comes down to the head flagger. Um, yeah. yeah it's, it's his his, right. his call basically. And uh, you saw those photos. Uh, there was a couple I did. photos going yes, around. I did. One yeah. of them looks like Bobby's got it. One of them right. looks like Pike's got it. Exactly. Um, and the head flagger is standing literally at the face of the jump, holding a flag. He's closer than anyone, and he yep. and he's not related to Weston Pike in any way that we know. Right, of. right, right. And he made the call, and then there was a discussion. I guess the uh, the head someone had to pick uh, of AMA Kevin Crowther made the call. Someone yeah. had to pick Pike's bike up and make sure it was ready for the main. Um, <laughs> what did you? Th- I was the suite was like perfectly perpendicular or parallel. It would per- be per- perpendicular. Perpendicular to the finish line. And uh, so I had a good view. I honestly thought Weston got it. I wondered why Bobby looked to have backed off up the face. And the, my initial reaction was Pike beat him. Pike beat him. I looked over to Alan Brown. I was thinking he was going to throw something. But then I looked at the scoring and it had Canari. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. So my initial reaction was Pike got him. And I thought Bobby backed off a little bit too much off the ramp. Uh, you, did you have a good view of it, JT? Yeah, I was kind of too far down. So they were almost coming at me. Um, so yeah, I was like everyone else looking at the scoreboard and then it was, it swapped like twice. Like it went Weston, then Bob, then Weston, then Bob. <laughs> right. And I was like, all right, well, I'm just, I'm out. I'm just going to wait, uh, see who winds up. What I want to know is, is they gave Weston the, the later on the amended LCQ showed Weston ahead by five tenths or five one hundreds. How, how do they even determine that? You know what I mean? Like they shouldn't have, I, I don't know. The, the, it's like they. They gave Weston a, t- a quicker time, you know what I mean. But I almost didn't right. like that. Like why? Like we all acknowledge the transponders at the base, and it's not the final finish. So why do we? 
you know, even go that far? Yeah, it's, it's unfortunately, I think it's something that's going to have to be changed. I think they're going to have to get a camera at the top of that jump for situations like this because this is the second time that it's, that yeah. Weston's been in this situation, and he's he's uh right. he's one for two yeah. on yeah. coming out on the you know the good side of it. Yeah. But you know, what if that was Villapoto and Dungey for the win? Right. You know, this would be it would be a colossal disaster. <laughs> it would you know? be, yeah. So um, it's, something's got to be done so this can't you just can't happen where it really really you know obviously it, it really does matter but when you're talking about the grand scheme of the sport you know you can't have the situation yeah. come down to like that um can we help you tits i, I i'd like to ask a question to, to uh, you and mr thomas mr thomas yes mr thomas now i'm Jesus. aware that you guys aren't over the technology of any of this stuff but why can't they have it above like right on the finish line above it so the guys are actually going underneath that way you know, you're not burying it, but at least it's right where it's supposed to be. I would think there's something technology-wise that would prevent that, but I don't know what. <laughs> because I mean, why wouldn't you? Th- why wouldn't you have thought that? Um, I don't know. Also, too, um, uh, some guys put the transponder at the front of their fork tube, and some guys put it behind the fork tube. It can make all the difference. That that's three inches. Yeah, ask my wife. But she said- three inches is a big deal. <laughs> um, so that's that's another reason why transponder stuff isn't. 100% accurate, right, JT? I mean, that that little th- variance is is something that could matter. Yeah, and it's just uh it's something that's got to be just like we were talking about with the red flag, yellow flag. It's got to be some some clarification and all this stuff has got to be made concrete, you know. We can't have this right. stuff where it's up to interpretation and rulings and all this stuff. We need just more concrete answers, I guess. You know, and I'm not I'm not saying that I have any answers, you know, for any of that stuff. But when there's this much controversy and it's coming down to people having to rule overrule each other and stuff like that, it just seems like there's got to be a better way. All right, we're coming up to uh, we're coming up to um, Brian Villapoto here, and let's let's get some phone calls real quick. Let's hit these lines. John, what's up, man? Hey, Matt. It's hi, JT. What's going on? What do you guys What do you guys think about the fact that Carmichael? He couldn't even hide his frustration with Tickle. I mean, he made the comment. He said, uh, "If if Brock would have went any slower in that corner, he would have fallen over." And, and then he followed up with the the comment that, uh, "Well, it's okay. There's lots of guys out there just riding around." Mm, well, yeah, I, I think it's pretty harsh, but Darcy. So. Yeah, you, you have to know Ricky or and know Genie and just know how that whole program really worked. Um, it, it's not surprising. Because he was very harsh, even on himself, and his his mom was very harsh on him, and uh, there was just no, there were no excuses made. And if some if they thought he wasn't performing up to to his potential, or if he thought the bike wasn't performing, or you know whatever the situation was, there was no no bones made about it. So that's I mean, just do you basically. Think that could be good for? I mean, it, it certainly can't help you know Brock's confidence to you know to hear. I mean, if, if Ricky would say that to him privately or, or in front of the team, but, you know, to say it, you know, during the broadcast, I mean, it just it just is. Uh... Yeah, it's probably not the best thing to, to say that on TV, but, uh, I, and I think different people react differently to that kind of thing. Um, you know, I know we've talked about it on the show, but with Mitch Payton and Nathan Ramsey, I always think about that where yeah. Nathan didn't respond to Mitch's ways of being hard and yelling at him and all that kind of stuff, and, I'm not real sure how Brock will react to that. 
Um, you know, I'm sure it probably pissed off his family and wife and all that kind of stuff. But. I, I can't say anything because people just, you know, they know that Ricky doesn't like me and think I got it out for him or whatever. So I can't really say anything. But can I just say something? No. Yeah. Okay, JC says no. Tits, can I? I thought you you just said you can't, so I Tits, was just backing you up. I think you're up. going to either way, so I'm going to go Tits, ahead and Tits, give you can permission. Can you break the call? Can you break the tie here? I'll, I'll say Look, go ahead. Um, I just if you're Ricky Carmichael, you're you're the greatest motocross rider of all time, second best supercross rider of all time. You are, you know, helping Brock Tickle out. You're 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 working with him in the trenches. You're really helping him out. How about you get out of the booth? And go down to the truck and after the heat race and watch some film with the guy and help him out. How about you get to him right after the main event and show him what he did wrong? How about if you're Carmichael, and I'm sure he's a great teacher, I, I wonder why no one says, hey, what are you doing in the TV booth? Help me. Help me after the heat. Help me before my heat. Talk to me. Um, that's all. And, and, of course, now that I said this, it's going to be, ah, fucking Mathis hates Carmichael. I, I'm just wondering, like, there's probably a great help to be to be picking Bricky's brain on race day, after heat races, before main events, down on the gate, whatever, and he's up in the booth. That to me, eh? I think I think whatever. That's that's, that's all I gotta say. I mean, I, I would be curious to see because obviously Ricky is watching the the footage. You know, he he's seeing everything up there, so I would be curious to see if. They're not texting each other, talking on the phone at commercials, stuff like that. Because obviously Ricky is, you know, he's right. vested in this deal. Yeah. And he obviously wants Brock to do well. So I would be very, very surprised if there was no communication. Well, I'm sure there's some texting. But, you know, watching, watching some Dartfish film or watching some film and being like, hey, look at this guy or I saw this. or You know what I mean? That's I mean, all. I get it's, the impression that it's, I mean, the way he's, I mean, he's, it's almost like he's over it. I mean, it's like, nah, you know, I don't it's, think, it's I don't like he's it. over it. I mean, I don't think he's over it, but. Uh, I'd be surprised to not see them hire a top top level guy next year. Hey JT, um, hey, yeah, I, I think their expectations were higher. Uh, I think you know yeah. everybody's were, but yeah, uh, yeah obviously he, he did kind of did the same thing last year. It'll be you know we'll see how he does outdoors. He was much better outdoors. He was. So. Yeah. Hey uh, John, we got to run. Thanks, okay, I have another quick question, if you don't mind. What's that? Do you think that uh, that Marvin, you know, has the momentum advantage? Uh, over Tomac now, you know, to go out and 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 really, uh, you, you know, put on a good ride. Oh, I'm not sorry, not Marvin. Marvin uh, huh? Roxon uh, has the advantage over Tomac, you know, because he kind of stuck it to him on the, on the big bikes. Uh, Tomac beat him this weekend, passed him, left him behind. Well, what am I thinking? I don't know. All right, thanks, buddy. Um, I don't know what he was thinking, uh, but yeah, if you're going to play mind games, Tomac, you know, dominated Roxon this weekend. Although Roxon was fast. Um, let's get to our our first guest. Um, sorry, callers, you're gonna have to wait to talk about Canari and Weston, and then uh, Kevin wants to talk about the differences between Daytona and the other rounds. He'll have to wait on that. Our our next guest is the winner of Daytona Supercross. He's won three out of the last four main events. He's in the points lead. His appearance on the show is brought to you by Atlas Brace. Check him out at atlasbrace.com. They've got a deal where they're giving away free braces to the pros, and I don't know. I just think that thing is that's a bitching deal, and. Uh, it was born and fueled from the racer's perspective, designed by a racer and refined over a three-year period by a team of engineers and biomechanical experts. AtlasBrace.com. Villapoto, Weimer wears them. Why don't you? RV, what's up? What's going on, guys? Thanks for coming on the show. I, I really like having me, Matt. I really like the way that you. I really like the way you volunteered. I didn't have to convince you. I didn't have to talk to you into it or anything. Just eager to come on. Well, at least you. 
At, well, at least you made the move a little quicker than you were, you know. Oh, man, I can't believe you're going on another show. I, you did Rocket Rob's Throttle last Monday. Who knew Rocket Rob had a throttle show on a Monday? Are you serious? He's got more followers and more. He kills it more than you. I, apparently, yeah. I didn't even know. Hey, uh, JT, yeah. JT's on the line, too, so just in case. He's gonna... What's going on, buddy? What's up, bro? Um, just chilling. Hey, what about Pike kicking the bike over? How do you feel about that? Eesh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, big temper. <laughs> yeah. um, um, have you ever done anything like that I at, mean, at any I point? I, I, I mean, I was a little disappointed because, like, from the overhead view, I don't know where it was. I don't know if it was Racer X or or something or somewhere. I seen like an over over shot of it or or something or other. And it, and it I mean, geez, unless my eyeballs are wrong, it looked like Canary one. Um, I thought or it looked. I thought it looked like Pike one by the other view. Well, you're there are two very different viewpoints, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, have you ever? So done, I don't know. Yeah, you, you, I'm surprised you even watch the LCQ or know anybody who's in it. Are you serious? <laughs> no, I'm not. It's, it's on in the truck, bro. Um, yeah, no, I know. Um, what about? Hey, have you been pissed about all this yellow flag, red cross flag bullshit? It's been going on. Um, has it got to you at all? Do you read that stuff? Do you hear the whispers? Uh, um, is it kind of cheese you off a little bit? No, I mean, look, every, everybody has their own opinion about it, and yeah. everybody went back and reviewed the tapes, and and uh, no matter if the it goes red cross, yellow, yellow, if it goes red cross and then three feet or two feet and then it's yellow, well, yellow means it's full race. Um, you can pass. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, they could use, a, I guess, a better way of, um, I don't know how you, I don't know how, there's no answer for it at this point, or how you right. could stop that from happening, happening again, but it goes, you know, it, yellow means race, and we were in the yellow at that point, no matter if it's, mm-hmm. you know, uh, like I said, two feet or, or, or one feet or whatever. Right, right. Yeah, it, it had to piss you off. Of course, you, you know, you need to stay off the uh, the internet, because that's the kind of shit that happens, but. I just thought you were. Yeah, I thought you were. Be- about it. What? I said JT wrote about it. Oh yeah, he probably sided with Reed. No matter what, he just sided. Oh, with, he just sided with Reed on it. Didn't, didn't have anything to do with Chad, but he sided with Chad. I'm pretty sure. To be fair, I've picked RV in everything I've written, said, talked about this year. So suck it, Mathis. Yeah, no, I, I read it. I read it. Yeah, it was. It was good. I, I just think you were better at going slower, you know, and and actually, and Barsha. Barsha looked like he had wanted something, too. Uh, and he was better at going slower than JS, too. You know? Um, and I guess, what, what, how do you police that? How do you, you know, you, you can't do anything about it. You were just faster. You were still singling and going slow, but you were better at it. Yeah? So, anyways, uh, Daytona. Hey, is this, is this the one week, one race of the year that you are sore on Sunday morning? Um, yeah, I mean, geez, we're almost into the 30 minute mark there. I know. I know. Um, yeah, I think it was 27 minutes and and some change there. So yeah, it was, it was a, it was a pretty epic race. Track was, um, probably by far the roughest Daytona track that I've ridden. I think a lot of that was because of the, we, yeah, we didn't, I don't think with like, we haven't had a whole lot of rain, so it was kind of dry and it just seemed like it really broke apart pretty easy. Um, Obviously, last year was muddy, but uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I thought it was rougher than normal. Right? Did you like the layout of it, man? I thought it never gave any. It didn't give you guys a chance to rest. I just thought every 
almost every second, maybe after the fin- after this finish line, but not really. Uh, every second, you guys uh, had a combo of jumps coming up. Yeah, no, it was tough. I mean, the also the triples. You know, it seemed like the triples are kind of another place where you can kind of rest. But they they were booters, so like, yeah, you had a little time to rest in the air. But geez, when you hit the ground, um, you you can't like you fell out of the sky like a ton of bricks. You know, we we hit the ground hard and um, and then it's into the next rhythm section or or kind of straightaway. But mm-hmm. um, it was it was demanding for sure. I mean. Um, I liked it. Obviously, I'm biased to it, but uh, I, I think um, you know it definitely brings out who's fit and who's not. Right. Um. So you you never raced old school Daytona, did you? You turned pro in '05, so that would have been, yeah, would have been more at night then, right, and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you tell me when old school Daytona was. Before, this is, we're talking 2000. No, we're before two, before yeah, 2000 before those. 2004 when when Ferry and Mathis podiumed in '03. It was old school, rough. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it was rough back then. That's for sure. It was well, really was, rough. There was 30 I, guys I, in the I main. Mean, I, think, yeah. I think there was probably, I, I don't know, like I've seen video and stuff, probably less less, less of the jump mm-hmm. and more like outdoor style. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, and longer straightaways and things like that to where it got, it got um, yeah, I guess maybe a little more rougher. But, right. geez, I don't know, the... I don't know if you'd rather run it that way or ride it this way. You know, it's kind of a toss-up. Uh, well, honestly, the jumps back then were basic, but the, it was more outdoor. Like, the track just beat the shit out of you. But as far as, like, really difficult jumps, there wasn't a whole lot like there is now. Like, yeah. the, the, the triple so rhythm sections and all that kind of stuff, stuff, it wasn't like that. Yeah, that probably gave you a chance to run more of an outdoor setting where now mm-hmm. – there's no chance of that with jumps. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I ran, I ran full outdoor. I remember uh, old school yeah. Daytona, like you would double single the triples because they'd be so ruddy and shitty by the end. You know what I mean? Everyone would. Um, and and well, uh, so the biggest problem was they used it was basically lime rock and then grass. There was no right, right. There was no mixture. So where that where those two met would be the biggest G outs you've ever seen <laughs> from the grass being. So every jump was just like you'd almost wheelie into the face. It just you know it was pretty. Um, Pretty difficult. 702-586-7857. If you have a call, uh, question for Ryan Villapoto, call in 702-586-PULP. Uh, we have uh, RV on the line. Hey, da- um, RV, were you marking Davey at all? Did you know what, where he was? Did you know his way back? Did, did you have any idea until you crossed the line? Um, well, I knew that he obviously wasn't in the top three. Yeah. Um, I didn't know how far back he was, but mainly just, just marking Dunge. Right, right. Um. I think there was there was I don't know if it was me or making mistakes or lappers or something, but there was a I think about two laps where he he made up a oh yeah I don't know a little over a second a little over a second or so he made up more then, than that he made up um, he made up more and than then that. yeah and then I was <laughs> able to pull it back out a little bit <clears throat> just saying um, and then obviously the race was kind of over by then hey uh, Kenny Roxon on a three fifty he's fast at the beginning. Were you surprised? Well, yeah. Were you surprised? Well, what do you expect? Well, I mean, were you surprised? Were you like, "Hey, what is this kid doing?" Um, not so much on that track. No. Um, I mean, he raced Seattle, so he yeah. did good there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously being at Daytona Sandy, I, I wouldn't call it a European style track, but he's—we all know he's good in the sand. Yeah. I mean, yep. we've seen that. We've seen that at Lomel. So, um, you know, I, I expected him to be good. Um, you know, I didn't. You know, you don't really know going in there. Is he gonna? Is he gonna get a, get a whole shot? Is he gonna run up front? Is he not? Is he gonna be top five? You know, you don't know, but you know he's right. gonna be good. 
Um, how many times have you won Daytona now? Is this your third? Yeah. Three times. Jeez. Getting up there, bud. Um, they used to take... How many times have you won it, Mathis? I never... You know what? You know what's hilarious? I'm surprised you even knew because you don't keep track of any of this shit. Did you know you passed Ricky Johnson in career wins? Uh, yes, because Big D was was very happy on one hand, but very emotional on the other. Just, <laughs> you just passed a legend for wins. <laughs> and you're like, who the F is RJ? Um, oh, come on. Dude, I, no, listen, and it's not, it's not a slam on you, but a lot, there's a lot of you guys, and you're in that group, that RJ. don't understand the, the old days. That's all. That's all. You say, I don't understand the old days. Yeah, you just, I mean, it's just because you're just not, I don't know. JT, back me up on this. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, Chad, he, Re- uh, Chad Reed doesn't know these dudes. Th- no, there's a difference. Well, there's a difference. Honestly, there's a difference between knowing how many times you've won Daytona and then knowing if you've passed RJ and career right. wins, too. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Hey, um, what about I that? Mean, I, I, I knew I passed RJ and wins. Was it because I looked at it myself? Okay. The next guy on the roster list is RJ. I'm going to pass him. You know, you know what? Honestly, no, those those I, kinds of things don't really matter until you're done. When you when you're done exactly. and you know you've you've raced your last race, that's when you know you reflect on stuff you've done. Like when you're in it, it doesn't really matter. You know, you're just worried about the points and whatever's going on. Uh, that's how yeah, I look exactly. at it, anyway. Like, well. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. I mean. I mean, and obviously, every each year that goes past, once you are retired, you, you tell the stories over, and you got like twice as fast each time. Right. Um, I'm at that point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you know, yeah, you don't look at it as that right now. Okay, my ne- my goal is to pass RJ, and now now I'm going after Chad or, or something like that. You, know, you don't right. even think about it. Hey, were you were you just scared to triple into that pit like Stu and Bam Bam? Was it just too gnarly for you? Um. <laughs> I don't know. Was it, Mattis? I don't know. Those guys, it looked pretty good. It looked pretty good. Oh. Yeah, it did, didn't it? It did. It did. Did you um, know they were doing it? Did you? Uh, I guess not, right? They were only doing the main, I, I think. Or did James do in the heat? I don't remember. No, no. Stu did it. Stu did it in the qualifier. Okay. And I seen. I think he did it. I watched him do it four times. And the first two times, it was about the same. Mm-hmm. And then the third time he did it, it was a little quicker. And the fourth time he did it, it was like quite a bit quicker, but he also had to go outside when he did it. Oh yeah. Okay. So at that point, out it's a toss up. But then right. also, like you said, you got to go twenty laps on Daytona, right? And and it's sandy, like the in the ruts and holes that appear in between one or two laps. Yeah, I, it's not really worth it, you know, like to 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 pull something off like that. Like even when you went over the wall and then you had that stupid like triple thing, yeah, tabletop looking thing, yeah, and then you did that triple. Uh, I think the last three laps, I I decided to double it, and I almost went over the bars when I doubled it first, tripling it <laughs> right, because right. I there was some picture in there, and the, the shadows are so bad because of the lights, the, the ruts were just all shattered in. Right, right. Um, you know, we're lucky we made it around there. Yeah, yeah. By the end of the race, uh, it was pretty gnarly. Um, let's get to some phone calls. We got some phone calls here. Um, Tyson, what's up, man? What's your question for uh, Ryan Villapoto? Hey, uh, hey, what's up, RV? Um, one thing I got to say about you, man, is how you are always super honest with your answers and what you say about people. And at the beginning of the season, you mentioned how you were pretty much not looking forward to racing Barsha because of, I think you said, his lack of respect with the riders out there. So now that we're almost halfway, a little over halfway through the season, 
has he been rougher than what you thought, or has he been more respectful, or kind of talk about, you know, race with Barsha and how that's been? No, I mean, I haven't, you know, obviously had any major run-ins with him this year. Um, but I think he's, <clears throat> I mean, I think he's gotten used to the class, and I think he's kind of, you know, figured it out that, that you can't go around doing that. You know, you got to have some people on your side. You know, they don't right. necessarily have to be your friends, but um, you definitely can't just make enemies out there in this class. Um, because we're 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 all too good, and there's too many good people out there just to have all enemies. Um, and and also too, it's it's different racing a 450 just out there going out there and trying to just get blood every time. You know, it's it's it'll wear you out. You know, maybe not every race, but you just can't go out there and just think you're just gonna just ride that thing however you want to ride it. It takes it takes more than skill. It takes you know you have to kind of be smart on on how you uh, go out there and race it. All right, thanks for the call. Cool, congrats, man. Um, all right, let's go to um, Tits. You say Vance wants to know what RV thinks about RV coming up this weekend. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, no, yeah. Indy. Indy, I don't, I don't know what I did. Hey, Vance. I'm sorry. Vance, Tits, tits checked yeah. us all up. But what's your question? No, I just wanted to know. Uh, I saw I was at Indy last year, and you put on such a dominating performance against everybody else, but the – you know, the field of competition was pretty thin. Coming into Indy this week with a two-point lead over Davey, and, you know, you got a lot more competition this year. I just want to know how you felt going into this weekend on how you were going to do and how the race was going to go. Well, I mean, I don't know how I'm going to do or how the race is going to go, but, I mean, hopefully it all goes well. Um, Indy's been good. Uh, it seems like now that we've – we've obviously JT said it in his, in his uh, write-up that, you know, like, man, last – or on Daytona, but the weekend before seemed like that was the first weekend that we've actually ha- had. Um, and I've said it too that it's promoted racing. Like you haven't, yeah. you haven't been able to race until that point. Um, it's been so slippery, and and you know you, you can't cut underneath guys. You can't ride the lines you want to ride. Mm-hmm. Um, you're kind of just riding single file, follow leader. And if someone makes a mistake, then you make a pass. Yeah. So. It's kind of nice that you know we're here now on on tracks that you know we'll, that we think hopefully will be um, another good racetrack. Uh, you know, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's it's uh, it should be good. You know, that's always a, a decent race. All right, thanks, good. thanks, man. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, the tracks have sucked balls this year, um, but whatever. Yeah, I'm gonna try not. I'm gonna try to be nicer for the track guys. But uh, seriously, if you looked at the track. Just the track itself, the track at St. Louis was not good. It was just the dirt. Yeah, the track yeah. was as basic as yeah. it gets. Um, yeah, without the dirt, we would we would have had another issue, probably. Yeah, I mean, it has nothing to do. I don't think anything to do with you know track builders, you know, because they can't control. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can control it to an extent, but you know, um, it's kind of pretty much out of their hands. It, and I know the monster trucks are out there, and they they we might you know we could do. Maybe a little bit better, like I guess a little more water on them before they or tear, tear the pad up before mm-hmm. they start building jumps. Or, I don't really know what the what the deal is, but yeah, up until last weekend, I mean, geez, it was. I've never raced a season where it was been that bad. Like it was a yeah. awkward and very upside down season up until that point. They they just want to keep you guys healthy, but they they don't realize that I think last year was just a fluke, you know, and 
2011, almost everybody stayed healthy. So they just freaked out, I think. Um, Nash, what's up, man? Gentlemen. Gentlemen. What's going on, RV? What's going on? Hey, first of all, congratulations. And uh, it was a pleasure watching you ride a track that just seemed totally insane for us, uh, us fans. Uh, the, the thing I wanted to ask you about was, first of all, kudos on the, the CBS special that you made with your wife and your family. It was That was pretty was good. Awesome. Yeah. That was, that was awesome. And, you really uh, put it out there. <laughs> Thank you. It was pretty cool. I mean, it shows the side of people and, and most importantly, obviously, yourself as an athlete. And uh, what's your overall reaction been in the pits? I'm sure it's been positive. Can you elaborate on that? Yeah, I mean, it's it's been positive. Um, I mean, a story like that or, or, you know, that something like that going on, on TV is, uh, I mean, yeah, you got to put yourself out there a little bit. You know, I, I think for for me, try to tell a story on, you know, really what goes on behind everything because, you know, a lot, everybody out there, you guys don't get to see what really goes on. And, and mm-hmm. yeah, when we show up, obviously, you for all the fans and everything, it's their pump for Saturday. And to go there and watch the races, it's kind of like a all-day party for them where, right. you know, on, on the back process, that's, that's the actual work day, uh, you know, like during the week is kind of like, you know, I guess it's, it's work also, but it's not, we're, we're on our own time, kind of own schedule, own time. But Saturday rolls around where we're held to uh time schedule and, and we have to, you know, do things that, you know, that's really work, you know, work things. So, you know, just try to show what really goes on and, and the struggles that go into it and, and that it isn't all just, you know, well, great, you know, that's, it is pretty hard. Duh. You know, I, I would be the hardest sport out there. And I haven't been in any other sports, but I kind of get to see what goes on. What's wrong with your phone? What's wrong with your phone? It's all jacked up. My phone? There, it's better. My phone? It's better. It's better. That's that's awesome. Hey, last thing, RV, is how's the the bantering between you and uh, Eldon was awesome to see. I, I'm assuming that's <clears throat> something that occurs quite often in your personality and his get together and, and in a healthy way, sparks fly. Is that's something that's a fun rivalry when you guys are training and working together? I mean, I, I don't how, I mean, you work together with somebody every single day. There's mm. not a day that we're, that we're not, um, I mean, obviously if we're not training or doing anything, you know, like Sunday, I didn't see him, but, um, you know, Monday through, um, through Saturday, I see him every day. So that's, <laughs> you know, that's something that's going to occur. And I wouldn't say it's all just, uh, you know, I guess good um, bantering back and forth. Sometimes it gets a little uh, um, out of uh, out of hand. I always well, think. Uh, sorry, now I always think like, and I've been there um, when I was a mechanic, and then now when I go and visit every now and then, like Wednesday afternoon, hot as balls in Florida. You, James, Chad, you name it, Davy, any of these guys, you're out there, no one's around. And you're busting out of 30, and it's hot as balls on a rough sand track. And, like, no one sees that. And you've done two 30s that day. It's, you know, it's a lot of work. It's a full-time job being as good as you guys are. And, and people don't understand that maybe. I mean, other, other than J-Law, it was a party for him a lot. But other I, than, I think the, the no, line I mean, that you I don't expect everybody to, you know, on one hand you expect them to know what, what goes on. But on the other, you, you know, you can't expect because they don't know. They, they've never done it. They you know, they don't get to see it, but, um, or, you know, it, it is, it, I think it's good that it was put out there to, to try to show that, you know, that 
that it isn't just like, you know, during the week it's, you know, we're, we go ride a little bit and then we go here, we go hang out, we go on the yeah. boat, we do this, we do that, you know, type of deal. Yeah, we, on odd occasions we do do that, um, you right. know, or maybe once a week we go do something or whatever, but it's pretty much just, you know, straight and, and straight road because right. where the sport's going and how, how fast we're all going and, you know, how gnarly the tracks are and things like that you can't afford to have a day off the bike or, you know, really miss, you know, really what you need to be doing because, you know, the first thing that's going to come up is, is possibly, uh, you know, an injury or, or a big crash. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Nash. Hey, all right. Hey, did when you guys got done filming, did you tell them to go get the real story down at JT and Frank's house? Oh, jeez. <laughs> hey, cheers. <laughs> Thanks, Nash. Um, hey, uh, RV, um, we're going to have Adam Cincerello on later. Um, Oh yeah, nice. He told me. Is he is he ready? Is he ready for Hangtown? What do you think? I mean, just in your opinion, you you wrote you, you ride are with you him. Ask, are you asking me right this second? Well, like, what or do you are think? You asking me, like, I, how's his speed? Like, I don't know. If, I don't know if he's going to do Hangtown or not. And he doesn't know. And I'm going to ask him, and he's going to say he doesn't know, and nobody knows for sure. But in your opinion, uh, you know, you you see him all the time. Kid, ready? Is he ready? No, he's not ready right now. Well, no. I mean, he's, I, he's, I know he's, that but. he's in the he's in the process of getting ready, mm-hmm. and if things go as planned, um, he should be ready. Right. Um, you know, obviously, we can't guarantee, or he can't guarantee anything, but um, you know, he's mm-hmm. working towards that. I, I mean, I feel bad for the guy just because. He's got a lot of hype around him. Um, yeah. I, I, I mean, when I came, I didn't really have a whole lot of hype, you know, unless he, unless he came in and, and had all the hype. And then we raced, I actually raced um, Jason at Loretta's, and Jason beat me in the pro sport class, and, yeah. and I won the class that, that he wasn't in. And, and you know, so, yeah. I mean, there wasn't a whole lot of hype. At that point, I had already signed my deal, but, but still, you know, it was kind of, kind of came in under the radar, so to say. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, doing good kind of my second and third race. So, um, you know, for him, he's got a lot of hype, but I think he, you know, he should live up to it. He's a, he's a good racer. Right. A lot of guys may not, you know, a lot of guys are fast, but they're not a good racer. Mm-hmm. Um, what about J-Law coming back? That's the rumor. Hangtown. Is he or is he not? Yeah, I think he is. I really do. Well, there's also, there's also the rumor of uh, Christophe Forcell coming back, too. Yeah, I, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't know. Well, it's a rumor. So why why do you not think that's going to happen? You think that J Lo's coming back? Well, are you talking about the Porcel thing, the RCH? Because that, that that I don't I don't know. He, he he. I guess he already tweeted something about it that he that, that that's not not a no go or something. All right? right? Yeah. I, no, it's a no go. It's not. I thought happen. it was. I thought it was cool when, and whatever whatever reason he came out, whatever reason he was writing that he. Uh, J Law just came busting open the doors right on the scene, you know, like right. nobody had heard anything. So I hadn't, you know, yeah, like, yeah. I'm sure most people hadn't heard anything. And then all of a sudden, bam, there he is, you know, he's riding. Right. I thought it was kind of cool. Um, JT might come back. That's the rumor. That oh. is incorrect. <laughs> I am not coming back. <laughs> nope. Um, all right, RV. Thanks for coming on, bud. I appreciate it. Um, a good job this weekend. I won't be at Indy, so I know you'll miss me. Um, where, where are you going? I'm staying home, bro. Got to work on my marriage, you know. Are you kidding me? 
I'm staying home. Tickets were expensive. It's cold at Indy. The pits suck. I always take a You're risk. You're from Canada. They're I, used to it. And plus, you have a few extra layers to keep you warm. I do. I do. This oh, I've been, don't worry. I've been, I've been really pissed off about this for, <clears throat> I don't know, weeks. I take a race off every year, bro. It's at some point, and Indy drew yeah, the short straw. Mathis, do you, Mathis, Mathis, I don't get to take a race off. <laughs> you don't. You're right. I took 17 of them so, off last year. <laughs> yeah. JT took the main events off last year. <laughs> so, what, what, so what happened? You just you just decided you just thought you could take a, a weekend off. Like you just thought that was okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did, Eldon. Uh, uh, tickets were expensive. What about what about what about? So, so okay, so you're taking the weekend off. Like you're not coming to Indy. Right. You thought it was okay. Are we at least going to ride the elliptical an hour and a half? Yes. The two days that you will. Hell no. Yes, I will. An hour and a half, no. Um, I've, I've, been, I've done an hour. I like the, the program that's 45 minutes. It's a nice, easy, hard. Like, it's a hard program, but it's, it's 45 minutes. An hour, it's too long. It's boring. Okay, okay. When, when well, you, you know that we just do, like, you know, on average, two hours on the bicycle pretty much, like, yeah, every day. Yeah, and you guys don't need to. It's ridiculous. But, it's ridiculous. And, and you don't need to. It's too much bicycling. Okay, so, so when math is It's When was the last time you got on the elliptical? Oh, just the other day. 2012. No, 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 just the other day. No, I, I have slacked on my program. I was on it. I did it uh, 27 straight days or something, and then I took a couple days off, and then I got back on it and did another streak. I have been slacking lately. I've been a bit sick, a bit feeling run down, but no, I just did it the other day. Do you have Epstein Bar? I, I may have Epstein Bar actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, I mean, I won't be at Indy, so you have to crack on someone else. Find Mathis, one. when when someone asks you when's the last time you exercised, you just oh, just the other day. That's not a good answer. No, listen. Uh, okay, well, let l- listen here, idiots. Uh, <laughs> it's Monday. Okay, so I did it Tuesday. I did it Tuesday. For how long? Half an hour. That's almost a week ago, bro. That's technically the other day. Thank you. Thank you, Tits. No, it's not. <laughs> you should not can be you, exercising once a week. Can you just make fun of Wygant? What do you mean? Oh, you, you, just said, you just said just technically the other day. Dude, it's, it's Tuesday tomorrow. That's, that's like six and a half yeah, days. Well, because I'm, not going to Indy this, got on it. because I'm not going to Indy, I will get back on it. I'll send you photos every can we, day. Can, Every day of the time. Can we do an hour? Can we? Can we do an hour? Uh, I've done the hour on it, man. It's 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 too long. Harvey, I have a theory here, and I know you haven't spent much time in this house, but this is what Mathis does every morning: wakes up, pets some dogs, heads down, gets coffee, sits on his couch, opens his computer, and starts looking at stupid hockey scores: who traded who, who sucked, who got points on who. He does this for for hours on end before he does anything else. He could do this on the elliptical. Every morning, boom, he'll weigh 220 by Steel City. I'm 224-ish right now, so, yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, I, I put on the races uh. on the TV when I do the elliptical. I put the races on uh, from the race, and I study them to get better at my journalism craft. Look, just, just make fun of Wygant this weekend. Just make fun of him and his, and his dressing and how he dresses. Yeah, but he, I, don't, yeah, I don't really like Wygant that much. <laughs> who, who does? <laughs> I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't dislike him. But, right. You know, right. like 
I mean, make fun of Cox. Make fun of Cox. It's easy. We don't kick. We don't. It's just not fun to really pick on him. It's fun to pick on Cox. He's easy. It's, It's no problem. Um, nah, he's a bit. He's a bit on the. He's in. He's a bit in the left field. <laughs> you think? <laughs> um, I mean, way in left field. All right, you're right. He's in the bleachers. <laughs> um. All right, bud. Thanks. Thank you for coming on. All right. See you guys uh, later, thanks. man. All right, Ryan Villapold, everybody. Bye. Good luck this weekend. Uh, all right, let's take a commercial break. First commercial break of the night. Um, presented by BTOSports.com. Um, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brop Bar, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, 30% off Black Ops Moto this week. Um, JT, will hit you back after the commercial. All right. And uh, coming up, uh, Fat Drew is in the studio, hanging out already, uh, and we'll get to him uh, right after this commercial break. Thank you, everybody, for listening. See you in a little bit. Hi, I'm Jake Weimer. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show with Steve Mathis. If you plan on listening to the whole show, you're wasting your time. Because like I said, it's Steve Mathis. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX. When placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey everyone, Trey Kennard here. I wanted to tell you about one of my favorite products, Fly Racing's Light Hydrogen Racewear. With direct input from Andrew Short and I, the Fly Design Department created the first true, lightweight, minimalist pant and jersey design for pure racing performance. This gear eliminates non-essential features, such as rubber TPR badging, and uses stretch materials for the ultimate race pant and jersey combo. The light hydrogen pant is the lightest, most breathable, and non-restrictive pant I have ever worn. To complete my gear combo, I chose Fly Racing's minimalist light race glove and F2 carbon helmet for a complete race-ready setup. For more information about the light hydrogen racewear and other products from Fly Racing, Visit them on the web at flyracing.com. Get the personalized suspension set up with top-of-the-line components you have always wanted. Racetech is the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S custom series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits, or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. The choice of Rock River Yamaha, Rockwell Fire Police MX, RF Motorsports KTM, and the Motorsport JVR Spine Chillers Racing Arena Cross Team. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. 
from Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a -a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Filippoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand goggles. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Michael Lisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, Kirk Caselli, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style, construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. Merch Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections Proving Ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at W www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PulpMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013.
for 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showy delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Showy hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Joey's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local Joey dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Essie demand Joey's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Joey, 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 Drop the sound of acceleration. Influenced by riders, racers, and outdoor enthusiasts on the tracks and trails of Colorado, the revolutionary Drop formula was created as a solution to energize with clean and natural foods. The Drop Nutrition Bar is a superior food that delivers energy-infused nutrients and protein to meet the demands of today's toughest athletes. Used by top racers like Kevin Windham, David Pingree, Jimmy Albertson, and many more, Drop Nutrition Bars use high-quality natural ingredients and no preservatives and are gluten and soy free. Available in four delicious flavors, honey graham, chocolate chip cranberry, and blueberry. Order now by going to www.bropbar.com or call toll-free at 1-855-8-BROP today. Mention Pulp MX and receive free shipping on your first order of two or more boxes. Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Brop Nutrition Now. Brop Nutrition Bars, accelerate your body and mind. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. 
The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessey in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners 5% off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Some Van Halen Pound Cake for Unlawful Carnal Knowledge. Super underrated album. Went back to the little harder issue. Got away from the keyboards a bit. Still a great disc. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the Pulp of Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com. Um, we got uh, some guests coming up right away. We got um, JT coming back on. Uh, Jason Wygant also, too. Hey, 30% off. Mention Pulp MX, BlackOpsMoto.com. One week only. One week only from Monday to, uh, to next week. They've developed an aftermarket high-output ignition coil, unlike traditional ignition coils. The Black Ops Moto Coil has several features not found on older-style ignition coil designs. Black Ops Moto is a leader in testing and producing the latest generation ignition coils. You'll notice more power, quicker throttle response, and easier engine starting. JT. Yes. Uh, what did you think of that Halen? Uh, I caught the end of it, but it was pretty terrible, the I, part I heard. I heard that you, uh, you have a song picked for the second break. I do. Can't wait to hear it. Hey, W Wheels, uh, have you used these things, JT? What is it, W Wheels? Yes, I did. We, uh, uh, we used them before, yeah, quality. like last year when I was on the team. We right, did. quality wheels, uh, founded by John and Kristen Anderson. John worked at White Brothers for 22 years and uh, uh, eight years at uh, managing the race team there. The importance of good, reliable race wheels do, cannot be understated. Um, they make the best wheels on the market. Reed, Dungey, Millsaps, Brayton, Short, Tickle, and many more depend on W Wheels. Uh, check them out online. The who's who of the sport wears uses W wheels and uh, they're good stuff for sure. Um, before we get to Adam Cincerillo, who's going to come up in a couple minutes, I wanted to get to uh, Jason Wygant of Racer X. What's up, Weege? Oh my God, am I on the Pulp MX show? You are, and you're officially probably now off the DMXS show. Yeah, I'm really confused. I think I called the wrong line, but the wrong line called me. This this can't be happening. <laughs> well, we can talk about poop and stuff, and maybe make you feel a little better at home. Um, Hey, yep. uh, um, you're driving home from – okay, so you did – you announced all day at Daytona on Saturday. Great job, by the yeah. way. Great job, by the way. I thought you did fantastic. Um, Thanks. 
Rocket Rob still has you beat, though, with the baritone. Nothing you can do about that, though. Um, no, and I noticed um, if anyone was there live in the crowd, I think Rocket Rob, that was uh, it was like a no-look pass. Like, he threw in a couple of, hey, Daytona, are you guys fired up type screaming stuff. Yeah. He threw those in on occasion, just knowing that that's his style. Like, yeah. I'll yeah. do those. I'll handle those. Uh, and Rob yeah. is very good at building the drama when there is none by simply yelling about something that's yeah. going on. Right. Like, yeah. He, yeah. he started to yell, and you'd look, and you're like, but Rob, there's six pike lines apart still. But he felt like he needed to get your attention uh, about something. But um, So you announced all day on Saturday, all day Sunday, the RC Amateur Supercross, and all day today, Monday. And you still got a voice. Yeah, I've, uh, I've learned to conserve through the years because uh, there's been plenty of times where I blew myself up by Saturday night, and I'm like, okay, I'm one-third of the way through, and I've got nothing left. Right. So, uh, yeah, I guess I was half-stepping it. Um, how was it? Was it exciting? Can you please tell us about the Kerry Hart, Barry Karsten battle? Well, I mean, we've seen it all before. I mean, we've got another Kerry Hart, Barry Karsten <laughs> battle. I mean, how many times? Old veterans racing one another again. Yeah, and, and really, I mean, hard to tell them apart. I mean, they're virtually the same guy, like cut <laughs> right. the same cloth. Right. Um, yeah, uh, it was, it was hilarious actually, but to see those two like go over a jump together, I'm like, this is like when you see a poodle and like, well, you know more about dogs than me. What's like a really huge dog? Like a uh, mastiff. Great Dane or something? Yeah, like a mastiff. Yeah, great Dane, sure. All right. A mastiff and a poodle. You're like, how could that actually be considered the same species? <laughs> right? <laughs> right, right. How could Barry Carson and Carrie Hart be the same species? One guy's straight up and down. One guy's scrubbing. One guy's whipping it. No, I just mean like one oh. guy is a tattooed, lives in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Freestyle guy married to a rock star. And another guy works on RVs and lives in Jersey and has, like, the least stylish gear and riding style ever. Right, um, right. It's the ultimate, ultimate polar opposite. Uh, um, and Mike Treadwell was in that group. Uh, a guy named John Grew, he's always at these amateur races. Kerry actually had a whole shot and led for, like, a lap or two. Then he had some problems, and that was it for him. But oh, like, he's out there. Like he had bike problems, or he crashed, or? Uh, he stalled, and then uh, I guess he only was able to ride on uh, Sunday. He wasn't able to come back and race today, so he only got one. I guess he got a practice in one of his heat races, and it's all he had time to do. Hmm. Um, how was the track? Well, supposedly uh, he's on tour with the wife. Like, he literally flew in from the tour right. for one day, got to ride for a few hours, and was out of there. Hmm. Must, must be yeah. nice. Yep. Um, yeah. What? what uh, how was the track? In the past, I've seen it. It's been really, really tame. It still, still is? They got it down pretty good. Um, the, the tameness, the, the biggest problem is you got to realize that it's not just the amateur thing. You think, okay, they've got, like, amateur fast kids who don't know full-on supergrowth obstacles, but you also have 85, 65, and 50. So that's where you're really getting into trouble. Right, uh, that's true, I guess. obstacles, yeah. you know. Uh, so, yeah, obstacle-wise, I wouldn't say that the jumps are any more technical than what you have at, at any decent motocross track. Okay. But, I talked to some people about it, and they say that this is, this is something that blows my mind. Um, it is lined with tough blocks, right? Mm-hmm. And all the corners are 180. And the riders are like, like I talked to um, Thomas Cummington, the team green rider, and he's like, I've never ridden on a track that had tough blocks all the way around. He's like, it made it seem so narrow and so weird. Yeah, um, yeah I guess that so. alone. Right. Yeah, right. Uh, right. And uh, almost every corner, it was the same layout as the Hatter and Saturday, and almost mm-hmm. every corner is a 180. 
There's so, not many motocross tracks that have 180 bowl turns, no, that's let alone true. every corner being that. So I think they do get a little bit as a, a different thing than Supercross, not on-offs and super-peaked obstacles, but there's definitely a Supercross feel to it. Is it same length? Is it the same length as a, as a Supercross? Uh, there's, it's a little bit shorter just now one straightaway. Like, after the start, they don't go all the way oh, down okay. to the end, yep. like in that one section. Right. They cut off maybe 50 feet, so it's 50 feet each direction, so maybe 100 feet. Lap times were... Uh, uh, one guy, some guys are getting in like the one tens yeah. last times. And again, JT, no desire to line up again for the amateur supercars. Uh, I don't know. It, it sounds fun, but I just don't know that I want to sit there all day. You know, twelve <laughs> hours at the racetrack doesn't. You know, after I've been there all day Saturday, it's not like a great time. <laughs> well, again, I seemed to have no problem with it. He was there three straight days. <laughs> he was working. Well, sometimes I, I would have to pay multiple hundreds of dollars to be there. <laughs> right. It, it's not always a matter of want. It's sometimes a matter of have to. Uh, yeah, exactly. Good point. How did Evan right. Ferry do? How, how, please tell me he looked looked stylish and smooth. Uh, maybe we just want to. Do you still have the tear off segment where we can just tear off and yeah. do that? Yeah. Yeah, we can. We can I don't do know. That. I don't know. Actually, I have to admit, like, I don't know if it's like the age group he's in. Like, when you get into those, uh, those classes, like, just if you're like, say, a, say a nine year old mm-hmm. race, a 10 year old, and stuff, it's a big difference. But uh, I don't even. I'm not sure if he even made the top ten in his races, which I was surprised. Did you but, Did you interview Timmy at all? No. no, I was in a tower that was literally locked. Like literally, oh. it was me and, and David Iser, and then somehow Steve Cox got up there. God help us. <laughs> um, but uh, but no, I didn't. I seriously like did not speak to any human beings like one on one. It was just me and a microphone for hours, and no direct social contact at all. Anyone. Hey, I'm not going to Indy, and we just had Villapoto on. And I said, go make fun of Wygant. And he said, uh, what did he say? I said, he, did he say he didn't like Wygant? Yeah, he said he didn't really like him that much. Yeah, he didn't like Wygant that, that much. Oh, so. doesn't he like me? Yeah. Well, I think he, he – I, I really think that he meant he doesn't have the same relationship that he does with you where he can just yeah. rag on you all nonstop. Right. I think – yeah, that's no, how not at all. Right. Maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll <laughs> like um... – Put a pillow under my shirt so he can slap me around like he does with you, literally. Um, and uh, he'll feel a little more comfortable with that. Also, too, just walk in to grab coffee, just like you own the place. You know? Okay. Just, just learn, r- learn it from the best here. Right in. Yep. Hey, will you stay with us? Uh, let me, will you stay on I'm the I'm going to wear, like, oh. cargo shorts and some old shoes and a faded hockey sweatshirt. Stop it, okay? Stop it. We can't all be, you know, dressing like you, classy. All right, let's get to our next guest. It's past his bedtime. Why again? Will you stay on the line? All right, he's uh, he's an amateur motocross sensation. He's the, the 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 next biggest thing to slice bread. He's a hero to many. Adam Cien Cirillo, how do you like that build up, bro? You left out the fact that I was going to steal your wife. Yeah, good. That's an excellent point. You're right. Uh, it is going to suck, um, but I, you know, I want you to know that I will keep up on support payments, so you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> All I, right, perfect. Uh, hey, why, I don't even have to worry about it. Wygant's on the line, and so is Jason Thomas. So, um, JT, Jason, how are you guys? Hanging in there, Jason bro. Jason squared. Yeah, we're good. Um, Solid. AC, uh, it's past your bedtime. Sorry, bro. Didn't mean didn't mean to keep. Oh, you Oh yeah, it's nine thirty. Is um, nine thirty is regulation, but right. I've kind of locked myself in the corner of my bedroom and. <laughs> Hopefully no one hears me. I'm at Eldon's house right now, so really? I'm sure huh. he's listening to me. Yeah. Oh man. Um, 
Hey, how's the recovery going? Are you back on a bike? Uh, are you getting racing, uh, getting back into riding shape from uh, your shoulder surgery? Yes. Yeah, I've been on the bike for about three weeks now. I um, stay out for California to just to rehab. It was, like, better just to rehab out there. And got to go ahead and came back and rode the next day and have been riding since. Just more on the light side of things, mm-hmm. like just getting my endurance up. I still have two more weeks of riding light. Mm-hmm. So just getting my endurance up and obviously staying with Eldon, so he's kicking my butt. It's yeah. Going good. Yeah, really, huh? Um, hey, what do you think about Daytona? What's your thoughts on that? You were there hanging out all day. Um, what do you think? Well, I haven't been there actually since I was like three. What? Like I went. That was like my first Supercross I ever been to. And then what happened was I started going, you know, Lake Whitney and Oak Hill and all those places. Uh huh. And it it, fo- it fell right on that date, so I never got. I went there in the daytime, and then that was my first time ever coming at night. So, mm-hmm. other than the security guard tackling my cousin for getting too close to the starting gate, it was pretty awesome. <laughs> they don't fool like around. It. Those you could have you could have dropped Wygant's name though. I, no, I should have told him. He was by himself. I was I was I was uh, scrambling up in the stands. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, why again? How, oh, how, how, your pass got you pretty much anywhere because you were pretty much working. So I was jealous. Um, yeah, except um, there's one gate right behind the stage, and I saw Jess Fanton trying to get in, mm-hmm. and he's arguing with the guy, and they eventually they just turn him back. Like one of the most determined human beings on the planet just had to throw up his hands and walk away. And I said, ah, that's a four day Daytona win gets you right. And he just shrugged his shoulders. Yeah. And then the guy also didn't let. Then the guy didn't let me through. And I'm like, I have to get on that stage. I have to announce. And he's like, <laughs> well, you can't come through here. So, nope, my name does nothing. Oh, man. Yeah, it's just something about that race. I've been told. I complained to a bunch of people, and they all told me it was just there. So, I'll take their word for it. Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah, it is yeah. that race. That race is terrible. It's, it was my worst race to go to until uh, this weekend when I had a, a pass in, uh, in the suite, and it was awesome. Ooh, what suite were you in? Uh, 306. Yeah. I'm not talking about numbers. I'm talking like sponsors. What oh, were we? Oh, NFAB. NFAB Yamaha, bro. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. You hanging out with uh, Blos? No, no. He was racing. Um, but I was oh. I was with uh, Kyle Chisholm, though. Didn't he, cr- didn't he crash in the LTQ? I don't know didn't what happened to Blos this I week. He didn't, he didn't make it. He hanging out. He didn't make it, and he wasn't good all day. I don't know. I thought Blos would just be kind of Blos' kind of track, huh, JT? Not, not that good. I don't know, man. I like he, uh, yeah, I was. We were pitted next to him. He didn't look happy after practice, and then <laughs> in the races, he just looked. He looked like he was in the back, like bad starts and right. Not much going on. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Uh, so, okay, Adam. The the big question is, uh, um, when do you boycott me when you turn pro? How soon in, in, into your career? You saw. You guys will still see each other, no, like you know, family reunions. Me, like if that doesn't come between us i guess we i mean we're cool right but i mean if that if you're gonna let that bother you it's uh uh it's gonna be tough it is gonna be to tough say the least. yeah well we'll have to blame it on that matthews guy um how's it, how's it gonna be like you know dropping the dogs off and stuff on every other weekend and that kind of deal is that gonna be weird <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Mathis, yeah. this is all you. Is it going to be weird? It is going to be. It's going to be strange when you're winning, and I have to write good things about. It. It's going to be strange. It's going to be hard to do. Like I'm, I'm gonna, 
I'm gonna really maybe, like. Maybe you just leave me out of your this your whole report. Like I'm not even there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be like, hey, uh, uh, Darren Durham rode great. Got a second. Rode awesome. Fantastic ride by Darren Durham. <laughs> Um, yeah, exactly. Hey, so the big question is, and we all want to know, and you knew I was going to ask it, and you know what's coming. Hangtown, what's up? That's the goal. Hangtown's the goal, for sure. So That's you, what we're yeah. working towards. Okay, so if you're healthy and your speed is good, which, of course, we know it will be, you think you'll be on the line? Personally, I think I'll be ready. Okay. I, I don't see a reason why. Why I wouldn't be? I mean, mm-hmm. I have the I have the program. I have the place to ride. I have right. the best trainer, in my opinion, out there. Like, I'm mm-hmm. so confident in what I'm doing and the stuff, the work I'm putting in. Like, it's basically like if somebody drew you a path to Hangtown and said, if you do every every one of these steps right here, you will right. be on the gate. Right. It's like it's that easy. It's laid out in front of me. You do this, and you're here. You're at this heart rate. You're doing these motos. Yeah. You're at this pace. Yeah, it's a roadmap. You're you're on the gate, and yeah, it's like <laughs> unreal. Like, I mean, it's hard work, yeah, but in the end, uh-huh. it's like. Okay. So say you pull over to a rest so. area, or you know, anything bad happens, you get a flat tire or anything on that roadmap. Are you still going to ride like <laughs> the area qualifiers, Florettas, or do anything as a backup, or are you just all in? Well, I haven't really thought about it yet. I mean, I'm sure we'll do some. Mm-hmm. Do some qualifiers. Obviously, we're going to do areas because we probably won't know, and then areas right. will be up and we'll be screwed. So yeah, you yeah. got to do them. Um, so well, yeah, we'll okay. do it as a backup, but definitely that's the plan. That's that's, that's the goal. I'm by no means am I ready right now. Though. Yeah, like well, that's what RV. I'm said, not ready huh? right now, but I can tell you that I've been staying at I've been staying at Eldon's Monday through Thursday for mm-hmm. the past three weeks, and like it's like every week, like I you know kind of get. Like beat down, like in like the, the end of the week, I'm kind of you know tired, mm-hmm. beat down. I rejuvenate on the weekend. I come back I'm on on Monday. I'm like, oh, this is a lot easier than it was last week. Oh yeah. And so it's like you know it's cool to see, and I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be good, Mathis. Okay, well here's the here's the problem with the roadmap, bro. And I like what you're thinking, and I like your deal, and, and it makes sense. I, All I right, like, let's hear it. JT also had a roadmap. Chad Reed, I'm, I'm missing talent. There's, there's, <laughs> I had a roadmap, but I was driving a Ford Escort. Because <laughs> you know, I mean, JT first with Timmy, with Tortelli, with Chad. I mean, JT saw what these guys did. He saw their training schedule. He saw how he rode motos with them. JT went on bicycle rides with them. He did everything they did. And bro, bro, JT rode for Subway Honda. That's success. Okay, uh, Mathis, what you're what you're leaving out is yes. And the deal, the deal is, Alden's not giving anyone that roadmap that doesn't have the potential to win. That's the whole right. thing behind it. You can't, right. you can't just take the roadmap and apply it to anyone. You have to have. So I, I you can't, have to have ingredients first, right. and then if you do the right things, then you can win. It's so you're saying if I had the roadmap, it's not helping. No. Right. Why well, again? You're driving right now. What's your roadmap well, like? I don't even know what darn state I'm in. I could be violating laws by being on the phone right now, but I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> That's my roadmap. Uh. <laughs> um, no, our, AC, I, I'm looking forward to um, to you being on the line. I think that'll be cool. I, the, you got Jeremy Martin, you got this Cooper Webb kid, uh, and of course, you know all the regular guys are stacked and going to be ready. Um, this is going to be a crazy field. Why well, again? 
Oh. Sorry. I was just going to oh. say the good news about you. You're saying you're not ready yet, and I know you're coming off injury and all that stuff, but honestly, at this point, no one is ready for Hangtown. And if you look at right. historically all the people, all the amateur kids that have just prepared for outdoors, you know, all spring and gotten ready, they've, they've done really, really good. So if you come in 100% ready for Hangtown, you will be one of a few guys because coming out of Supercross, it's just really tough to be ready. You just haven't had enough testing right. time and yeah. practice time and all that stuff. So, um, why again? Pretend Cian Cirillo is not on the line. Okay, pretend he's not on the line. You mean on the line at Hangtown or on the line on the phone? On the line on the phone. Pretend he's not there. Oh, <laughs> that's okay. Today the, right there. Oh, okay. Yeah, today during the amateur race, somebody called Jimmy Coombs on the radio and said, "Jimmy, are you on the line?" And he said, "On the starting line, it's fifties. Of course not." <laughs> They're like, "On the radio, bro." <laughs> Okay, well, again, anyway, I, I don't know any of these amateur kooks. Okay, I don't know them. We know we've already we've gone over this a hundred times. Uh, yeah, and it's coming back to haunt you. It is coming back to haunt me, and also that Matthews guy. Both of us are being haunted by that. Yeah. Um, Haunting Matthews. Uh, thank you, Jeremy Martin, for that. Uh, anyways, um, so I pretend he's not on the line. Where does he rank in your eyes on amateurs? I mean, you've seen you've been going to the ranch for I don't know a long time now. Where, where, where's AC rank? Where's he, where do you put him going into Hangtown, assuming he's healthy and, you know, racing and up to speed and all that? Well, uh, since he's out on the line, I can say the one weird thing about the roadmap is uh, there will never be a, um, a, a big bike race uh, at Loretta's. You know, a couple couple with Monster Cup and uh, I think he raced Mammoth. I would like to ask him just to know if that for sure, but I think he did on a big bike. I can't remember now. Uh, no, I think I was wrong about that. Anyway, the point is... Um, no big bike races uh, in the amateur ranks. It's kind of strange how that worked out. So it makes it maybe a little bit harder to gauge because I feel like um, like Stuart Carmichael each got in basically like that one last year. And mm-hmm. it was like, well, that transition to big bikes can be hard. Oh, okay, they're going to be just fine. Right. Um, so you don't have that to judge by. But um, I'll tell you what, the last whatever, it's like six moto wins, two straight years, every hole shot, pretty crazy. Right. And I think here's the Here's the most important part. He's not on the line, so I'm not like saying it's just he's hearing it. Right. Um, a couple of the titles that he has won, the week started off bad. Like weirdo stuff happened, mm-hmm. and the guy managed to dig it out, uh, which says a lot because to me that's really the the line in the sand I draw. And I always tell this story. First year I went to Loretta's, I was really impressed with like how deep the riders dig because it's like one moto can change your life. Mm-hmm. And there was one rider, I feel, the only rider all week who was ever in position for a title in the last moto and just kind of like, oh, I'm in second. I can't catch him. I'm not going to win or crash. I'm just going to accept second. Was Josh Hansen, who was a few seconds behind Jeff Emig in like 250A and was just like, ah, you got a better start. What am I going to do? I couldn't catch him. And I was like, man, that's not how it's supposed to be done. Like, you're supposed to leave it all out there. Like, even if you have the slimmest chance. Right. Um, So I've seen AC do that. Uh, a couple times, like, you know, get a bad finish in the first moto and then still just give it everything he had to try to dig it out, and sometimes it worked out in his favor. So I think that's going to help, man, because things can get a little sideways in the pro side. Right. But I think I don't think even if two bad races or anything like that is going to mess him up. It's too bad he's not on the line. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not uh, saying that. Hey, uh, AC, what are we going to do about your pro number? You're 92. That's your number. And you I'm say our, – I've already picked it. You already, you're 92. Do you, not, do you not follow me on Instagram or Twitter? I do. I do. 
Do you he not? You're very forgetful. Do you not remember showing me 292 this weekend at Daytona? Oh, yeah, I forgot. Right. That's bullshit. We, you weren't too busy showing me your video. You wouldn't even listen. You were too busy showing <laughs> me your video of you riding around on a 65 at 15 years old. No, that was an 80, and I was beating Blair Morgan, and I showed it to you That was a again. 60. Hey, JT, he's going to be 292. you got to be 992, bro. 992. <laughs> You're Seriously, there's something wrong with you. What's wrong with 992 is so awesome. I might as well just run number 1,000 or or maybe like a 92X, like a green X. Dude, 992 is awesome. It's like, hey, I can't have 92. All right, suck it. I'm going as high as I can go, bitches. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to run triple zero. I don't know. If I was your agent, manager, Mitch, you would be 992. Um, No, I'm going to run 92 slash. Jason, is that legal? Run it. Why can't Why can't nose people nine, in MX Sports? What about nine one nine one two and then make the one sideways? So it'll just look like nine slash two or something like that. What about nine zero two one zero? Oh wow, good stuff. Um, I don't like it. I don't like two ninety two. Try to change it, please. Thanks. Oh dear. Hey, what would be better, Mathis? What do you suggest? Nine nine two. Nine nine two. Are you? Dude, nothing says. Nothing says check out the size of my balls like 992. Do you know what I mean? Because you're wow. like, you're showing up. I might, as well, I might as well just throw on some, um, I forget what gear, some um, Sim- Samson or whatever it's what? called, Simpson. Simpson? Fire retardant gear and then run 992. <laughs> hey, if you. Hey, hey, you know what? Didn't Mike Kudrowski go from 972 to number one and that's the largest no. jump in numbers in a single year? 762 to one. Oh, all right. Well, you told me 972 this weekend, Matthew. No, Larry Ward is the highest number to ever win a national. 971. Big Bird? Big Bird. You should do like Price is Right and go 972. Right. Right, just one higher. Yep. Hey. If, if Adam goes 992, he could break that largest number jump in one year. That's what record. I'm saying, Wygant. That's my whole point. Oh, that's your whole point. You just said nothing says bigger balls. Like that's well, the only point and, you made. Off. And the other point was that yeah, you got you'd have the highest jump ever. Oh, sorry. Um, hey, so Adam, why, why are we trying to like go like right into the record books? Why are we sitting there? Because why we we're all we're all kind of uh, bottom dwellers here. We we look for obscure <laughs> records to break. <laughs> why can't we just Why can't we just keep it a normal it's, number in the twos? It's pretty average. It's like me telling Shorty that he was the only one out of four to bring finish in the top ten every race before his streak was broken. He goes, "You're the only guy who cares about that, Mathis." And I'm like, "You know what? You're right. You're actually absolutely right." Uh, hey, so but if you sell, if you get if you do well enough to place in the top ten overall, will ninety two be your pro, Would ninety two be your number? Is that how much you love yes. it? Yeah, yeah, you're. You're just like Roxanne. You're going to bide your time and wait for that number. And yeah, what, I wanna, what is yeah. the significance behind 92? What's the story? Yeah. Why 92? Well, my dad used to race um, like open wheel cars, and he was number 92. And pretty much, I don't know if I slapped a number on there myself at two and a half years old right. or he did. It just kind of stuck with me, and I kind of like it because, you know, everyone kind of knows me as 92. Like, when people see number 92, mm-hmm. 
they think of me. Like, when, even when I post Instagram pictures, like now, it's 292. I mean, there are literally people on there that will say, who's that? Mm, yeah. And so Building I think brand. it's just more like a, you know, kind of a right. brand awareness thing. Like, well, but yeah. I'm the brand. Get it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Got it. Um, hey, so if you don't go to Hangtown... Will you be racing Supercross in 2014? Is that for sure? Or would you skip and go to Nationals in 2014 Uh, like other dudes do? Well, no, I don't see that happening. I see – I mean, obviously I'm not ruling it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, At this this point, I would say it's either Hangtown or the last last few. Oh, okay. All right. So I'm going to bring up the point about how you have to do Ricky Carmichael's road to Supercross if you wait. Right. Yeah. Well, do I have to do that? I don't. I don't. I don't know. No, it's I think not fact, true. I think wait, I can, wait, hold on. Why is yelling something? It's not true. It doesn't start <clears throat> until 2015. Oh, 2015. It doesn't start. Oh. Yeah, you you would if you want to start in Supercross in 2015, you have to race Arena Cross in 2014. But if you want to do Supercross in 2014, you don't have to do Arena Cross in 2013. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So he doesn't have to do it. It'd be someone like a year or two younger that would have to do that. Right. Okay. Like Evan Ferry's going to have to do that. Yes. The difference, Mathis, Mathis, the difference between you and Wygant on journalism is like the difference between me and Ryan, like riding right now. You need to step your program up. And I would be RV or would I be like you? No, you'd be me. Oh, 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 okay. No, why? Actually, you'd probably be injured me. You'd be me on the couch. Both Wagan and JT probably write better than me. Probably actually three-quarters of the moto journalism guys write better than me. So How do you maybe, pull uh, off? Maybe it was... Just, you pull off the nonchalant, I don't even try, but I'm still good thing? Um, no, I try very hard, and I'm still no good. <laughs> but you don't make it evident. Here's the thing. Here's the thing that I did, AC, and it's brilliant. It's a brilliant roadmap. You want to talk about your stupid roadmap? I got one, too. My, my roadmap was buying all this podcast equipment, and no one else is figuring it out. It's brilliant. I'm about to come. In, I'm about to come in hot and blow you right out of the water. Yeah, on your own, I've been hearing that. For, I've been holding that for six months, JT. <laughs> uh, Rome wasn't built in a day, Steve. <laughs> why can't? Did, what happened when Wygant when you tried to do podcasts when I went to Transworld? Um, oh they yeah, Ping and I tried to do podcasts together. Um, it. It was like putting a, a, a vinyl record on a, on a, in a CD player. Right, right. So you see, yeah. you see AC. Scratches and pops, and the audio did not work. I have a roadmap to greatness, and it involves pod, just laying out money to buy podcast equipment. <sighs> wow. <laughs> hey. Uh, if it makes uh, AC feel any better, JT was all over Mathis' case for not checking his facts and understanding the things that he was talking about and writing about. Uh, just today, as a matter of fact. So you are correct, Adam Cincerulo. Yes. Great. I just, you know, JT, I really like you. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate well, that. Remember that when you're when you're balling and just, you know, chicks are following you around and you're high-fiving people and I come over there and I'm like, hey, I need an interview. Remember that. Oh, you're, I definitely, too. Mathis can take, uh, take a number. I'll yeah, JT tell him to first. suck it. Yeah. Well, um, yep. I fully predict that day to come. I, 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 already, I already can see this. Why would he give an interview to his, his chick's ex? Excellent point. Excellent point. Yeah, I, but this is, this is the thing Mathis does. is He will not 
he will turn the other way when I I can see him. Like I don't know if he has bad eyesight or you know what the deal is, but I can see him. Like let's say we're walking supercross pits. Like I see him through the people. Okay. And then I see him. I see him barely make eye contact with me. I see you barely make eye contact with me. And then you, then you like kind of look away, like I, you never saw me, and kept we, keep walking. Come on, bro. And then the next, you're still and amateur. The next day, and then the next day or whatever the next race, and be like, oh man, you blew me off. Blah blah blah. Like it's just, it's unreal. I, no, you know, I, I don't have to take this kind of abuse. I, I'm very busy at the races. I don't have time for little kids. Okay, I, I'm, I'm dealing. Wow. With, I'm dealing with grown men here. Um, I said that to AC on Saturday night. I said, "Hey, beat it, kid. Uh, this is the grown men area." And he said, uh, "We'll we'll see we'll see in a few months what you say then." And I'm like, "You know what? That's an excellent point." I apologized to him on the spot. So I didn't hear you apologize. I think that was. For uh, you, the show to make you, you sound like a good person. You and your buddy were bugging me about two strapping a backpack, so you were too busy. That was my cousin, the one who got tackled. Oh, okay, all right. The ass kissing will commence <clears throat> on May twentieth. Yeah, get ready for it, bro. It's May eighteenth. <laughs> yeah, Mathis, Mathis will be late. I'll be late. Usual. I'll do it on Tuesday after <laughs> Hangtown. Mathis, he's just he's just a little click off everywhere. Um, I wasn't an eighty-eight, bro, when I beat Blair Morgan. All right, we got to run. <laughs> Thanks, AC. Where are you going? Uh, we got running or JT running. No Man, one ain't running anywhere. I'm walking briskly. <laughs> we got to walk briskly. Um, All right. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for coming on, and uh, I'll see you uh, the week before Houston. I'm coming down there. Can't wait. Cool. No problem. Thanks thank for you. Uh, thanks, JT. I appreciate you having me on. Tits. Thank you for having me on. Yeah. Jason, it was great to talk to you. Ridiculous. Wow. That's good. <laughs> Only two hey, riders Pookie, in history. What's that, AC? Tell Pookie I said hi. Tell Pookie you said hi. I'll do that. <laughs> just text her, bro. Yeah, just text her. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Snapchat her. <laughs> oh, God. Give me a break. All right, AC. Thanks, bud. See ya. All right. See you guys. Thanks. Right. Later. Adam Cincerillo. Yeah. Why, why can't? Um, yeah, he's good. He's going to be good. I hope he blackballs hey. you. There's no chance, bro. He's not going to blackball me. I don't know. No. There's no way. Nobody's blackballed me besides you're in a you're in a nasty love triangle. That could get awkward for sure. Well, he knows get... the name of the call guy, the call screener, and your wife. He knows them by name. He doesn't just know you have a wife at a call screener. Amazing. He knows them yeah. by name. Amazing. Tits is so pumped because he got thanked. Yep. He's so happy right yep. now. All right, it's the little things. It is the little things. Hey, Wygant, have a safe drive home there, bud. Uh, thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, it, uh, it, it was good. Hey, um, can I tell you one Barry Carson story? Can I do that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so um, I had to host this thing with uh, Wyndham and the fans on uh, Saturday at 5.30. Fans coming in, they're all pumped to see K-Dub, and one of the fans that walked in is Barry Carson. <laughs> so I was like, screw, I was like, screw K-Dub, and then I just like kind of blew the thing off, and I was just talking to Barry, who I've talked to, as you know, only one time ever in my life. Right, and That was right. me. Yeah. We, we shot on video. So, um... He told me his technique. He said he's really mad watching the races on TV when the announcers like Carmichael and Emig say, these lap riders better move over because <clears throat> lap riders are not supposed to move over. They're supposed to hold their position. And you know what? If you weren't a cool guy off the track, maybe I made it a little bit more difficult for you to lap me, all right? Really? Bear dog. Bear dog. That's what he said. 
Wow. Hey, we, he would he would get he would take social justice into his hands via laughing. Uh, Nash Nash is called twice. He will not let go until he talks to you again. So you got to stay on the line here, Nash. Well, yeah, Jersey Power, hey. brother. Well, yeah. Speaking of talking to Bear Dog, now we got Nash on the line. Jersey Power. It's- and and the circle will be complete because the reason I had to get on the, the Pulp Show was to let you know I have a very unique piece of Bear Dog memorabilia with your name on it. And I will not tell you what it is. Either I'll mail it wow. to Steve for the Las Vegas show or I will present it to you at Bud's Creek or one of the nationals that I go to. Wow. Phenomenal hey, this piece. stuff only happens on the Pulp Show. Do you know I have a Mickey Kessler um, uh, uh, sleeveless T-shirt courtesy of Has Been? I know. Yes, I heard that. Yeah. <laughs> Did you yeah, they, that? That's the power of the Pulp Show. Yeah. Um, a major thing other than torturing the rest of the viewers with boring Jersey talk, Weege, J-Law, where, predictions, Steve, predictions, JT, predictions, go. Uh, 16 DNF. Uh, on the couch in Jersey, chilling. Weege? Um, w T. H-C, not DNF, W-T-H-C. Who the hell cares? <laughs> I love it. I thought you were making a THC, like, taking a bong rip. Weege, <laughs> oh, we, we, be safe driving home. Just be ready for the Barry Carston. It's going to blow your mind when you see it. Thanks, Nash. Um, very, very, very happy. Thanks, Nash. You're a true gentleman. All right, cheers, guys. Have fun. All right, Bye. see you. Um, okay, Wagant, we're going to really try to let you go. Oh, one more, one question, Wagant. You're an announcer. Um, yeah. At least you'd play one on TV. We had a call about RC uh, calling out Brock Tickle on Daytona. Um, what'd you think? Did you hear about it? Yeah, I heard what he said. And man, we were actually shooting his video show last night, mm-hmm. and we're, we're I wanted to ask him that so bad, but we had live mics, and I'm like, eh, probably not time to get into this. And then I never ended up never ended up seeing him again. But um, what'd you think? No, I watched Tickle. I, I watched Tickle down the stretch, and Millsaps was doing everything he could to catch him for the last five laps to that one point, and he couldn't get him. So I didn't think he was going that bad. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, right. There you go. All right. Perfect. All right. Thanks, Wag. Thanks, Wag. Hey, guys. All right. See you. Yep. Later. Um, all right. That, uh, that was the Jason Wygant talking about that. Levi, Levi, what's up? You got a uh, Weston Pike uh, story? Yeah, man. I was just going to call you out on the bullshit comment. Um, yep. Or that you said was bullshit. Um, that's good for TV, man, him kicking the bike like that. I mean, that shows a little passion. I mean, NASCAR's huge when a guy throws a helmet. Hey, if I'm the mechanic, I'm saying yeah, but Steve, W2F, Steve, bro. But this is what the, the fans need to see, that there's a guy that doesn't, that he has a little guy mechanic. You are the big guy mechanic. You know, it's just him and the guy on the road. You know, they need to see the difference. In the, instead of Chad Reed having 14 mechanics, and Weston Pike having won and paying his entry fee or whatever. It's good for the sport, don't you think? Uh, yeah, just don't kick your bike over. No problem showing the emotion. No problem. I don't, even know that, I don't even know that he meant to kick it over. He was just kicking something, and the bike <laughs> happened to be there. Kick his toolbox. Kick the table. Kick a cat. <laughs> you know? Look, is, JT, I, is JT on? Is he gone? Here. He's there. JT, come on, help me here. Oh, I think, I think Mathis is an idiot. Uh, yeah, I mean, every racer, like... Whether you're in the D class or you you get second in the pro class at a local race, whatever, you kicked your bike. You like JT said, you go try it into the truck, the van. Listen, I've, stand. I've I've uh, 
I've saw Chad Reed uh, come in and throw shit. Tim Ferry throw shit. Um, I've seen uh, Nick Way freak out and start punching a cabinet. All inside the truck, though. Everything inside the truck. He doesn't have a truck. <clears throat> okay, but go away then. Go in the Daytona. Go and turn four in the bushes in the fort. If I'm you really the, think he knew the camera was on him back at the truck? No, of course back not. Back at the pits? But he knew a lot of, there's a lot of eyes on him. Probably you know? not. There's nobody back there. If, if I'm the mechanic, I'm saying, hey, Weston, I'd love to get you ready for the main, but it looks like you're not going to make it because I've got to change a bunch of shit now. Sorry. He couldn't have damaged that much stuff from that. Oh, and now, oh, you don't even know what pipe is on your bike. It doesn't matter. You don't even know it what pipe matter. is on your No. <laughs> no. no, good comeback, bro. A dude good kicking comeback. his swing arm is not gonna do that. He kicked his tire. Okay, <laughs> even worse. It's gonna it's gonna bend a clutch lever. Maybe break a throttle housing. Oh, maybe bend the bars. M G. Uh, guys, guys, listen. Steve, there's no way he knew he was on speed. Of course he Why? did. Dude. Of course he didn't. No, he didn't know that. If it's if it's so cool to do, everybody, why would he issue an apology today? If it's so cool, uh, hey. Nobody thought it said it was like so cool. If there's nothing Sorry. wrong with it, if there's nothing wrong with it, why would he apologize? For assholes like you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> all right. Uh, hey, just real quick. Hey, Steve, real quick. Yeah, real quick. Yes, um, JT. Yeah. JT, have you ever raced Muddy Creek? Uh, I have many, 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 many times. Well, good. What do you think, real quick, uh, I don't think Steve's ever been there since he's not a Oh, really? Guy. Oh, really, Levi? I wasn't there when Kelly Smith took dominating wins in the East Coast four-stroke nationals in 2001. And I think Josh Summers in the fall. Him, actually, when I was there. Uh, but anyway. I was there, and I tuned him to victory on that day. He It was please, part, please. Of, the, it was part of the record. Sorry, we're not, not going to argue. Real quick, um, do you think Davey has – I know Sam Gammon's going to do a great job getting that place cleaned up, but I think – Davey, Sam, everybody's underestimating how many people are actually going to come to that race because it's the South only national. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm sure they're taking precautions for it, but to be real honest with you, I don't think that too many people coming is high on their priority list of problems. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that. Like, they're going to sell as many tickets as they can print, but it's going to be an issue when, you know, Steve doesn't can't walk through the pits and go get a hot dog at such and such pit. He's going to be upset. And I just want to call it now on this show that when he's upset that he can't move around because there's so many people. Bro, I, I got I got an access pass that gets me in the pits and gets me in the media tent, and, I, and I'm fine. Don't worry about me. I understand that. But hey, you know so what? Many people around. If people, just, if people are blocking me, I'll just kick I'm them. Now. I'll just kick them. I'm so frustrated, I'll start kicking everything, and it'll be cool. Everyone will understand. I think I honestly, I'm going to claim it now, like you're saying. I think it will be the most well attended national in history. Do you really? Yeah. Yep. Thank you. I do. Thank you, JT. Thank um, you. I do. Where good are they, night, guys. Hey, good show. All right, Levi. See you. Uh, where are they going to park everybody? Up just up on top of the hill, huh, JT? Like up flat on top of the. Yeah, and they'll they'll probably set something up, maybe like they do at Colorado, like park and ride type stuff. You know, there there's ways they can no, get around meant, that stuff. No, I meant more the pits, like the the teams. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sure they had to flatten a lot of stuff. I would think they probably like I've leveled been, hills yeah. and stuff like that. You know? I've been there for like, a long much time, much like Mount Morris. What they did there. I've been there for a long time, but I do remember not being any any uh, equal ground. Um, They're just gonna have to terrace it. You know what I mean? Right. They're gonna right. have to make terraces and all that kind of stuff. Uh, good dirt there too, man. Dirt's gonna be yeah. Epic. The, that track, if, if if the weather cooperates and. Obviously, they're going to put more work into that race than they've ever put into any race before. It should be amazing. Uh, um, let's get to one more call before commercial break. Jeff, what's up, man? 
Hey, uh, how's it going? Good, how are you? Good, good. Um, I wanted to bring up something that I have not heard yet, and it was reported in the broadcast about Weston Pike, which I could sense his frustration from. It wasn't more or less the uh, losing the transponder timing at the, the gate while he kicked his bike. I think it was more or less the fact that his clutch burned up and he had no clutch for the last, whatever, lap or something like that, and he was so pissed after that he kicked his bike. So that that's my take on it, and I think that, that he had a much, you know, more frustration towards the fact that his bike failed uh-huh. in a way rather than, oh, <clears throat> shit, I just missed look, that look, spot and kicked the bike because of malfunction at the end of it. The clutch was smoking. Everybody saw that. He'll learn from it. It's no big deal. You know, he'll Well, learn I know, from but it, that's yeah. why I think he kicked his bike. I don't think he kicked his bike because he was just pissed off and bad sportsmanship. I think he kicked it because his clutch burned up or had a rock I, stuck in I'm going to disagree. Head. I'm going to disagree. I think he. I think he was pissed. He didn't qualify. If your bike failed and you didn't qualify and you missed it by a split second, you wouldn't be pissed at your bike. Uh, I would be pissed, but the the bike issue is just icing on the cake. Coming all, spending all that money to get there, flying all the way across the country, racing, practicing, all the work you put in during the week. Yeah. If you don't qualify, it's like it's like death. Like that's how it feels. Like it's brutal. No, I, that's why he was. I, mad I, fully, at it. I fully agree with you, hundred percent. I just think that that the simple fact that his as hard as he was pushing it when his clutch failed is more what pissed him off than the fact that he missed it by, I don't know, a couple hundred thousandths of a second. Wow. Like, he was wow. pushing it really hard, and his clutch gave out mm-hmm. on him. So when he put the bike back on the stand, he was just looking at it going, uh, okay. clutch failed, and kicked it. All right. Well, whatever. Maybe. I, I, I don't know. But you have a you know, I've, I've, plausible I've, my, just I've, come back and kicking the shit out of it. Right. So. I right. slammed my helmet into the ground so hard I broke it in half, and my helmet didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. All right. Thank you for listening. Uh, all right, we're going to take our second commercial break of the night. Um, got a guy from Belgium in here. What's up, Davey? How are you? I'm good. Um, we got Belgium in here. We got we got Fat Drew, who's not fat at all. Uh, Tits Legendary is yep. in the house. We got Ben LeMay coming up next. Uh, Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, x Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars. Sponsor of Nicoletti, Blos, and Canari. Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brat Bar, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto. They're all on board with us. 30% off Black Ops Moto this week. Uh, one week only, JT. So if you were racing and if you cared, 30% off Black Ops Moto. Ignition coils. Sweet. Sounds, sounds like an amazing I don't know how you could turn that down. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. We're going to commercial break. We'll be right back. And the JT, will get, we'll get you back on for your music. Right. See, ya. See ya. All right, everybody. Check you out. This is Ryan Villapoto, ride from Monster Energy Kawasaki. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Beep. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX. When placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. If there's one item to be picky about, it's choosing the right helmet. I'm Andrew Short, and I choose the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. You too can wear the exact same helmet I wear, Trey Kennard wears, Jimmy Albertson wears, and many others. The F2 Carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety. 
Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable sweat absorbing liner and generous eye port design to accommodate any goggle choice are just a few. And did I mention how super trick these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about Fly Helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. Get the personalized suspension set up with top-of-the-line components you have always wanted. Racetech is the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S Custom Series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself Gold Valve kits, or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. The choice of Rock River Yamaha, Rockwell Fire Police MX, RF Motorsports KTM, and the Motorsport JBR Spine Chillers Racing Arena Cross Team. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerve steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. MFAB has you covered. MFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, MFAB nerve steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. MFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All all NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Filippoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas Brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need, like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand goggles. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free gun underwear. 
Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Michael Lisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, Kirk Caselli, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style. Construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at W www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulbamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showy delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Shoei Hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process, and one of our two factories located in premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local Shoei dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Essie demand Shoei's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Shoei, 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 Get ready, America, because WUSA is your number one source for quality wheel sets in America. WUSA offers all the top brands that you and the world's best racers know and trust, like Reed, Dungey, Millsaps, Tickle, Sealy, Short, and more. All rely on Trust WUSA, because all our wheels are built right in our shop in Orange, California. And if you want it custom-made for your bike, like the world's best freestyle riders, Renner, Deacon, Adams, Madison, Mason, Sherwood, and others, you can choose different spoke and nipple colors for a completely custom look that'll dazzle you. Offer 
riding, WUSA can build you wheels for the absolute toughest of conditions. And W also offers DID and Excel rims, along with OEM replacement spoke and nipple kits for your stock hubs. Need brakes? W offers the industry's best oversized and standard brake kits from Galfer and Brembo. Just see your local dealer or visit us at WUSA.com. Hey, you can also download the most current W catalog from the iTunes app store. WUSA, D-U-B-Y-A, USA. It doesn't get any better than us. Is this thing on? Word. <laughs> so what uh, we get drunk, so what uh, we smoke weed, we're just having fun, we don't care who sees, oh, so what uh, we go out, that's how it's supposed to be, living young and wild and free. Sagging my pants, not caring what I show. Keep it real with my niggas, keep it playing for these hoes. It look clean, don't it? Washed it the other day, watch how you lean on it. Eat me some 501 jeans on and roll joints bigger than King Kong's fingers and smoke them hoes down to they stingers. You a class clown, and if I skip for the damn with your bitch smoking gray, you know what? It's like I'm 17 again, peach fuzz on my face. Looking on the case, trying to find a hella taste. Oh my god, I'm on the chase. Chevy is getting kind of heavy, irrelevant selling it, dipping away. Time keeps slipping away, zipping the safe, flipping for pay, tipping like I'm dripping in paint. Up front, folk lunch like a leaf, I put the wheat so in the chain. So we get drunk, so what we smoke weed, we're just having fun, we don't care who sees. So what we go out, that's how it's supposed to be, living young and wild and free. Uh, JT, up? Really? Yeah, that song's sick. It's you're sick for selecting that song. That song is really good. Okay, well you're wrong, and that's fine. But you're wrong. Okay, let's play some thirty-year-old Van Halen, uh, bro. Twenty-five. Only it's twenty five. Uh, welcome back to Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, N Fab, Jeep and Truck Bars, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brop Bar, A Ten Solutions, W Wheels. Thanks to W for coming on board on Black Ops Moto. Uh, tits. Um, yes, sir. First caller that calls right now that wants two tickets to Indianapolis Supercross gets them. You got to okay. be. Going to Indianapolis this weekend, right now. Two tickets, courtesy of NFAB. NFAB, Jeep and Truck Bars. And uh, Chris Blose, Phil Nicoletti, Bobby Canari. They need to be going, right? Yeah. No. Okay. Un- unlike well, unlike you, Mathis, you'd be surprised. they have to actually be going. Be like, uh, I, don't I don't know if I'm going. Maybe I will. Yeah. Well, first guy, first call. And lines are already lit up, so don't even try to, uh, to call in. Sinjin. Hey, well. Uh, can wait, wait a minute. I'm a, well, you're you're close to being banned from the show again, but. Keep, Why? Um, you know, just the connections problems we had last week. We had a lot of callers that didn't like you. Um, just, just you know. So you just let callers control your show? I didn't like when you were saying about how the show sucks and we had all those connection problems. I mean, we did have connection problems, but. Oh, one who judges everyone else on their poor performances. Okay, well. Uh, all right, just tra- tra- try the line. And, okay, try off, the line. off that subject. And, um. What made me think of this question was that song about smoking weed. Uh, I heard about Austin Stroop coming back. Do you think he's going to come back? I heard that, too. He says he just needs a bike. 
So you think a team will give him a ride, don't you? I, I mean, I don't. has he completely burnt like J Law or like, uh, like I don't I don't know. If, all yeah, I, I don't think a team gets him a bike, JT. Uh, I would I would think somebody would. Yeah. I mean, there just the chance of him doing good for a lot of teams is enticing. Yeah, I'm not yeah. saying a top top level right, team right. is but, going to. But, but, but team. Do you think there's yeah. a chance of Do you think there's a chance of having J Law and him on the same team? Like that would be no. great. No. Oh, I be, think that'd be well. Cool. There's a chance, but I don't think that'll happen. All right, thanks, Andrew. All right, yeah, bye. All right, we're coming up with uh, Rock River Yamaha's uh, race tech suspension, X brand goggles, and free gun underwear. Ben LeMay covers all of our show sponsors. He's going to come up right away. Um, in the studio, hanging out, um, a guy that uh, lives here in Vegas and uh, was around for a little bit uh, in the industry. Uh, Drew, what's up, man? Hey, what's going on? Thanks for having me, Fat Drew, in the mix right here. You. you uh, you're not fat though. <laughs> uh, they call you Fat Drew, but I'm fatter. Well, Wes Kane gave me Wes Kane gave me that name back in the day because his son' the name is Drew. So oh, okay. When we were in the box van, we'd he'd be like, "Hey, Drew," and we'd both answer. Right. So he just named me Fat Drew. Uh, you're a fireman here in yep. Vegas. Um, fireman for the city. And you and JT have run in the same circles, but yep. he doesn't know you. Yeah, I hang out with a lot of his friends. So we we've, okay. we've hung out a little bit, but he probably doesn't remember. He's kind of back in the day. JT, does, right. the, does the voice sound familiar? Do you anything? I'm sure if I saw him, I right. would know exactly who it is, but. He is, uh, I, I, he is Florida fat, guy. Fat Drew is not ringing a bell. Uh, <laughs> you are a Florida guy. Yep, Florida born, guy. Born and raised. Yep. Uh, uh, and then what did you do? You drove Yogi's bus? Yep. First, I, I started out at Pro Circuit, and then I uh, – What did you do at Pro Circuit? Um, I was just kind of like a sales rep there okay. in the office, kind of yep. a little bit of rider support stuff, and uh, basically just helped out on the phone, stuff like that, and mm-hmm. got yelled at by Mitch on a daily basis. And <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> and then uh, – Eddie Ray hooked me up with a job with Ezra, so then I started driving his bus around. Okay. And uh, what, uh, what year? Oh three, oh four. Yep, I think it was oh three, oh four, and when just just right when he retired. When did he retire? I think oh, it was oh four. He heard it. He oh four, yeah. Oh, wrist four. in yeah. the first round, and then broke his leg. I think he it was, was fast like, on Mach One Yamaha. Oh yeah, he looked he, real good until yep. he crashed. Yep, Re- repeatedly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, that's cool. Um, so yeah, you were around the scene then. You know, Davey Millsap's pretty good. Yep, I used to go to uh, when I lived in Tallahassee. Jessica, I used to ride with uh, Jessica Patterson and uh, shoot over to Davey's house, and uh, mm-hmm. it was a good gig. I don't know why they let me ride there. I was the slowest guy in uh, Tallahassee, and uh, <laughs> I think they liked me there because every one lap I did was uh, like an imitation of a lapper, lap rider for him. Yeah, yeah. So, so they could, they it could was like perfect. He kind of got a lot of practice on that. So tits, we get a winner. Yes, we did. You want his name? No, they're just asking. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes you're worried about that. What's stuff. his name? Morgan Hinton. Morgan Hinton. Congratulations. Uh, congratulations. Two tickets to Indianapolis Supercross, courtesy of NFAB. NFAB Racing, uh, Nicoletti, Blos, Canari, Jessica Patterson. Uh, great team, great company. And uh, if you need something from NFAB for your truck, you uh, give us a call, email us, and uh, we'll hook you up with the uh, guys at NFAB. If you have a ridge line, you're out of luck, though, unfortunately. Uh, Drew, you listen to the show. You're, you're you're a fan of the show. Huge fan of the show. I've been list- long time listener. Yeah. Yep. You miss you. Do you have, do you have any uh, mafia ties with a name like Fat Drew, like <laughs> Frankie Fourfingers or Fat Drew, <laughs> Joey Pants? Right, right, right. No, right. I wish. I've been known to run in some mafia circles, so <laughs> yeah. we know the same. Are people. you part of the West Kane Mafia? Oh my no, god. No, I'm more the, the NYC, you know, gar- oh, yeah. garbage crew. The real mafia. Oh, what do you do? Oh, I'm in. Uh, I'm in sanitation. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the, well, my, my family's in sanitation. <laughs> I uh, I was with Eichel on the east side of the west of Ohio. In Columbus, I was in that mafia crew. James, All right, James Eichel. Good talk. Nobody. Yeah. Not yeah, yeah. He's yeah. actually incarcerated. 
Oh, man. Um, Michigan Mafia is running a track up there in Tallahassee, too, huh? You're, um, you're West Kane's buddy. <laughs> yep. West. I've known West Kane for a little while. I used to uh, help him. I, I was kind of a mechanic, but I don't know if I was more of a professional pressure washer. I uh, so was call I. It. <laughs> so I helped him out driving a box van around and do a little concrete with him, pour yep. him slinging some mud. Oh, yeah? All right. And then now he's on TV with Vanilla Eyes. Yep. Doing the VIP show, breaking stuff. Acting yeah. a fool. I think it, yeah, it looks like it works out all right, all right for him. Uh, all right, let's get to our next guest. He, uh, he made the main event in Daytona, uh, treacherous Daytona, with a great heat race ride. He's a Rock River Yamaha's Ben LeMay. Ben, what's up, man? Hey, uh, not too much. Just uh, getting ready for bed. Yeah, uh, sorry we kept you a little bit later than what we – called you a little bit later than we thought we would, but uh, thank you for coming on. And, uh, by the way, did you know that your spot on the show is brought to you by Race Tech Suspension? Since 1984, Racetech has been building suspension for the fastest riders in the world. It's now the privateer's choice for suspension. And uh, they offer your val- gold valve kits. You can, send them, you can send the suspension in. They can do it for you. 100% guaranteed made in the USA, Racetech.com. LeMay, you love your Racetech suspension, don't you? Yeah, that's why I run it. It's the best there is. That's nice. Nice. Um, and, and also your X-Brand goggles. You love those. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, you you hook it up. They got the best best arrows there. That's, that's why I did good at Daytona. That's how I was going. You hear that, JT? You hear that? This guy's a, this guy's a walking billboard right now. <laughs> we got well, we got one more. Uh, free gun underwear, also a sponsor of our yeah. show, and you're a free gun athlete, dude. Yeah, I got, best I got, panties I got out there. there. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, uh, Ben, thanks for coming on. JT's on the line. Uh, we got a guy named Fat Drew in studio, but he's not fat. But he's on. He's in. He's on. What's the going studio. on, Ben? Um. All right, what's going on? Hey, how was Daytona for you, man? It it by the end of the race, there wasn't really any racing going on. The track was gnarly. Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, it was my first main event there. I've I've ridden Daytona twice. Um, obviously, I never made the main the other two years, but um, the track was pretty gnarly. Um, you know, pretty to sum it up like riding Southwick on Supercross suspension. Um, pretty sandy. You know, got real rutted out and. Uh, in the beginning of the the main, I was riding pretty good. The, about the first ten laps, mm-hmm. uh, me and Hill and I think Alessi were, were battling um, for like fifteenth. And then um, I made a couple big mistakes on one lap, and then I just uh, they gapped me. And then I was I already had on pump by then, and I thought <laughs> you know there's no way I ain't gonna catch him because I was running the same speed. So I just kind of rode my own race and just rode uh, by myself for the last twenty minutes of it. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, it was almost a thirty-minute moto. Um, yeah, it was like, forever. <laughs> it's pretty rough, rough as rough as you can imagine. Or did you prepare for it, or was it worse than what you thought it would be? Um, no, actually, I was expecting it. You know, it uh, it was it was definitely rough. I mean, some of the ruts were kind of gnarly, just like how long they were. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, no, I was expecting. It. I knew it was going to be gnarly, right. and um, I mean, I, I'm good at that stuff and, and outdoors and stuff. So I was I was ready. Uh, 702-586-7857. you got a question for uh, Ben LeMay of the Rock River Yamaha team. Um, hey, Ben, let me ask you this. Um, it's no secret JGR needs another rider, um, and you are on the Rock River Yamaha team, but as I understand it, you're free to go. It's a Yamaha thing. If, if Keith McCarty, Mike Guerra, Coy Gibbs wanted you to go over, uh, you could and would. Has there been any talk at all? Has there been anything about that? I think Coy is going to fill that spot. Um. You know, actually, uh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's it's open. I can take it if I, um, you know if it's there. But um, there was some talk, I guess, 
um, after Kyle got hurt. But the last I've heard is that they're just going to stay put. Okay. Um, but uh, I guess it could change. I don't know. Right. Um, hey, I wanted something I was going to ask RV, and I forgot. And let me ask you. And JT, maybe you can chime in. JT, did you walk the whole track? Did I walk? Yeah, track walk. Yeah, it's part of the VIP program. Not sure if you're aware of this. No, but I don't always make the whole track walk. You know what I mean? Oh, you don't even make it out of the first turn. <clears throat> no, this week I made the left-hand side. I went all the way through the left side. Um, I'm just busy talking. It's track talk time for me. So let me ask you this, Ben. Um, not that it was going to be you um, doing it, but I was thinking maybe Crazy Balls Stewart or RV or Barsha. Was there any chance to jump that wall again? Or no way? No. no. Okay. For, for one, I think, uh, well, first of all, you had not near enough speed. That's the first thing. Because mm-hmm. when James did it, you were coming at it Mach 1, and he just, like, jumped into the face and then pretty much pogo stick himself over it. Right. So you couldn't do that. And I think that they made it a little bit bigger, um, maybe just like a foot taller and maybe the lip not quite as steep. So I knew it from track walk it wasn't going to happen. Okay. All right. Yeah, see, I didn't get over there. JT, same thing. You knew it wasn't going to happen. Yeah, I, I was. <clears throat> I was a little unsure because I, if that, if the wall, actual wall part, had got knocked down, I just wasn't sure how hard that dirt right. was. I knew the way they had built it. If it stayed like that, there was no chance, and it did end up hardening up and staying like that. Mm-hmm. It was way too tall. You know, they built it though. They were thinking he might do it because you know how the press it got and how the how it blew everybody's minds. Um, you know, a couple years ago, right? Yeah, and I just think yeah. it was a matter of that dirt, whether it broke mm-hmm. down or stayed, you know, hardened right. up. All right. Yeah, so. exactly. Um, hey, Ben, how's the season been going? Uh, obviously, uh, you wear X-Brand goggles. Uh, I build them for you. We, we, talk to each, we talk each weekend. And like I said in our, in our post-race thing, uh, your starts, to me, have been the weakness point. But you've made three mains, I think, um, so far this year. And you're, and you're really close almost every weekend. So how's it been? Yeah, it's um, definitely up and down. Um, you know, obviously, I'm one of those bubble bubble guys, and I don't want to be one of them. But uh, you know, it's been it's been pretty good. Definitely learning every race, and um, my starts, like you said, have, are a little on the sucky side, I guess you could say. But um, I've been working on it pretty hard. You know, burning out the clutches through, throughout the week. You know, trying to get them dialed in and, and get every kind of uh, preparation I can. Mm-hmm. And, me and my mechanic, Scott Lewis, um, you know, we worked on starts a lot. And, and I, I've, I've gotten actually really good starts the last two or three races. And um, I had the one, and I was fourth, and I got taken out in the first turn with Chisholm. And when Willow and Stewie pushed us uh, wide, I think that was St. Louis, I think uh-huh. it was. Yeah. But um, I've been getting some better starts and uh, building confidence up, you know, with making three mains now. Um, that's a huge thing in, in uh, Supercross is just – mental you know so um and i'm looking forward to the next seven races i think it is so um i'm uh gotta get past that little bubble there and gotta get in that in the main event each weekend yeah it's it's tough uh hey jt did you and ben ever have any battles out there Uh, i mean we raced each other quite a bit we never got dirty okay i was that's for sure i I love it if there was a story where you guys wanted to kill each other those are always no that was that was pretty rare for me i I usually kept uh, it pretty clean Never, never talked to JT much. You know, he's he's kind of a quiet guy. And I went to Germany, and me and him, we, we uh, spent a lot of time. We we shared a hotel room. We walked the track. We went and rented rental cars. Oh. Got a good time in Germany. Buddies, buddies oh, forever. Yeah, yeah we're, yeah, we're buddies. 
Uh, I didn't know you went to Germany, LeMay. Was it this year? Or? Yeah, dude. Oh. I, as much as you know, you're the journalist. Dude, I follow the series. I don't, I don't remember your name in the German results. God, some some asshole I am. Um, <clears throat> JT, no, you're not... I was, just, I, was getting, I, was, I was just getting laughed at every race. That's why. Uh, it's a different thing over there, as Jason Thomas has explained many times. That series takes a unique type of riding, doesn't it, Ben? Oh, it's, it's uh, yeah, you can't even put it to explanation. I mean, it's 25-second uh, lap times, so yeah. you can only imagine. Right. Um, hey, uh, the, uh, where do we go first? Uh, well, let's go with this. I always got to ask guys like this, and I know you're supported by Yamaha, and you ride Rock River Yamaha, and you've been on them for a couple of years. How do you like that bike? It's, you know, Jason Thomas here, he wouldn't ride that thing if it was on, you know. It was offered a million dollars. Well, actually, maybe a million he would. But, uh, JT, you're just not a fan of it. Some people aren't a fan. Some people like it. Talk about it a little bit, LeMay. Um, what do you think of the bike? And uh, and obviously, you like it. It must be working good for you. Yeah, I, I love the bike. Um, you know, I've been on it. Well, I've been on Yamaha since 07 or 06. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, the, the, the new bike is is really good. I mean, there's there's definitely things that you can do to it um, from the showroom that, that will make it better. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, you can do that to any bike, even, you know, Cowie, Suzuki, Honda, whatever, but, um, I've, I've got it, you know, my, my bike working amazing yep. this year with, uh, help from, from Yamaha motors and my race tech suspension and, um, just the, the little pieces that we've been working on. I mean, my bike works really, really good. And I, I don't know if it's, I think I have a, a personal opinion. I think the bigger, the rider is the better yep. the bike will, will handle. Um, so for me, it works really good, um, and uh, I, I think it just suits my style. You know, it's it is a little funny. Like if you ride a different bike and then you jump on the Yamaha mm-hmm. with the airbox and the sound of it yeah. sounds kind of funny at first. You know, right. kind of like you're on a little like a vacuum cleaner because it's sucking the air out right in front of you. But yeah, um, it, it's I mean, the, it's super fast. You know, right out of the box. Um, I mean, my practice bike. Um, it's just stock, you know, and, and um, it's super, super fast. Uh, I love the bike. It's, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't um, have no complaints for it. I think you're right on that bigger bigger rider idea. Uh, hey, JT, we've talked about that a bunch in our podcasts, and um, seems to work better, taller, bigger guy. No, I definitely I think mean, so. It's a big bike. Same thing when, when, when Davey rode it. He rode it really yeah. good, you know? Yeah. Um, hey, uh, how did you end up going and racing in England? Uh, a couple years back, how did that deal come about? How'd you like it? Um, well, let's see. After that was in uh, end of '09. Uh-huh. Um, Stephen Clark's dad was like, "Hey, why don't you come over and do the last national of the British Championship?" So, I'm like, all right. So I shipped my bike over and I went over and I raced and I got um, fifth, I think. And then everyone was like, "Whoa, like, you know, who is this kid?" Yeah. And then, uh, like, the, literally the day after the race, before I flew home, one of the team managers called me and said, "Hey." you know, we're interested in seeing if you want to come race for me next year. And um, I was like, uh, yeah, I guess. I need to kind of, you know, figure out the details and talk it over and everything. And long story short, um, I guess, you know, the following year, everything worked out and the contract was pretty good and went over there uh, about November. And I lived with uh, Scuba Steve, Stephen Clark, yep. um, his his dad. And um, Stephen, was, he was at MTF most of the time, but... Anyway, I lived with his dad in uh, in England and uh, did the British Championship and the Red Bull 
Pro Nationals and just kind of lived it up in England for a year. Mm-hmm. You liked it? Rained a lot, probably. It was uh, pretty tough at first, you uh-huh. know, living over there by myself, not knowing how to drive a car on the other side of the road and driving a stick shift on the other side of the steering wheel and, and yeah. the other side of the car. That was that was kind of difficult, but um, once you get the hang of it, you figure out where to go, who people are, and everything. It was it was pretty fun. Mm. Um, hey, you're from Alaska. I don't know if you knew that, but yeah, I'm from Alaska. I know it's crazy. Uh, how often do you get back there? Never, never. Um, I probably honestly I don't even remember the last time I was there. Probably um, year and a half ago, maybe uh-huh. two years ago. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you still have family relatives up there, or? Yeah, yeah. Uh, my my mom and dad um, they still live up there, okay. and um, pretty much all my family, my grandma, my grandparents, and and cousins, and everything they all live up there. Is it? Have you seen that movie Insomnia? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> Al Pacino, Christopher Nolan no. directed it. Okay, is it really light out twenty four hours? I mean, in certain times of the year. In the in the summer. Um, I mean, full yeah, on. Kinda. I mean, yeah. It it's. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, it, it'll it'll get light really early, you know, like mm-hmm. say seven a.m. Yep. and um, it'll get dark. I mean, it'll it'll stay light um, all the way up until about three a.m. I guess somewhere around there, and then and then from the you know the time that it is dark, it's just like a dusk. Hmm. So you, it's not like a pitch black darkness. Drew, well, you, ever, you ever been to Alaska? It, it, uh, I've never been there. I was wondering what the what the tracks are like there. Is it totally different than the, you know, mainland or? Um, no, not really. Um, motocross is actually pretty big up there. Um, and I mean the the tracks are decent. Um, where I used to stay at my grandparents' <laughs> house, uh, there's a track just down the road. It, it was pretty fun, but it's really rocky. Mm-hmm. Um. There's one track up there in Fairbanks that is really, really good. Uh, the dirt's really good, and uh, they're all. It's kind of tamed down. All the, you know, I would say that the riders, the scale of riders, aren't um, you know as good as down mm-hmm. here. So the jumps and stuff aren't quite as big. Um, How did you get into the uh, pro scene coming out of Alaska? Is it harder considering you got to come so far for Loretta's and stuff like that? Yeah, um, it was. I mean, a lot, lot uh, different you know, from up there to down here. And in uh, 2000, I think it was, or, yeah, 2000, um, up until then, I was smoking everyone up there. My dad was like, hey, let's go down to, uh, we, my first race was the World Minis in, in Vegas. He was like, let's go down there and do that and see how you do. And I went down and did okay. I think I got, like, a, maybe a 15th or something. I don't even know. But And then um, from then on, we just lived in a motorhome. Um, we, we sold our house up in Alaska. And uh, lived in a motorhome for uh, eight years, and just lived on the road at all the amateur races, like gypsies, and um, wow. got me to where I am now. Uh, JT, you've never been. That's probably one place you haven't been, or is have you? Alaska? Yeah, I've been four or five times. Oh Jesus! Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> just thinking there was one place on the earth that you had been, Thomas. But nope, nope. No, I've been fishing up there a bunch. Oh okay, yeah, I'd yep. like to go. Um, hey, did you race in Canada at all, like in BC? Ben, did you ever do that? No, no. no I've, okay. I've ridden in Canada. I've never raced. Right. Oh, well, I can't. I'll take that back. I raced Toronto. Yeah. Well. Okay. All right. Good one. <laughs> um. So you grew up racing like RV, right? Pacific Northwest and all that. Yeah. 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 Um. Oh, that's cool. That's an interesting career. And uh, now you're in England, coming from Alaska, going to England for a year, um, and now you're in America. 
killed it last summer in the outdoors. Man, you really came on the second half of the year. Some good riding. Yeah, yep, I got it, uh, got my shit together at the end of the year. Um, I was putting in some top 10s and uh, consistent top 15s every weekend, every moto. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at the beginning of the year, I was struggling to make top 20s, you know, and then at yep. the end of the year, I was making top 10s. So um, definitely got it together, like you said, and um, looking forward to this year. I think I'm going to turn some heads. Cool. Uh, well, hey, man, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, appreciate it. Um, Keep the race tech suspension going, the free gun underwear, and the X-Band goggles. It's awesome. Oh, I will. They support me. I'll support you. Fantastic. Ben, well, thanks, man. Hey, I'm not going to be at Indy this weekend. I know you're going to have a tough time dealing with that, not seeing me. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I know. It is just funny. But, uh, you know, you can build your own goggles for this weekend. I hope, I hope you'll be all right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but good luck, man, and uh, thanks again for coming on. All right, I appreciate it. You got I was listening to RV earlier, and, and uh, it sounds like you got to get on the on the elliptical. So since you're not going, just another guy. Yes, I do. Me and Steve are going to run it together. <laughs> we're each going to use one leg. So you're not get... even fat, Drew. I don't know if they call you <laughs> Fat Drew. Um, yeah, I'll get on it, Lemay. All right, I'll send you screenshots right. of the of the of the uh, of the elliptical sc- uh, screen. All right, sounds good. All right, thanks, bud. Okay, we'll talk to you later. All see right, you. see you. Thanks, guys. That uh, that's, that's Rock River Yamaha's Ben Lemay. Um, good guy. JT, never had any run-ins with him, huh? No, I haven't had a lot of run-ins with a lot of guys. It just <laughs> Matt, seems like Matt, Matt a few guys a lots of times. Okay. Um, all right. Hey, let's get to our X-Brand, uh, btosports.com tweet a tit segment. This is a very popular segment of the show. It's where readers, listeners send in questions on Twitter. Uh, tits picks, picks the worst ones every week to ask. And, uh, let's do it. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from ptosports.com. It's the Tweets at Tits Q&A segment where your twatted questions find answers. These are real live questions from real live listeners and brought to you by btosports.com. Don't forget btosports.com, sponsor of uh, of uh, Andrew Short, Matt Gerke, Michael Byrne, uh, Les Smith, and, uh, and JT's VIP program. JT, you have spots open for Toronto. I do, yeah. I had a cancellation, so I have three spots for Toronto. So any of you uh, Canucks out there, yeah, you want to uh, want to hang out? Let me uh, annoy the crap out of you all day. He'll he'll take you to meet Chad Reed. Did they, did they meet Chad this weekend or no, Chad? No, it was just too crazy. Honestly, right, right. I I went over there a few times and with his family there and being Daytona, it was just right. yeah yeah too hard. Um, so. but they they will meet myself and Wygant. Yeah, that's I don't, is that good or bad? I think it's bad. Yeah. If you go on publicx.com, Clinton Sylvie, our intern, wrote a wrote a deal about it in St. Louis. He loved it. He thought it was awesome. Did you read it yet? I did. How was it? It was good. Yeah. Yeah. Um right. I think it's a great deal. So uh how can people contact you again if they want to do this program? They can just email me. Uh there's a there's a inquiry on the uh btosports.com website. Okay. Or you can email me direct at jason36 at aol.com yep. and I can take care of it from there. Tits? Yes. I, I expect you to go. Really? Yep. Okay. Um, all right, let's do this, Tits. Best questions here. What do we got? Okay. Um, Stenson Womack mm-hmm. is his name. I, I think you made that up. Nope. <laughs> this is one that I did not make up. Okay. He says, Roxon, Baggett, Seeley, Tomac, Wilson, and Hahn. All moving up to 450s next year. Is that correct? Uh, Roxon, Tomac. Baggett? Bag, no, not for sure Baggett. Not for sure Baggett, okay. Wilson, yeah. 
I think so. I don't think Baggett's locked in, but everybody else. Okay. Okay. Not he, for sure, Han either. I don't think. No, I think he pointed. I think he points out. Really? He told me that. I think. Okay. Anyway, his question is: Will there be enough good rides, or if not, who you know who's getting uh, pushed by the wayside? Who will be this year's Ivan Tedesco? JT, you answer that. I'm going to text Wilbur and ask him what he's pointing out. Uh, I don't know. I think there will be spots created. It'd just be less pay. Um, that, that's probably, that's how I see it coming down. Guys are just going to be not getting paid a ton of money. Um, yeah. Um, it's, it's going to be, um, you know, we already had three teams fold this year. Yeah. So I wonder if we'll have like more people saying, ah, I need Cole Seeley or whoever. And you know, we might have another Dean Wilson situation. I don't know. Sure. But there's going to be some dudes. I got a few dudes in mind that are going to, you know, be pushed, pushed out of the sport like veteran guys. No bueno. Yeah. All right. Morgan Hinton, the guy who just won the tickets. Um, he says, with the motocross economy suffering and local races seemingly deserted lately, are we going to see a uh, drop in talent coming into the sport over the next few years? Will there be a correlation? Um, I don't know. Wilbur Hahn says uh, he's not entirely sure if he points out <laughs> next year. Um, that's his reply on the text. Uh, what's the question? Jason? Because so is, it, is it because of the economy? Will attendance go down? Is that the question? No, it's actually about the, the talent coming in. Because, oh, because uh, of no, the economy. I don't think so. The, the amateur scene it, is yeah. blowing up. That's a stupid question, actually, now that I think about it. Now that I think about it. Because the amateur scene, Loretta's is busier than ever. All these, all these amateur motocross um, races popping up mm-hmm. are popping up because it's very profitable. Well, as a casual fan, I wasn't aware that Loretta's is bigger than ever, so I thought it was a good question. And yeah. honestly, all the every seems like every year a kid moves up and wins the first national. You know what I mean? The the this amateur program is really good right now. Mm-hmm. Will said if he wins the title, he's out. Okay. okay. Yeah, because after three years, you're out no matter what. All right. If you win a title and you're in there for three years, points don't matter. Nothing matters. What so. are you eating, Twix? Oh, he's eating. It's good, JT, right? You don't want to know. Is it good? A carrot. A carrot. It is not a carrot. It's carrot cake. (laughs) It's a carrot, bro. Anyway. Next question. Um, All right. Byron Friday. This question is actually for Jason. Are you making these names up? (laughs) I kid you not. Is that a porn name? No. (laughs) Byron Friday. Um, Jason, what is something that every aspiring motocross racer could learn or should learn from Barry Karsten's motocross career? Oh my god! Uh, Whether that be positive or negative, the AMA never checks over bores. (laughs) Big boy Barry. If if you if you run a stock pipe and are getting the whole shot every time, that might be a giveaway that you're cheating. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, JT, for real though, probably no doubt that Big Boar Barry is is an earned nickname, right? Oh, without a doubt. Like, I mean, not to be a dick, not to be, you know, like. No, no. I, I, I mean, it was ramp, cheating was pretty rampant, so I don't want to single him out. Right, right. But the stock pipe and still getting good starts and doing great. Mike Craig. On, you know, yeah, it's just Mike a Craig little bit his, overboard. Mike Craig on his Cowie. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, there was a lot of people cheating. Yeah. Don't, you know, I, it's not fair to just say he was the only guy because it definitely wasn't like that. But Brian Deegan. Just put if he would have just put a DG pipe or whatever he was sponsored by on his bike, nobody would have known the difference. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Next question. All right. Rob Jones. Is that a normal enough name for you? Yeah. Bob okay. Jones. Rob Jones. Is Rob Jones, Robert. Yeah. Hey, if Pookie's listening downstairs, bring me some coffee. 
Okay. But it, you know what's funny? Not off topic, but Robert, you can be Rob, Robbie, Bobby, Bob, Robert, yeah. Rob. It's weird yeah, how that do you ever, switches over. Bobby. Do you ever hear like people who, who, who star with Robert De Niro? Nobody calls him Robert. They're all no, like Bobby, Bob. Bobby De Niro. Yeah, Bobby De Niro or Bob. Bob's a great actor. Yeah, like, yeah, Bob, Bob De Niro. Yeah. Those are the guys that are trying to be cool. Like right, they want right. everybody to think they're on a first-name basis with <laughs> yeah. Bobby De Niro. Right. Uh, does anybody call you Fat Drew or just Drew? Uh, most people call me Drew. You're a fireman? Yeah, at the fire station they call me Puffy. They oh. said I'm not fat, I'm Puffy. Okay, I can see that. <laughs> All right. Going back to Rob Jones's question, he wants to know if you guys think when Tomac passed Roxon, will that uh, you know, have any mental issues with Roxon? No, they... that's stupid. No, it, I, I made a joke about that to Tomac after the race because, like, literally, it's another four weeks away. I don't think in four weeks Roxon's going to go. Oh my God! At Daytona on my three fifty, Tomac passed me on a four fifty and left me behind. Like, I just no way. Well, there's still momentum. I mean, momentum for four weeks. Four weeks away. You got the four the weeks whole, away. Over the whole break. Tomac's going one more week on a four fifty, and he's done. Just I really, I really don't even think it matters because Roxon doesn't have to beat Tomac. He, okay. he doesn't have to beat him. How many? Seven, how many races? Point, are Seventeen point lead in three races. Is it, he doesn't have to beat him. Is it that many races or that, many, that big of a points lead? Yeah, seventeen. Oh, who knew? All right. Okay, um, more questions about Pike and Bobby Canary. We'll skip over those. I mean, is that all right? Unless there's a good one. I, I think that we have. Wetson's going to beat me up this enough. weekend, but all right. Oh, wait, I'm not going. Okay, Phil <laughs> Potosnack is his name. Jesus Christ, kids! Come on, <laughs> come on. There's no I, way his name's Potosnack. I, I could not make these names up even if I wanted to. There's no scrape? way his name is. Spell it out. P-O-T-O-S-N-A-K. <laughs> that's got to be a screen name. I'm not name. saying that's his actual name, but that's what it is on Twitter. That's not his handle either. That's you know what he fills in, so who knows. Anyway. That's a porn name. Okay. In your opinion, My Steven, opinion? Your opinion. Yeah. And then we'll ask for Jason's afterwards. What about Drew's? We can, we can talk to Drew as well. Right. And actually, you're probably more of an unbiased uh, person, so... We'll get to you. Sounds good. Would you say that Carmichael is a better track designer or a commentator? I'm not answering that. Go ahead, Drew. I think he, I think he's probably a better track designer. I think he does really good at the um, commentating. Uh, you know, I think he's. I know some people don't like him up there. But I think he has a good mix up there, but um, he knows everything there is to know about building tracks. I would think just being around different dirts and riding. So many different tracks. I think uh, I think that's definitely probably a specialty over commentating. Jason Thomas? Jason. Track builder. <laughs> okay. You plugging stuff in. Um, okay. Evan Reimer wants to know. Guys that's that- a guy from Manitoba. For sure. Okay. There's tons of Reimers in Manitoba. All right. Um, Jason. Like rappers? <laughs> <laughs> That was funny. <laughs> okay. Jason would probably know this the best, but open question. The guys like Tomac have something in their contracts that lets them negotiate or test with other teams while they're still uh, valid? No, it's, no. Actually, it's actually illegal, but everyone yeah, does it. If, if, if you are caught riding a different manufacturer, you, your contract is void. It happens all the time. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But legally. There's no cameras around, but – 
Yeah, uh, Tomac's going to be riding some other bikes here shortly. Right. I have this on good authority. Where do you, do, why, does, why doesn't he stay at Honda, JT? Didn't you think that was just I a thought, slam I thought dunk? he had to sign his Honda deal for them to let him ride the 450. No. Okay. No. I, that's what I was told, so I guess I'm wrong. No, he's, he's trying out some bikes probably in that break. Okay. So it should be interesting to see what he does. All right. John Kennedy wants to know. That could be a Manitoba name, too. Okay. Or New York. I know a guy named John Kennedy from Canada. Yeah, I do too. He was the like thirty fourth oh, president. Oh, you knew him? You knew him? <laughs> no, I know John Kennedy. I know him. Like, hi John. Hi Steve. I don't think you knew the president on a first name basis. How do you know, bro? Yeah, how do you My know? My great grandmother's Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. All Come right. On. If Roxon were on a four fifty, <laughs> would we he have done any better? Would or, you say he's not on a four fifty now? Or maybe any worse. If he were officially on a 450, do you think he could have done better or worse or about the same? Hey, JT, do you think – do you buy that theory, like that 350? The 350 sucks balls, right, It's super cost? But like Shorty's theory and Caroli's theory, um, I've heard it from a few people. If you're a 250 guy going up, you're fine. And we've seen it. Look at Roxon. He's put in some great raises. If you're short or Michael Lessie and you're going down – to the bike, you can't ride it, or you're not as good. Do you buy that theory? I think that's probably accurate. It's yeah. got to be easier because you ride a 250F much, much differently than you ride a 450. Yeah. That 350's kind of in between, so it's, it's definitely easier to go up than it is to go down. That's what your mom said. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, I, I feel, I I feel bad be. for Debbie for the rest hey, of the show. Have you ridden one? Debbie? Uh, 350. Yeah, many, many times. Oh, you opened it up. I did. You did. I did. Can we call a truce? Can we be done? You got one, no. I got one. I you got one, so. I got one. We're good? No way. No. No. Nope. Um, oh. Uh, I have not ridden a 350, no. No, you have not ridden one. Have no. you ridden a 450? Uh, yeah, I raced one for like 15 years. A KTM? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Will you guys answer the question? What question is it? If he were on an official 450, if he were on the uh, same bike, I don't, know. I don't know. Next question. Come it's on. Stupid. Stupid question. I don't think it would have made a difference. Yeah. I think the 350 was a good transition probably for him, so it was easier to ride. Good job, Drew. So if you were on a 450, he may have done worse? Uh, I, I think, yeah, maybe. I think it, it's a lot easier to go All from right. a 250 to that 350, so I'm going to go with that theory. Thank you for <laughs> answering why don't the question. These, why don't these jackhole teams just put these guys – like Tomac and Roxon and Sealy, just put them on 450s. Let them ride all year. Like Porcel? You can get hurt any time. You know, yeah, you're your get odds hurt. of getting hurt racing are much higher. Eh, are they, though? Yes. Yeah, but still. <laughs> At least the guys in the 450 class are more experienced. You don't have so yeah. many squids out there. There you go, Yeah, Drew. but you still have people all – when you're practicing, you have no one around you. If, you. if you don't mess up, you're not getting hurt. In the races – you have people going every direction, first turn crashes, people jumping on you, you jumping on them. They're, the percentages have to be incredibly higher of people getting hurt at the races versus practicing. Right. Yeah. Let's go. All right. Stupid, Gene make, stupid Houston. JT making a good point. Gene Houston. <laughs> he says, it seems like Dirtworks has a monopoly on the track building for the Supercross, other than obviously Daytona. They don't do the Daytona track. Is that correct? Right. Okay. Do you think that uh, Supercross needs to employ a variety of different designers like the outdoors where it's up to each people? Uh, that would be a cluster to do that way. But I do think that 
Dirtworks needs some pressure mm-hmm. on them. Get or, com- they're getting complacent. I, I don't, but you see, that's the thing. Like the FIM and the AMA, John Gallagher, Kevin Crower, they look at the tracks before the season. They have an input. Feld has an input. Dirtworks has an input. So to blame Dirtworks for the tracks is not entirely correct because there's three people that are designing these tracks and looking at these tracks. So, but do I think like if you talk to the racers? Now you can you can not if you're work if you're listening if you're listening to this and you're from Felder Dirtworks, you may not like me saying this. What are you laughing at, Pookie? <laughs> you may. <laughs> You may not like me saying this, but it is JT. You can back me. The racers themselves, most of them believe Dirtworks has seen better days. JT, I feel that the racers in general um, right think there needs to be some competition. Yes, for that. But not only, not that's not to say they have to be replaced, but give them some you know some motivation to yeah. shake things up a bit. Right. All right. And, and I'm not saying this, Steve Mathis, because I don't race them. But I know the racers in the pits. And I know enough of them to tell me this. Okay. Skip wants to know if you guys know, and if so, would you tell us what the limitations are in data acquisition, you know, <clears throat> data acquisition sensors, he says, but just in general. Is there a – what's the limits these you days? You can't travel through time. Yeah. And I know that's one of the limits. Yeah, Absolutely. Travel through time. Yeah, you can't yes. teleport yourself to the finish in twenty laps ah, and cross the line right. first. Data acquisition. <laughs> um, you uh, you can't adjust the data acquisition from the side of the track. You have you can run GPS, but you cannot uh, run the piece that allows you to tune it from the side of the track. Ah, okay. Um, I don't believe you can run suspension sensors, like the little. I thought JGR was running some kind of suspension. Um, deal. Yeah, you can. I think. I don't think you can run. I don't, th- I don't think it's like, you know, you can't the, run data suspension, data acquisition. I think you can. I don't think you can. That's why who, who ran it in practice and then took it off. I think it, they just take it off because it's heavy. Cause it's heavy. Yeah. I thought they took it off cause it was illegal. Uh, did Chad do that? Chad did that. Yeah. Chad was I'm not running. sure. Yeah, you, you should yeah. check into that, but I, I've seen, right. I've seen it run before years ago. Right. Unless that, you know, I don't They've know. Definitely re- uh, relax the rules a little bit. So I wouldn't see why that would be an advantage. To why you couldn't race with it. That's the only reason I say, right. you know. All right. Next question. Okay. Last two questions. One's from Chris Lewis. Who's going to be the next fill-in rider for JGR? I know um, you, Ben LeMay already said something. I don't know. But... Ben LeMay said that they were going to go. He heard they were going to not fill it in. Oh. Coy Gibbs is bummed at, at life right now. As he should be. I, I don't know if he's – maybe the video game success hasn't been coming <laughs> as much as he'd like, but – uh, between Josh Grant's injury and Chisholm's injury, you know, basically Chisholm didn't ride him ride for the team, didn't make a main, and then crashed out. Uh, he's really bummed. He's he's really upset at his team's fortunes this year. So, sure. All right. Last question mm-hmm. from Stephen. Jayvon wouldn't even come on the show tonight. Oh, you asked him to? Yeah. He said no way, Jose. Didn't get back to me. Mm. They've had some bad luck. I, they definitely yeah. need a. Once these contract negotiations start coming in, like they were saying, all these guys come up from the amateurs. They definitely yeah, need to get a hold of somebody. They got a new bike coming out. Dean Wilson flat out told them no. Um, yeah. Um, Toma, or, um, Will, um, Millsaps, they didn't want to sign for more than one year. And there was someone else who turned them down. JT, do you know? Wasn't there somebody else? Um, Dino, D- Davey, and... There was another guy. Hmm. Anyways, I... Tickle? 
Maybe tickle, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. tickle. Tickle. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Do you think it's due to the fact Yamaha. that you're riding Yamaha? Yeah. If they switch it up, you think it'd be a big difference? I, I totally think it's the Yamaha. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a right or wrong. It's the Yamaha. Uh, yeah. New bike coming next year, though. New frame and new body and work and stuff. Nice. Lots, lots of talk about Yamaha making moves. Yeah, yeah. Lots of talk. Yeah, the 22, bro. I didn't say that, but there's a lot of talk going on. All right. Hmm. I, I did. I mean, That's yeah, who knows? Yeah, it could be interesting, right? Um, All right. Okay, next question. Last question. Yes. Hypothetical situation. Bobby Canary, Weston Pike, literally tie. They It was a photo finish, they're exactly the same. Would the AMA let both of them go to the main event? Or would they figure some way to mess it up? And <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't think so. It's I don't never think, happened before, I don't think I'm there's assuming. a tie. I just don't think it could be a tie. Yeah, there's not. There's. I mean, as, as cool as that sounds, it's just. Right. It's not got to happen. be possible. It just never would. Um, Somebody's knobby will be a little taller or something. Yeah, J- J- uh, Jim Hawley was on. <laughs> the, Easy, Drew. Uh, <laughs> Easy. Uh, Jim Hawley was on the show and said that a lot of times after some supercrosses or arena crosses, the promoter would come up to him and give him a couple extra hundred bucks and say, "Hey, great job on the show. You know, good job, you guys." Mm. So my brother texts me. He, and he said, hey, do you think there's any way that Feld would go up to Canari and Pike and be like, hey, guys, here's a little extra money. <laughs> I couldn't type enough LOLs in the response. Um, but, you hey, know. you know what? The, when I was in Finland, though, when my exhaust broke, um, the promoter didn't have to pay me because by SIM rules, like I was DQ'd or whatever. Mm-hmm. He paid me anyway. He said, no, no, you're, you're getting paid. You won. Like, yeah. no, no bones about it. Like, yeah. you easily won. You made the show. Here you go. That's where they were going to pull you off, and you were like, "This is my last race." No, yeah, there was no <laughs> chance. I, I would have run medics over or people with black flags, whatever it took. Right, right, right. Jumped yeah. on a red. Cross. Um, all right, let's go to our, our third commercial break of the night here on the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars, Showy Helmets, Free Guard Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brat Bar Eight Ten Solutions, W Wheels on board with us. We're going to do a contest with W here. Coming up shortly. And Black Ops Moto, 30% off Black Ops um, this week if you uh, call them and say Pulp MX. Let's go out with, um, go to commercial with Wharton CD. We played it last week. Yep. We got some good vibes from it. Let's uh, let's go out with Wharton's, uh, Blake Wharton CD. And uh, then we'll be back with uh, Rich Taylor from X-Brand Goggles. Pookie versus Tits. Yep. Listener voicemails. Mm-hmm. X-Brand tear-off questions. X-Brand tear-off questions. Oh, and we're going to play – we're going to switch it up tonight. We're going to take two callers. Mm-hmm. Tits, you're going to have a caller. Pookie's going to have a caller. You guys are going to be representing these callers, and whoever wins the trivia contest, their caller will win a prize. Okay. Nice. Yeah, so sure. you, you're some stakes on this. Now. Yeah. 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 All right, JT. Pride, so pride we'll, isn't we'll, enough, by the way. <laughs> you were so excited last week. <laughs> That's the most emotion you showed I'm, in three I'm, years. I'm going to be right back up there if I'm winning again. All we'll right, JT, see. we'll call you back in a little bit. All right. And uh, let's go out with some uh, some Blake Wharton here, um, and then uh, we'll see you guys back in a uh, little bit. A little bit. Bye.
BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at BTO Sports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey everyone, Trey Kennard here. I wanted to tell you about one of my favorite products, Fly Racing's Light Hydrogen Racewear. With direct input from Andrew Short and I, the Fly Design Department created the first true, lightweight, minimalist pant and jersey design for pure racing performance. This gear eliminates non-essential features, such as rubber TPR badging, and uses stretch materials for the ultimate race pant and jersey combo. The light hydrogen pant is the lightest, most breathable, and non-restrictive pant I have ever worn. To complete my gear combo, I chose Fly Racing's minimalist light race glove and F2 carbon helmet for a complete race-ready setup. For more information about the light hydrogen racewear and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerve steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB nerve steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. 
The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Filippoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas Brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need, like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand goggles. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the Pulpamec Show. And uh, one of our sponsors, Race Tech, is on board with us and we're pumped to have them. Did you know that I was a mechanic for a long, long time? You did? Have I talked about it? Summercross? Mount Morris 2000? Anyways... Don't do what I did, which was becoming a mechanic and not knowing anything and trying to learn. No, no, no. Our friends at Racetech have made it easy for you to step right into the field of being a professional mechanic, a professional suspension tuner, anything you want. There's more and more teams all the time in the pits, and they need people like that. They don't need people like me back in the day. They need people like you that take a Racetech class taught by Paul Feed himself. If you're a dad or a do-it-yourself or looking for your knowledge to be your own suspension tuner, this is perfect. It's taught by Paul Feed. 30 years of experience in suspension tuning. He'll show you the black art of suspension. Don't listen to me. Listen to Paul Feed. He's got these seminars. He's been doing them for a long, long time. And if you listen to the, my podcast I did with him on Racer X, check the archive. You can hear it for yourself. Paul's a smart guy. And his classes, his seminars will help you become a much smarter person and therefore be able to get a better job than the one I had where I was on the floor of a box van for years and years. So please check them out. Their classes each spring and fall at Racetech headquarters in Corona, California. Log on to Racetech.com or give them a call at 951-279-6655. Get smart. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showy delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Showy Hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Joey's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local Showy dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Lessie demand Showy's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Showy, Showy, Showy. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. 
So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us. So thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Drop the sound of acceleration. Influenced by race racers and outdoor enthusiasts on the tracks and trails of Colorado, the revolutionary drop formula was created as a solution to energize with clean and natural foods. The Prop Nutrition Bar is a superior food that delivers energy-infused nutrients and protein to meet the demands of today's toughest athletes. Used by top racers like Kevin Windham, David Pingree, Jimmy Albertson, and many more. Prop Nutrition Bars use high-quality natural ingredients and no preservatives and are gluten and soy-free. Available in four delicious flavors, Honey Graham, Chocolate Chip Cranberry, and Blueberry. Order now by going to www.bropbar.com or call toll-free at 1-855-8-BROP today. Mention Pop MX and receive free shipping on your first order of two or more boxes. Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Brop Nutrition now. Brop Nutrition Bars, accelerate your body and mind. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners 5% off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Get ready, America, because WUSA is your number one source for quality wheel sets in America. WUSA offers all the top brands that you and the world's best racers know and trust, like Reed, Dungy, Millsaps, Tickle, Sealy, Short, and more. All rely on trust WUSA, because all our wheels are built right in our shop in Orange, California. And if you want it custom-made for your bike, like the world's best freestyle riders, Renner, Deacon, Adams, Madison, Mason, Sherwood, and others, you can choose different spoke and nipple colors for a completely custom look that'll dazzle you. Off-road riding, WUSA can build you wheels for the absolute toughest of conditions. And W also offers DID and Excel rims, along with OEM replacement spoke and nipple kits for your stock hubs. Need brakes? W offers the industry's best oversized and standard brake kits from Galfer and Brembo. Just see your local dealer or visit us at WUSA.com. Hey, you can also download the most current W catalog from the iTunes App Store. WUSA, D-U-B-Y-A, USA. It doesn't get any better than us.
Welcome back. Pop up next show. presented by BTOsports.com. Face-to-face. Coming at you. The best thing that Tits Legendary has ever done on the show is uh, pick that song. So, Tits, uh, congratulations on that. I'll never let it go. Um, Campbell sent an email in. My name's Campbell Bailey, and I'm from a little place called New Zealand. For my 21st birthday, I'm coming over with a couple of buddies of mine to the States for the final round of Supercross. I'm a big fan of the sport. Listen to the show and the podcast. It would be epic if we could sort something out so we could meet and have a yam. A yarn. No, yam. And just have a yam. I would love to meet JT, although he might be too busy with his VIP experience. Thanks for taking the time to read this, and it would be cool to hear back from you. JT. What's up? Campbell from New Zealand wants to meet you in Vegas. Who does? Campbell from New Zealand. All right. He's going to buy you a yam. Yeah, he wants to have a yam, he said. Tom, look for the short dude that used to have a mohawk. Yeah. All right, Campbell. We'll see you in Vegas, bro. I'm not too hard to find. You got to go to uh, JGR, Cowie, repeat. Sometimes Honda. You're um, over at our truck a little bit, too. Yeah, good point. I am over at your truck uh, watching Andrew Short, making sure he's good. You know, Getting, Grabbing a Bubba Burger or three. Bubba Burgers were good this weekend. I had one. Good, good, uh, good. Do we want to read an email from a guy who hates me using the word triple? No. I would like to hear anybody who hates you in general. <laughs> How about that guy in Racerex comments that said he's getting rid of the fatties in the sport? <laughs> that was that was that was a great email. Did you see that? Did you see? Comment. Did you see the comment? <clears throat> no, I didn't. I, but I, I, if I, you can find that and forward his info to me, I would like to do something nice for him. I forget the uh, the story it was on. Uh, hey, here's an email for you, JT. Um, as I was watching Chad Reed racing last weekend, I couldn't help think of his obvious decline in the sport and why this may be happening. My theory on this is that after some good success in the early years, he then kind of alienated himself from some of the other riders as well as his teammates, and he ended up doing his own thing. He then befriended some of the more, dare I say, mediocre riders over there in Florida. My question is, does JT feel responsible for the slow decline in Chad's performance, as Chad has only needed to aspire to mediocrity to beat these guys at his own track? Us Aussies probably will never have a rider of Chad's ability again in our life, so you can see my concern. Sign concerned. You feel like you drug Chad Reed down. That was a really stupid email. Oh, but the guy saying get rid of the fatties is brilliant? <laughs> no, I, I, you know what I mean. Like, even the, even the, the premise of it is just stupid. 
Who does it, who does he think they're gonna? What, do you think that James and Chad are gonna get together and ride every day together? That's how the sport works, bro. Top top elite questions? guys practice with you know mid mid level guys, and it, you, because there's too much competition, otherwise you right. can't can't pull it off. Right. All the people works. in the chat room are 95 percent dildos. Um, no, I understand. The guy's just wrong. He's just wrong. He's not a jerk. Oh, someone's wrong. someone's really sensitive, but you know, apparently, when the shoe's on the other foot, it's. You know, no, I, I would. If somebody wrote that they should get rid of all the short people out of the sport, I would be pissed too. Well, actually, people say that all the time. So, uh, Steve just got the, just got to say yesterday and today were very good days. The Hannah podcast yesterday was just great. Love that guy. Grew up wanting to be him. And then today, the long-awaited Ricky Two Hip Johnson. I'm not done listening to it yet, but so far, gold. Thank you for doing so much for these heroes from the past. I go back each week and listen to them again. I also listen to the Pulp Show at least twice a week while I'm running a machine at work. Ping is the best, so keep him coming back. Great job with everything. P.S. Tony LaRusso, who will be 40 this year, will be top 10 at the Wick. Stamp it later, bud. Mike out. Thanks, Mike. Listens to the podcast repeatedly. Um, all right, let's get to our next guest. He is a former top privateer in the sport, had a national number for about 20 years. and uh, I thought and- I was hosting. What? I thought I was hosting. Oh, no. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, I got bad it. joke. Bad joke. Again. Yeah, bad joke. But, um, he's the owner and uh, operator of X-Brand Goggle Teros, one of the uh, best goggles out there on the market, 30% off, Pulp Show 13. X-Brand Goggles, a choice of goggles of many of the, tops, the sports top riders. Rich Taylor, RT, what's up? What is happening? I cannot believe you came on the show. I, I, I swear to you. I've been trying to get you on here or doing a podcast for probably a year. The only reason RT is on is so he can yell about the AMA right now. That's that's probably <laughs> it. That's exactly it, it. You know what? I, I Yeah, it's so late. I could probably say whatever the hell I want right now, and nobody will, uh, back east will hear me. So. I will say okay. this. I will say this, RT. Um, when they got rid of the semi-races, I was in favor of that. Um, I just felt it was drawn out and a little bit boring, and people – but. You've been telling me for a little while, uh, including on Instagram a couple days ago, bring back the semi-races, make these guys into heroes, give more teams the spotlight, and you know what? I agree. Should You should bring them back. Yeah, I don't know. Do you even want to really get me started on this? <laughs> <laughs> I am so passionate about this. It's ridiculous. I, I just I am. As a, as a former racer, as a former racer who didn't win big races – the heat, you know, the the semis were a place I could kind of shine, you know. I mm-hmm. could hole shot them. I could lead them. I could be on TV. I, you know, I won a couple. Um, it it gave, you know, somebody like me a name, man. And then to go even further for the sponsors, now when you look at the lineup out there, there's there's four or five guys that are really, I hate to sound so brash, and but that are really worth the money because they're the guys that are on TV all the time. Um, you know, it just it gets it gets my blood boiling when I'm sitting there watching Jimmy Albertson beating Dungey all day long in an LCQ, and they don't say one word about him. Right. All they're talking about is Dungey. Come on, <coughs> right. bring back the semis, make these guys heroes. For a company like me, now I can afford to pay these heroes. My company's going to grow. The whole sport's going to grow. Come on. Yeah, well said, JT. Um, we talked about this a little bit. At the end of the heat race, when they take top nine, there's some dudes just riding around out there. Like, it's it's like, I'm in, I'm good, I'm in. Oh, in the heat? Yeah. Yeah, number one priority is to not crash. 
Unless you're going to win the Heat. That's the number one priority. Right, right, right. It really is. I mean, there's unless you're up front battling for the win, it really, like, the difference between fourth and sixth or third and seventh yeah. means nothing. Right. Um, no, RT, I like the idea. Like I said, I was in favor of dropping the semis, but uh, I think bring them back now. We need them back. I, I think, you know, I understand the whole TV thing. You know, I get it. But, dude, I mean, come on. Make, you shorten the races a little bit. Right. Just a little bit. Make them gnarly little sprint races, and let's make more heroes in our sport, more more guys that you hear of. I mean, you got these guys that just haul ass, you know, like JT just said, getting, mm-hmm. you know, fourth, fifth, sixth in the heat race. You don't see them one time on TV the entire night. Not one time. Yeah. Forget about yeah. it, man. No, it's, it's tough. Bad. It's tough. Um, it, uh, uh, yeah, these, these guys like HRT Honda and NFAB Yamaha, Moto Concepts, they they're they love the TV. You know, a little bit of TV time goes so far with them. You know, you don't gotta stroke them off. You just give them some TV time. That's, and then they'll be like, you know what? I love this sport. I'm back in. You know, exactly. These teams that are going out of business, come on. You, you're telling right. me that there wouldn't be a whole new fire under their butt if they if they got the TV time. They'd be like, you know what? Let's find the money to keep going. This is great. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, who's been the more countries, JT or Rich Taylor? Who has been the more countries racing I dirt think, bikes? I think JT's been doing it a lot, a lot. <laughs> He's probably been I don't know. Doing a lot probably more, be pretty man. close. I, I think it'd be really close if you guys sat down and mapped out, like put little thumbtacks on a map, on a world map. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, <laughs> I was pretty fortunate. I got to, you know, I got to go to a lot of places and, you know, and, um, and, crazy weird places. And then, uh, how many people talk to you about Washougal '96? Oh my god, <laughs> dude! I remember that. I remember. I remember when exactly. I'm like, yeah, I don't, but that's um, all right. Um, hey, uh, RT, I, I it did a Bob Hanna podcast last week or two weeks ago, and it got a lot of listens and a lot of comments. And I know you spent some time with Hanna up in Idaho a little bit. Do you have a good story? Do you have a good Bob Hanna story? Oh my god, do I have stories about Hanna? You know what? <laughs> Honestly, the 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 best stories about Hi Hannah, I'm going to have to tell you off the air. Even though it's this late, right, there's right. just no way. There's no way. <laughs> right. I mean, we're talking private airplanes, girls, and, and you know, right. automatic pilots. <laughs> yeah, 30, you know, 20,000 feet, crazy. But, um, no, you know what? Hannah was just so gnarly. There was There's so many. I mean, I can remember one time he used to fly his plane around and look for places in Idaho. You know, I grew up in Sun Valley, mm-hmm. Idaho, and yeah. he lived there, and Danny Laporte lived there. And he would fly around and just look for areas and, and to build a track. And yeah. then he would call me up and go, yeah, go up this canyon to there and go see if we can map a track out. And I'd go ride it and... You know, then he would show up from a national or something and come into town, and we'd build just these amazing tracks on the top of the mountains, you know, 8,000 yeah. feet, just tracks that are like these little goat trails. And he <laughs> would just go moto for three weeks and just moto those tracks. Until they were the gnarliest little tiny trails that just you couldn't even hardly ride around them. And he would right. just burn 30-minute motos up there like, like it was nothing. Damn. The guy was just amazing. <clears throat> um, amazing. Hey, uh, how's X-Brand Goggles? Besides your goggle guy um, who's dragging the company down, how's X-Brand Goggles doing? We're hanging in there, man. We're, uh, we're doing good. And you know what? <laughs> your, your listeners are, are amazing. I hate to sound like the guy that's, uh, you know, LeMay was on there talking about all the sponsors and stroking everybody. I don't want to sound like that guy. But honestly, 
your listeners and this show has done so much for our company. It's nice. That's pretty good cool. To, good to know. You know, it's funny though about uh, you know all the all the riders were complaining about dog hair. You know, the nah. last couple of years. Jesus. This year, I got a call about some short curly hairs. Yeah. <laughs> What's up with that? You don't want to know what I do goes on with these goggles. Before before I build them, I'm glad I'm not wearing them, man. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> um, uh, yeah, it's 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 been good. Uh, um, brand new color this week too, the pink Scatterax. Nice. Um, yeah, they're pretty bright, huh? Yeah, yeah. Canari wasn't down with them, but I made him wear them. Um, good. No, uh, just because he doesn't like the bright colors. But I said, hey, this is a brand new goggle. You got to wear it. Of course, <laughs> it went all disastrous in the LCQ, but. And the pictures in the LCQ, I saw he's wearing red ones or something. Yeah, yeah, I don't think you wore them in the LCQ, but maybe maybe during the heat or something. Um, <clears throat> so what's up with you these days? Uh, you're back riding? You're doing some Transworld motocross testing? Yeah, yeah, I'm still in there. You know, I'm still in the magazine all the time and, mm -hmm. and riding all the bikes and, you know, giving my two cents on what I think is good and bad and, and right. you know, the, the old old guy <clears throat> Telling everybody what I think. <laughs> I love that. You're now the Bob Hanna, like, uh, of 2013, where you're just old, crusty guy yelling at everybody. I know, I um, know. <laughs> so, okay, so what's the best 450? What's the best one you rode? You know, I'm I'm a Suzuki guy. I mean, you know that. Yeah. I, I, I did all the testing for them forever, and the bike is virtually pretty much the same as it's been for yep. the last couple of years, so... I really like that, and believe it or not, I, I really like the KTM 450 as well. You know, it's uh, dude, you it's didn't like pretty, the KTM for a long time. Yeah, you were not a fan of it, but now, no, yeah, I was, I was kind of, yeah, you know, I wasn't because you know, I, I didn't think it was that great of a bike. But man, the last <laughs> couple of years, especially this last one, this new one they have is, uh, mm -hmm. they've done a great job with it. They, they really have. It's, it's just an all-around good bike, you know, and and that electric start, that button is. <laughs> it's hard to beat that. <laughs> now, now you're showing your age. All, uh, all exactly. older dudes want the KTMs now because they don't like your start. <laughs> um, you know, I think Carlos, the Dungey's bike is one of the lightest in the pits, even with the electric start. You know, they got a small battery. It's only good for a few starts, you know? Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. They, they're making those things really light. And, of course, Roger, you know, he lives and breathes and yeah. up all night. And I don't I don't know if he's seen his family probably since he worked to work, went to work at KTM. I know. He's a workaholic, you know, the guy's gnarly. Hey, your buddies with uh, Mike Webb, Yoshimura Suzuki uh, team manager. Um, what's 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 going on? What's happening with Mike? Uh, how's he? What's he saying? Won a race. That was good. He won a race. Yeah, he uh, he's he, you know, I'm sure his his heart will last a few more years now. Um, <laughs> he's he's that poor guy, man. They threw him into the into the mix when Roger left, and mm -hmm. he's just been you know. He, he's just he, – he, what's cool about Mike is he just loves this sport so much. Yeah. You know, he's not just some old dude who's the team manager who just wants to be an asshole to everybody. And, you know, Mike's a good dude. You know, he goes out and rides every week. He goes mm -hmm. out in motos, and he's he's out there living our sport, which is really cool, you know. Um, they, brought, they brought Bubba in, and, you know, obviously – he loved it, and uh, you thought he was going to win, but then the injuries and everything else. Yeah, you know, it's been an uphill battle, but he's hanging in there. He's um, he's awesome. I like know? dealing with Webb as a media guy. Very good guy to deal with. Uh, if he can't tell you, he says, "I can't tell you that." Or, you know, if he can, he's honest with you. Or he's always got time for the media. Uh, I like dealing with him. I think he's a straight shooter kind of guy. You know. Um, 
Um, he is yeah. too, and you can tell because if he can't tell you something, you can. You, it's yeah. easy to tell, you right. know. And and he's he, he's not real secretive about any of that stuff. It's cool, um, you know. I, right. I did think it was cool though. I love the fact that Millsaps is doing so good on that bike. Cause, yeah, you know he Suzuki. You know they're just going through so many things. You yep. know so many issues, and and they basically. You know, at the beginning of the year, I don't think really wanted anything to do with that Rockstar team. They didn't help them at all right. at the beginning of the year. And, um, you know, kind of a funny story, all the, the head Japanese guys from Suzuki were out here at Anaheim 1 mm-hmm. when he won. And then, <laughs> you know, a few of my buddies that still work at Suzuki said Monday after A1, it was it was pretty interesting at Suzuki with them <laughs> asking why they're paying <laughs> so much money for certain guys and certain parts and this and that, and yet the guy they're not helping at all went out there and yeah. you know, put the beat down on everyone. It was kind of funny. Uh, I wrote that story for Racer X, and it, 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 I didn't think it would turn into what it did. I thought everyone was happy and everything was cool and there was no problems, you know, and everybody yeah. was supported by Suzuki. And, and I, as I spoke to um, Rockstar Guy and Pat Alexander and Webb, and I got the feeling, I'm like, oh, shit, there's a lot of drama going on here. I had no idea. You well, know? wasn't it originally uh, <clears throat> Rockstar was supposed to have the factory bikes for Suzuki, right? And then they, they switched. They RC. did, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah, RCH got the the works bike and the okay. works parts. So, um, yeah. when when Ricky came in and decided to do his deal, everything changed. Yeah, everything. You know, Millsaps looks so good on that Suzuki. I think maybe because his amateur days, he grew up on Suzukis. It just seems like uh, it fits yeah. him perfect. How? How long did you ride for Suzuki RT? How long did you do testing for him, R&D? Um, about, man, like four, 13 years, almost 14 years. And how long were you at Honda before that? I was there for 10. Damn. Yeah, yeah, doing Some serious doing time on bikes. <laughs> Every day, man. Um, <laughs> Every day. Uh, hey, you want to do, uh, we, we, we have a segment on the show, X-Brown Goggle Tear-Offs. Um, to, it's a speed round question. You want to do it with us? We've got some questions yeah. for you. All right, let's do it. The X-Brand Goggle Tear-Offs. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Um, these are questions submitted by one Corey Moser for Rich Taylor, myself, and Jason Thomas. It's a 15-second time limit. JT usually can't meet it, RT. He waffles too much, but we try to make him get it. Um all right, tits. Let's do it. Let's do these questions. We can do, we're going to do all three. Yeah, you, JTN. Yeah. All right. Yeah, let's do it. Start with you. All right. Start with me. All right. If you had to dust off your fanny pack and start wrenching in, what team would you want to work for? Um, Chad Reed's. Because there's no race shop to go to. I can go to Florida and hang out. Tons of people there. Tons already. of people to help me out, so I don't got to work that hard. Right. Um, yeah, there is. They go to Honda. Lars is at Honda every day. I thought they weren't in there. I thought I thought uh, uh, Brooks's team. Well, not anymore. But Brooks's team was in there, and then that was it. They were. They're in Honda now. I'm pretty sure Lars is at Honda every day. Lars just told me about building a bike in his garage. Yeah. Really? Maybe it changed this year. Last year he was at Honda all the time. Oh, we didn't get to that guy's call. He's been on hold forever. He's gone now. Kevin, if you sorry, Kevin, we we suck. If you call, call back, we'll, we'll take your call. Uh, we're terrible people. Uh, that was eight seconds, by the way, for me to answer that. All right. And you didn't do the tear-off noise. I thought I did. You didn't. You're fired. <laughs> uh, I did. I don't think you did. I'm pretty sure I did. All right, let's go. All right, Jason. Referencing Pike kicking his bike off the stand. Oh, here we go. 
when you didn't qualify for a race, what was your MO in regards to throwing, kicking, or damaging things? Uh, I liked a little bit of variety. <laughs> uh, I'd break a helmet, scream at fans, um, try to explode my bike by revving it wide open for length, you know, extended length of time. Uh, burnout. Time. 15 seconds. Yeah. Hey, RT, what'd you think of that? We were arguing about it earlier in the show. About uh, Pike kicking his bike? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, you know what was funny is I heard some caller call in and say that he kicked his bike because he burned his clutch or something, and I was <laughs> cracking up, and JT just put him in his place. I was, I mean, come on. I know. Dude, he thought I he know. didn't qualify. You come in, you're pissed off, you <clears> kick, you throw, you do whatever you want to do. You, it wasn't because his clutch was burnt out. Come on, man. So you're okay with that, RT? Well, you know, I, I'm sure he had no idea that camera was right. on him. That what that camera looked like it was from about uh, two miles away, didn't it? <laughs> it Where, did, wasn't yeah. it like way from far was, away? I mean, like the Zimbruder yeah. film, yeah. Dude, I've come in, I've punched my van, I've dented doors, I've you know, of course, smashed umpteen thousand visors from smashing my helmet on the ground. Uh, you know, <laughs> I've punched my bike before. I've never really kicked it, but I've punched it. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you okay. know, in the heat of the moment, it right. happens. Well, as a former mechanic, I think it's bullshit, RT. <laughs> I heard you saying that earlier. Yeah. I, was I think my famous, most famous move is I usually just revved it. Like, you could hear me coming from <laughs> the next county. <laughs> I would uh, just be bouncing this thing off the rev limiter all the way back to the truck. Also, JT, when, um, when your bike blew up at Unadilla and Dane was your mechanic, and he, they towed him back by the mule and he's waving to you. Oh, yeah. Very happy, and, like, and I could, I could. He was too far away where I couldn't hear him laughing, yeah. but I've heard him laugh so many times it was echoing through my head. Yeah, and I just him <laughs> like, as he's bouncing, you know, behind this quad. I, I, I want like, to kill him. Like, you're like, dude, you're laughing, and my bike just my, literally the rod is through the cases. Yeah, I just like literally killed myself down this downhill because it exploded when I landed. Right, and I'm not going to get to race that day. Right, so the whole weekend is just a wash, and he's just loving it. <laughs> right, right. Uh, yep. Do we do we want to take this call, Tits? Brian wants to thank Rich for hooking yeah. his wife up. Yeah, it was bought something. Okay. Uh, uh, I, I mean, it's not some like it's not from '94 or nothing I or '93. So it sounded hey, recent. But, hey, Brian, what's, are you there? Brian, what's up? Hey, how's it going? I just wanted to thank Mr. Taylor. My wife ordered me some X brand goggles a couple years ago when they first came out mm-hmm. for Christmas. And actually, they had never came in. In about February, he personally called my wife because the order had gotten lost. I bet and, he did. <laughs> I remember and hooked that, us up. Yeah, yeah, and hooked us up with some goggles. Okay. And, uh, and I just wanted to thank him for it and, and, you know, maybe get the word out to let people know. This guy's for real, man, and his company's I, – I got probably five pairs now, I'll be honest with you. Nice. Yeah. Oh man, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. You know, there's there's a good point and a bad point to that story. Yes, the, the good point <laughs> is that I, I, you know, we came through and hooked you up. The bad point is that my company is still small enough that I'm on top of all that stuff at some point, and it didn't just get lost because I'm so big. And that's that's the bad point for me. You know? Yeah. I kind of yeah. wish I was big yeah, enough that I didn't. This has catch been it. a couple years ago, though. It's it, it, I'm I'm willing to say the first year y'all came out. Be honest with you, and I oh, heard wow, about it through wow. the pop show actually. That's awesome. And uh, nice. that that's why I ordered them and then or, or told her that's what I wanted for Christmas. And uh well, you actually took yep, me up I on remember a it. I remember it. I'm glad you got them. Thanks, Brian. 
Yeah, no worries. Hey, real quick, you guys have an enduro goggle coming out, correct? We have it, yeah. It's got a dual-pane vented lens with tear-off posts. It's pretty cool, yeah. All oh, okay, cool. So, yeah. I'll be ordering me a pair then. And, again, I just wanted to thank you, man. It's great customer service. Oh, I appreciate it. Thanks for the call, for sure. All right, thanks, uh, No worries, man. Have a good weekend, guys. All right, thank you. Um, good job, RT. Um, <laughs> all right, let's I th- actually remember that, yeah. Oh, do you? Oh. All right. Yeah, we, we, we asked that one up for sure. <laughs> Question for uh, Rich Taylor? Rich Taylor, All yep. right. Okay, all right. RT, 15 seconds. What nope. is the single biggest improvement people, people can and should make after they buy a new motorcycle? Oh, wow. Um, you know what? Bikes are so freaking good right now that the, the average guy doesn't need to do anything to it. He needs to go out and ride it. Put some grips he likes on it. Make sure the handlebar bend is what he wants, and go ride the thing. The pipes are good. Time, 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 time. Yeah, somebody probably wanted me to say pipe or suspension, but dude, uh, JT can attest to it, man. You can go ride a a stalker and do good on it. Stock bikes are good. You should get your suspension oil changed after a little bit, though. You know, only if it's race tech, right? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) racetech dot com. Uh, right. You get a 15% discount if you uh, go on our show site. All right, Stock is best, bro. Stock is best. Next question. <laughs> All right, Steve. Who was the fastest or most dominant rider ever at Daytona? Uh, Jeff Stanton. 2.5 seconds. Ricky Carmichael. Yeah, Ricky. Ricky. Okay. Well, Chad, dude, I got 10th and Ricky let me twice. What year was that? <laughs> uh, 02. <clears throat> Really? Yep. Jesus. Either 2000 or 02. One of them he got me twice. Jesus, JT. Ten. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just think it was so gnarlier back in the day. Mm-hmm. But uh, whatever. Yeah, Stanton. I can't believe on that Daytona Supercross poll Bob Hanna. that Stanton got 5% of the vote and mm-hmm. Chad and Ricky got most of the vote. That just goes to show you the mentality of motorcross fans. Bad. Well, look at, look at the uh, probably the average age of the person voting. Yeah, it's a test. That's probably going to be more telling than anything. Yeah, but I feel like if you put Lou Gehrig up against uh, Alex Rodriguez in an ESPN poll, Lou Gehrig would get a fair amount of votes. Uh, you're talking about ESPN, though, with baseball fans who are much older. Okay. I think, that's, I'm just being serious. Like, I think the baseball. Yeah, but still. Okay. Good talk. All right. Okay. <clears throat> Jason, have you ever been misscored in a race? If so, where? Misscored. He did cut the track. We saw photos of Weimer. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I don't know. I, not that I can remember. It's just because Cindy Cindy Thomas is a scorer. Is that I, what our I, friend Cody Moser is getting? I don't know what his at? motivation is, but I'm assuming that has something. To what, do with JT, it. why did you shoot Moser down for a Cindy Thomas interview? Because they're not allowed to comment on the whole deal. Oh, they're not. Oh, okay. no. All right. No. I just thought it was you're just being a dick. No, they're just not. They're not allowed to talk about it. Okay. Okay, um, okay, um, Rich, just like choosing a favorite child, who is your favorite X-brand athlete? Oh, come on. It's <laughs> a good one. How do I answer that? I don't know, do you I... only got 10 I already seconds. Know. You know what? I already we know. have this, this chick named Amy uh, Ther- Therfield, I think's her name, and she- you don't even know her name, but she's your favorite. <laughs> oh, man. She's a, listen to this. She's a she's a professional water ski racer, and she wears. She's fully sponsored by us. We hook her up. She hauls 
ass. She goes 100 miles an hour on a water ski across the water. Eats shit, sends me pictures of her just bruised from head to toe. I bet she She's does. Gnarly. He's <laughs> uh, gnarly. 35 seconds, but he's a sponsor of the show. So suck it, tits. He can go on and on. I, I would think your favorite athlete, X-Men athlete myself, would be either one of your kids or perhaps Chris Wheeler. Well, you know those. Yeah, for sure. Right. My boys, my boys are racing every weekend now, and they're they're. Dude, they're you're it. you're cool. you're 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 at the track every weekend, and I don't know if you know this, but you went to the track every weekend when you were you know racing. Yeah, you're, I know. That's my life. You're combined. You know, what, you know what? Really, you know what? Not only am I at the track every weekend, but before my boys really got into moto, they were BMX kids, mm-hmm. and we were at the track almost every single freaking night, man. Yeah. My life in the dirt. My poor wife is just like, yeah. are you kidding me now? She, <laughs> she has to be happy with the Maple Leafs' success this year, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and every time she says they win, I start laughing. I'm all bullshit. No, no. they did. Thanks. Even RT. You know, this is our year. This is our year. This year. Even with, year. Hey, even Rich, who knows nothing about hockey, knows the Maple Leafs suck. It's terrible. That's <laughs> terrible. Um, all right. Next question. All right. Third question for you, Steve. Yeah. If RV does not win this title, who would you bet will? Brian Dungy. One point nine. Not answer. ready for that. There you go. One one point. What? My wife. He, he's, he's the logical What's next that? step. What? What's wrong, Pookie? What? You're crazy. Okay, can you tell who, me who's who, it going to be? I, I don't know. Oh, but it can't yeah, possibly no. be Dungy. Oh, no. my gosh. Great answer. Oh, yeah. not yeah, Dungy. Yeah. <laughs> Just no, because he, you don't like him doesn't mean that he's not a he's good He's Ryan writer. Consistent Dungy. That's his middle name. He's also only a matter of points out of second And place. he blocked you on Twitter. Well, that's neither here nor there. And he, he was mean to you when you tried to talk to him. That's neither here nor there. Heartbreaking. Honest question, Tits. Would you dock Ryan Dungy if he wanted to dock you? <laughs> <laughs> He's shaking his head. Oh, yes. Dear. Yes. He the fact that you didn't say no head. says everything. <laughs> no, I, I'm honestly I'm amazed at that question. Anyway, no, a straight man no, would have said no immediately. <laughs> <laughs> well, fine. Then call me gay. <laughs> All, right, All right, let's go. Third and final question for Jason. What about for Rich? For Jason, Rich is last. Okay, he, he's third. All right, let's go. This weekend they had a sand start. What's a new or different type of start you would like to see? That's a stupid question. <laughs> Send complaints to I, one I know, Corey I know. Mosier. I, he, I, he appreciates being part of the foam. I want him to start on foam. <laughs> <laughs> 10. <laughs> 10.7 seconds. <laughs> I think you guys should start in a water pit. Everyone in a water pit. Uh, Just up to fine. the foot pegs. That's it. I would or like. Maybe, to, I'd like to see some of the uh, down that... the split starts again. That was cool. Yeah, they always worked out to be. They're one... not that effective. No, but yeah, exactly. fun to watch. Yeah, they were fun to watch, especially well, at the Monster Cup when the guy flew across the berm and almost killed half the. Yeah, <laughs> the you know what I liked? Honestly, <clears throat> the biggest thing I liked about the split start was that it they kept it on the track. You know what I mean? Like you could go when it went both ways on the track. It seems like some of the Anaheim's it made a section if they could figure it out to where it was very really close it was like a passing line then you see the guy in second like break off like oh you get excited that he was going for the you know the yeah. other line but then nothing would happen <laughs> yeah but i think that that was just poor execution like they i think if they got if they put enough time into it they could figure it out where it was the same amount of time you know and then it's close i agree i thought those were cool i thought those were cool too yeah suck it Matthew. i got two words for both of you joker lane 
Joker. How about Lane. how about the old Mickey Thompson style, man? Where you got to qualify and then they put you in Rosa two. Oh yeah. <clears throat> and you, My uh, very <clears throat> first Supercross Anaheim on a on a one twenty five. It was like that. What do you mean? Drop the, You're drop super the flag and go. No, it was a Mickey Thompson race. No, no, no. In, in Supercross at Anaheim in nineteen eighty eight, they did the one twenty five class start that way. Come on, Rich. No, they didn't. Dude, look it up. <laughs> I'm serious. Trust me. I know. I was on the second. He was road there. I qualified so slow. <laughs> We're going to need someone to call in to verify that they started a Supercross <laughs> with rows of riders. What year 125 was class only. Bercy, uh, bro. Oh, my God. That's funny. Yep. Yep. Um, all right. <clears throat> all right. Last question for Rich Taylor. Last question. All right. What movie or stunt that you worked on are you most proud of? Oh, man. Probably, uh, I don't know, Charlie's Angels. That was that was a good one. Oh, you made some money on that one, didn't you? <laughs> That's why I love it so much. <laughs> you know, you your your legacy is Supercross, the movie. That, I know. That, that is your I legacy. Know how funny. That was a JT. You did Charlie's, didn't you? No, I did Supercross the movie. I didn't do Charlie's. Oh, okay. A lot of guys did Charlie's for sure. Um, yep. What's the biggest movie you've worked on, RT? Oh man! <clears throat> like, what do you, like like the biggest, you know, whatever blockbuster. Or what What do you think? Has there been one? You know what? I've worked on so many like like one days on like big movies, um, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, stuff like that. You know, probably something like that with Angelina yeah. Jolie and Brad Pitt. You know, right? It doesn't get much bigger than, than those when it comes to block. You know, yeah. I ran in, I ran into Regis in Atlanta, and Did you? he was running a hundred percent shirt. And yeah, hat. I saw that. I saw your picture. He was trying uh, to not let me take it. Because he was, he knew you would be so disappointed. Um, he's doing uh, Anchorman two there in Atlanta. Is he? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Regis is on it, man. He's, you know, that industry. The more you can network and the more you can get in with those guys, the the, the better off you are. And you, so, didn't somebody uh, send you an email named Brian Friday earlier today? I don't know. Yeah, Byron was something like that. Or Billy Monday, <clears throat> Brian Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> Tuesday. Something like that. I think Sam, Thur- Sam, Sam Thursday Sam sent one in. Yeah, um, <laughs> he's he's actually a big actor dude out here. Yeah, that's his. <laughs> that's a really a dude. He's cool. Um, yeah, but but you sorry, know, Brian. That, that if you ever want me to do anything, about... call me. <laughs> What's that, JT? I said sorry, Brian. If you ever want me in a movie, call me. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> I think you're cool too. <laughs> no, that you know that industry is just just you know you yeah. gotta just network, man. It's crazy. Yeah, like uh, last year, I remember talking to you. Um, you know, obviously you were running X brand goggles and doing well with that, but it's 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 you and your wife and, and uh, you know a couple guys in, in, at the at the shop. But you were like, "Hey, I got to go to Michigan from this week. I can't turn this this stunt gig down. It's it's ridiculous <laughs> money, right?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good one too. I, I jumped a quad, like a full blown utility two fifty cc utility Honda quad with racks, gun racks. Um, <laughs> I had to jump it off of this this wooden like trailer ramp that was just it was held up with TVs and all this you know like couches and shit like supposed to be out in a junkyard and I had to jump the thing forty feet and then I had to ghost ride it when I was in the middle of the air and land in this doughboy pool that was on fire the pool had fire coming out so I had to jump this thing ghost the bike it had to hit the back of the pool and then I had to eat shit into the pool. It was pretty cool. It, was, it went perfect. It was gnarly. I was scared shitless because of the fire, though. The flames were like right, right, right. air, and I'm just all, what? Oh, man. Kidding? 
Man, you should yeah. you should write a book, RT. You've done some some cool shit. Uh, you know, between the racing and stunt and everything. Um, yeah. Nothing beats the whole shot, and I'm out of here straight to knocked out cold, just yeah. face down. <laughs> that was uh, that is tough uh, yeah, to beat, you, right, JT? Good old Wash Hugo, man. Well, I told my mechanic, I'm like, watch, I'm whole shotting today, no problem. I, I was, re- I just felt so good. My bike, you know, the guy, we've talked about this yeah. before. The Bos- the Boswell carb was right. just insane. Um, yeah, well, I did throw the biggest, fattest whip ever off the Chuck Sun jump though while leading the 250 national. Yeah, uh, that's, that's my claim to fame. Right Your uh, helmet cam too. Wearing a helmet cam at uh, Pontiac. Yeah, you eat that shit. Was, uh, no, that was Houston. Houston, <laughs> yeah, eating shit with the helmet cam on. That's a pretty good one. Art, yeah. Art Ekman saying, "Here's Rich Taylor." Oh, and Rich goes down hard. We have the footage here. <laughs> um, hey, RT. So what's what's next for X Brand Goggles? Um, what's going on? What's happening? We're just uh, we're just we just keep pushing. You know, we've got we're gonna have some new colors coming out shortly. We're working on them right now. We uh, we just got these Scatter X Flow Pinks in, which are pretty cool. My kids just flip mm-hmm. over them. Um, and uh, you know we're just doing it. We're uh, we're designing a whole new goggle from the ground up, but you know, available. Yeah, Whoa. but don't get carried away because we're a good you know nine right. months away probably. But um, you know we're doing some cool stuff. The the company's growing. Knock on wood. We've you know even in this economy we just keep growing our sales. You know we've mm-hmm. done we've done better every single year. So things Great. are things are going good. And yeah. of course uh, Jimmy Albertson and Ronnie Mack are running Beer Optics. Yeah, you know that's uh, that's a whole nother division of of X Brand, and <laughs> unbelievable what those guys have done for us. Just you know, Ronnie Mack with his silly videos, and then Jimmy putting, you know, putting it in the main event wearing beer optics. I, yeah, I mean, it's just it just it's so awesome. Our sales have just been kicking it since they've been doing that. So the best part of the, that as well. the best part of the whole deal was Jimmy really insisting on wearing beer optics. Like a lot of riders are like, oh no no no, I don't don't I don't know, I don't know if I want to strap with beer on it. Albertson, yes, that is what I want. <laughs> yeah, you know it was funny. I just you know I don't know if the <laughs> listeners know, but we you and I gave him the option. We're like, yeah. hey, look at when you race, we'll put X brand straps on there if you want. You know if you don't want to be that guy, he's like, fuck no, are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. I'm running beer optics. Very, very happy, Albertson, yeah, to have uh, that on there. And, but he's very so, pissed at you right now because of the Coors Light strap thing. The beer, the beer, yeah, yeah very, I know, very upset I know, with Rich Taylor. We need, we need that uh, logo out there, and the Coors just it doesn't yeah. it doesn't read that well. No, I know. I told him that, but he's still he's very up, very angry. Um, <laughs> well, hey, thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Can I, look, I'm going to give away a pair of goggles uh, for our next uh, segment. Is that cool? I didn't run this by you. Absolutely, absolutely. Here, here's another uh, here's another Hannah story. You know, yeah, Hannah yeah. used to. Uh, he used to JoJo Keller was a good buddy of his. Right. I don't know you. You know who JoJo is. But yeah, JoJo yeah. was a big dude. He hauled ass. He was from back east, and he used to come out to Idaho and practice with us. Mm-hmm. And uh, we built this track in this meadow, and it had like all this um, cow shit. This one section of the track we had a turn that was just deep ruts because of all the. It was like a kind of swampy and cow shit and stuff. And uh, JoJo used to he used to t- he used to break in all of Hannah's boots. Hannah wore high point you know boots back yeah. in the day, and he would make JoJo break them in. So you know he's just he was a big dude, and he could he could ride one time and break in a set of boots. And and uh, Hannah's like JoJo, if you get those boots muddy though, you know you're gonna pay. He always had these little yeah, jokes yeah. And, stuff. and JoJo goes into this turn, 
falls down right in the mud. Hannah's all, Jojo, he yells at him. So Jojo kind of looks up, and then he just starts rolling around like a big pig in the mud, getting all muddy, just like doing all these goofy, like John Belushi-type stuff, just being all goofy. And then he just takes a big old chunk of this mud and starts eating it right in front of us. Totally ate the mud right there. <laughs> Hannah was dying. I've never seen Hannah laugh so hard in my oh life. Oh, my it God. Was, it's pretty you know, funny. Um, I don't know much about JoJo besides he, did, he was a good rider, New England guy. I have 85 Millville on tape, Gary Bailey video, just handheld yeah. Bailey videotape, you know? Yeah. 85, yeah. 85 um, Bailey's in there. Glover's not. I think it's the last round of the of series. JoJo is gone. He is checked out. And beating um, Bailey, beating uh, Brecker, beating uh, Eric Eaton, you know, those guys. Yeah. Gone. And gets a, fr- gets a flat tire like 20 minutes in. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I never even thought JoJo even let her national. You know what I mean? Like, dude, he was, he was dude. gone. Yeah. JoJo at Southwick? Come on. Or at Unadilla? But, I mean, would, he, remember would, he, Unadilla lead? When, uh, would he lead, though? What? Was he that good? Leading? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Jojo at, uh, well, I don't know. I mean, maybe not leading, but he was always up there. He got seventh, I want to say. He quit racing, came back like two or three years later. I want to say when when Chicken, when Matasevich was riding for Team Suzuki, whenever that was, I think. Uh, 94. Okay, he came back to Unadilla, and it was the race at Unadilla when the water broke, so it was just dusty, shitty, mm-hmm. rough as could be. That's, that's he every, went out there, Rich, that's every year. he got like seventh or something. Really? He was pinning it. That's every year at Unadilla, Rich, by the way. Dusty, shitty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> kind of true, huh? Uh, yeah, yeah. That's the race or that, muddy. Or that's the race I never want to go to, but because I do goggle service for X-Brand, I have to go to Nationals. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, okay, we're going to give away a pair for the next segment, so. Right on. Um, thanks for coming on, Rich. Appreciate it. Can't believe it's absolutely. Yeah, you're you're really good at this, and you have great stories, but you never want to do this stuff. So I know, I know. I'm sorry. I'll uh, come on more often if you want me to. Yeah. Hey, it, and I do want to say, what? JT, dude, you do a great job on here. Uh, I'm glad you're on here because I sponsor the show. And and if it was just Mathis, I, I would be super probably bummed out. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> it. I'm uh, I'm not not as good at thing, but. Try to do it. No, I, no I, I like it. I like it. We we've, we've been listening, and uh, no, you do a killer job Great. for sure. Thanks. So. Now he's going to want to race. Good job, RT. <laughs> <laughs> um, F you, dude. Um, <laughs> okay, RT. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. xbrandgoggles.com, eksbrand.com. Thank you for your support of the show. Thank you for paying me to do goggle service. Um, you're a great guy. Been known you for a long time. Great goggle. Check them out. Um, Pulp Show thirteen gets you thirty percent off too, so it's cool. Hey, hey, Mathis, yeah. Mathis, you're fired. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that. Well, let's see how the goggles bill goes this weekend then for yeah. those guys. Good luck. Listen, you think, I think it's going to go great because you're not going anyway. Listen, you think Michael Lessie is going to build his own goggles? Yes, I think he is because you're not going. Uh, no, uh, he, uh, I've already built them. I'm going to send them. Um, all right, so we're doing, this is it. Tits versus tits. <laughs> Sorry, Pookie. You don't, don't like that like one. That. Okay, tits versus Pookie. Moto knowledge countdown. Um, can you give me that yellow paper? You, people can hear you. The chewed up one. Yeah, that's uh, my good luck. All right, stopper. we need we need we need one caller. You're one caller. The next yeah, caller. We, we already got somebody yeah. called in. Yeah. Very eagerly wanting to be on my TJ. team. TJ. Whatever. TJ. You know. Yeah. Okay, TJ. You're pl- you're Pookie. You're you're playing. Tits is playing for you. 
Yes. So you're the, the winner of this gets a pair of X-Brand goggles. So Wait. we need one more caller. We already got it. We got a call, so don't bother calling in. Um, so you think your hope – why did you want to be on Tits' team, TJ? I just got this feeling he's going to do good. Uh, his moto knowledge has, has uh, really come through the last few weeks and questions I, did, I never thought he'd ever get. So I mean, I'm betting on him this week. Tits is hanging up on – he's hanging up on people calling right now. <laughs> so he may know knowledge, but he doesn't know how to answer the phone yet. <laughs> three years not. in. Um, uh, have you been listening to Stump the Tits, TJ? Cause... I have. I have every week. <laughs> and he's I'm, impressed. I'm actually really surprised with the questions he gets. JT, can you believe this guy? He must be related to Tits because you have no <laughs> faith in him. Uh, I, honestly, I, was, I, I feel like he cheated last time. Really? Yeah. We, we need one more call. We me. need one more call because Tits keeps hanging up on people. Pookie really let me down answers. last time. Yeah, I've been cramming all day though. I've been reviewing stuff, been reading up on some stuff. Tits, what is going on? What is happening? Yeah, Honestly, just, I have no uh, idea. Real quick, I want to say what's up to JT. I was at the uh, VIP experience at uh, San Diego. I had a great time. Oh, okay, right on, man. I'm, I'm, I appreciate yeah. coming out. That's, hey, yeah. That was, uh, and, and we need uh, we need three more people for Toronto for the VIP. So TJ. TJ, you can vouch that it's awesome. Oh, it, it's 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 badass. I flew from Dallas to uh, San Diego. I couldn't make Dallas. I had some other stuff going on, so mm-hmm. okay. pulled out there, checked it out, and it was awesome. Uh, Cole, what's up, man? Hey, what's up? You're playing for this is my guy. This is your guy, yeah, Cole. Bro. Cole, Cole's your guy. Hey, how's it going? Uh, the winner gets a pair of X brand goggles. Um, I, I feel like I'm JT. Who you got? <laughs> Come on, JT, don't give up on me. Pookie, your lesson from last week? Huh? Pookie, what, how are you feeling? I'm feeling good. All right, I'll, I'm sticking with Team Pookie. Okay. Drew? Definitely Pookie. <laughs> I got Tits. Even yet. though Tits was really good last week, though. Yeah. <laughs> you know, All just, right. Just keep doubting me. Just ask I'm on your side. That's <laughs> fuel to the fire. Oh, my God. Your name's Peter Sundell, not Michael Jordan. Okay? <laughs> Davey, who you got from Belgium? You got Pookie? Yes. All right. It's going to make victory. The only that one that doesn't have sweeter. Pookie is her husband. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. And the guy making up the questions. All right. So, uh, uh, right. Cole and TJ. TJ, your tits. Yeah. Cole, your Pookie. And yeah. let's, one of you is going to win a pair of X Brown goggles. And he's on my team, too. Okay. All right. First question. And you guys are going to write this down. <clears throat> and you're going to have peaking. like five seconds to show your answers. Who did <clears throat> Ryan Villapoto battle? In the 2006 250 Nationals, MX Nationals, 2006 Motocross Nationals, who did Ryan Villapoto battle? Oh, I got this. Come on, kids, you got it. Oh, I got this. Pookie, you're out. Pookie, you're out. Time. Time. I can still answer. Tits has Ben Townley. Townley. Pookie has Michael Lessie. I, I changed it, Pookie's but I right. changed it to a Lessie. Is it right? Wait, is she? Yeah, it's not. Well, uh, tell me it was 07, bro. Pookie wins. I'm going with Steve answer. Ah! Pookie wins. What? Yeah. I almost said Millsaps. Millsaps. All right, one for Pookie. Yes. Drew, keep, keep score here. Oh. I'll probably forget. Okay, next I'm, question. I want that question to be under review. Who was, who, who had the nickname of Two Hip? Who had the nickname of Two Hip, his racing career? Time. Pookie's got it. Ricky Johnson, oh, Obvi. Pookie, obby. time to write Obvi. Ob- obby. Yeah. All right, both got it right. Both got it right. 
Um, this one is there's no chance either one of you gets this. I don't think. All right. Besides the big four, Honda, Suzuki, Yamaha, Kawasaki, and KTM. That's five. Yes. Besides the five, those five manufacturers, mm-hmm. name me three other bike brands besides those five. I need three bike brands besides those five. JT, you think you're gonna get this? <laughs> no. Is there three others? Oh, great. Well. Uh, I like motorcycles. Cole, time. Cole, I don't like. Cole, I don't like your chances. All right, time. Tits is writing away. Yeah, over there. tits. What he nailed it. Husqvarna, Husaberg, and ATK. Wrong. What do you mean wrong? ATK is not in business. Husqvarna, Harley Davidson, and Indian. Jesus, Pookie. those are You're all wrong. motorcycle brands. <laughs> You're wrong. You're wrong. Why? Dirt bike. Did you say? Dirt you didn't say dirt bike. Read the question again. Did you say? You didn't in say business? dirt bike. He J- said motorcycle. JT. Well, break, the, break the dispute. I'm here. on Team Pookie, so I'm on her side. Yes. Oh, come on. Okay, Pookie gets it. Three to one. What? Bro. Pookie yeah. gets That's all. Are you serious? That's all I got legit it right here. brands, bro. <laughs> you, ATK is out of business. Did you say in business? I did, yeah, you, you did not specify. You did not specify. I'm not sure if you specified. <laughs> I didn't specify. <laughs> then suck it. JT? I'll take a tie over that. JT, over what do we do? We I'm on Team question. Pookie. Man, no, you can't. Okay, you tied. You tied. Thank you. It's, She's still leading it? by one, though. What's the score, Drew? 3-2 oh. uh, now, right? Okay. All right. <clears throat> Fourth question. Who wore number 100 for Pro Circuit in 2001? He won 25 nationals. He wore, he wore number 100 on the team. Monster. It wasn't Pro Circuit then. It was just uh, it wasn't Monster. It was just Pro Circuit Kawasaki. What year is it again? 2001. I was around then. Uh, time. Both of you wrong. Yeah, Tits nobody has, answered. Tits has Shea so. Bentley. Pookie yep. has Grant Langston. <laughs> Is it uh, okay. Casey Johnson? Mike Brown. Nathan Ramsey. Mike oh. Brown. Brownie. Mike Brown. Yep. Okay. Last question. Pookie, you got a three to two lead. Uh, Cole, you're looking good for these for the X Brown goggles. Do you have a tiebreaker? If I, get I'll this come right? up with one. Okay. Okay. Don't I'll worry, come you're up not with one. <laughs> Name two South African motocrossers who have won AMA motocross titles. Two South Africans who have won AMA motocross titles. Time. What? That wasn't five seconds. You're out. That's it. <laughs> it's over. It's over, Johnny. Pookie is quick. We're going to have to give it to her for sure. You both got it right. Langston and Albie. Good job. Uh, that's it. Pookie wins. She Three wins. to two. Yes. Suck it. Boom. Boom. Crap. Wow. Redemption. Thanks, you're awesome. Good job, Cole. Cole, you won the X-Pair X-Brand goggles. Um, Don't be surprised if you get hung up on. TJ, <laughs> uh, sorry, bro. You backed the wrong tits. Tits wants a yeah, daily double. In. All right, see you, t- see you TJ. Uh, Cole, stay on the line. Tits will unfortunately have to get your information. I'm looking up that right. first question. Hey, thank you. All right, thanks, Cole. Stay on the line. Look it up, bro. Print it I'm, out. Oh, I am. I am right yeah, now. Take a picture of it. What was the first question? I don't remember. The, uh, about who Villapoto battled in 2006. Oh, 2006. Uh, the JT broke that tie. Um, <clears throat> He's doubting JT, and he told JT to shut up. So I just want to put that yeah, out I there. Yeah, I did. So. Uh, don't forget about that, JT. I'm not reading the rest of these emails. I think they're dumb. Um, you want voicemails? <clears throat> yeah, let's do, let's do uh, voicemails, and you can get Cole's info for the X-Brand goggles. Yeah. That he won because of me. Good job, Pook. Thanks. 
Back to the first question, uh, 992, the number's already hey, taken. Hey, Robbie from the Midwest. Oh. Uh, <laughs> listen to James listen. Stewart from last oh, week. So he Mexican talks about the tracks the uh, oh. being one line and then talks about the good racing also for the casual fan or just a fan of Supercross. Fans of Supercross, most of them aren't racers. They're just watching a made-for-TV show uh, in person or on TV, whatever. So on that, does the easier tracks, where it is single-file racing and everything else, make it more interesting for the fan that isn't into it? So they look at it as being more entertaining. Is that what maybe Feld or Works is also thinking? Instead of making it uh, what? harder with the upper echelon are doing things that some of the privateers <laughs> are not. Also, please, no more Nash questions about how to motivate people. That was one of the stupidest questions ever. Oh, poor Nash. Thanks. Have a good show, Berlute. And um, that was it. Pookie, your dog has something in his mouth. Oh, <laughs> look at it's the oh, this little brat. He got a he got a roll of bagels from downstairs and That's brought awesome. him upstairs and brought him upstairs. Did he fold it or spin and lock? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was a good one. Uh, I hate when JT's got it's funny stuff. It's brand new. I just what? Hey, why would you dog? grab the bagels from the counter and bring it up to show your masters? Right. Look what I brought this you. This dog's awesome. He's teaching to get beers oh or something. My God. Right. No doubt. I gotta go. Cut my mic off. Um. All right. See you, Pookie. Bye. Um. Hey, get Cole's info. Don't 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 screw him over, tits. <laughs> okay. All right. Get the play. Hit play. Mathis. Good luck on knowing anything. Thanks. Steve, Nate from Georgia, just wanted to call in and offer kudos to Weege and JT for their uh, use of reverse psychology in the uh, uh, pre-race podcast at St. Louis. Uh, um, It's obvious they were attempting to uh, lead the – or mislead the – listeners into thinking that it was not going to be the most epic 450 battle of 2013 today when they both said that the track was not conducive, JT's word there, conducive to uh, passing because passing ended up happening everywhere. So it was a great race. Nah, I I know what the guys were saying, but anyways, it was great. Also, I wanted to say I got to meet uh, Georgia Albertson at the Atlanta Sioux Cross. And she is smoking hot. I'm sure that uh, she brings out the little Ronnie Mack and Jimmy Albertson all the time. Man. But anyways. What's up, creepy uh, good guy? Show. I love Pingree. He's, he's, he's awesome. I thought he was, was going to cry the other day um, when he offered JT some butter and maple syrup to go with his waffle. Uh, I was right in the middle of a high-intensity workout and about fell off the treadmill. you were, bro. Anyways, uh, keep up the good work, guys. Hey, the show. I like, uh, I'm in the middle of a high intensity workout. Yeah. Like, you know, it was pretty funny. Um, and what about the creepy Georgia, uh, comment brings up the Ronnie Mack and yeah, that, that's what it, that's what, uh, inspired his high intensity workout. Yeah. Really? Right. Yeah. Um, all right, let's go. Uh, go. Hey, hey, humble Steve. Uh, great podcast with the hurricane. He is, uh, pure, <clears throat> Gold. You should have like a segment of just his uh, perspective. Get me laughing 
through a whole entire hour long or whatever. That's just podcast I've ever listened to. Could have gone for three hours and would have been perfect. RJ was great, too. Uh, more than anything, I'm looking forward to tonight's show so I can watch uh, Pookie Pie smoke producer Pete and uh, the trivia questions. So how much of a dickhead he really is. Anyway, keep it rolling. <laughs> Be humble. Peace. Uh, he got his wish. Pookie Pie smoked tits. Uh, that's what the that's what that's the caller wanted, and that's what he got. Smoking tits. Did he show us how much of a dickhead he really is? Who? Is that what he said? Tits? Yeah, yeah. He, he did. Yeah, he, the guy did say that, didn't he? <laughs> guy. Yeah. Oh wait, tits. I turned your mic off because you forgot to do it earlier. I'm sorry. Oh, new. Uh, so, so I'm break, a dickhead. Breaking news from downstairs. Uh, the dog Rocky that just brought up the bagels. Before he brought the bagels up, he has eaten a loaf of bread. So just <laughs> breaking, carb loading. Breaking news. Pookie sent me a photo. Uh, he was done with the bread, and he brought the bagels up to share, I guess. Uh, all right. Okay, let's go. That's uh, next next voicemail. Up next, this is Garbage Man Taz. I always hear you guys talking about the dirt on these tracks being poor this year, and I haven't heard you guys really mention much about the whoops section the lack thereof. I think the biggest uh, thing that makes those tracks good is a good, solid, long whoop section. Bring me back to the day when uh, it was Charlotte, probably right around 90, uh, 94, 95, 95, I think, where Ezra Lusk would bomb through the rhythm section there and couldn't even slow down to the whoop section. Yeah, Yogi. Oh, yeah. I think it was the longest whoop section I've ever seen. I think they should have a whoop section straightaway instead of a triple jump straightaway. I think it'd be really cool. Yeah. Uh, All right, so that, JT. Oh, sorry, that was the end of it. What? That's the end of the voicemails. No, I think there's more. No? Four minutes. JT, what about that? What about just making a an Excite Bike long whoop section? Used to do it. I, right? I'm all for it. Orlando 96? Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yep. Just maybe maybe make a, a, a five-foot flat section somewhere in the middle to just get a little bit more momentum or something, you know? Um, nah, just let it rip. Okay. these are pointy fast enough. Right, okay, let it rip. Yeah, why, why not, JT? Well, no, I think, I think your point would make sense on the two-strokes when they kind of were tapped out. Before 50s, we have, they have so much motor. doesn't even matter. Yeah. How about like that? Like the, the, the little bikes used to run out of steam, and it was yeah. like that. They were just, like, stuck. But uh, I don't think that matters now. Drew, when he was talking about Ezra Lusk, did a tear fell <laughs> yeah. up in your eye? Yogi, yeah. Yogi Lusk? Yeah, he, went, he, was, uh, he didn't get enough attention for how good of a rider he was. Yogi? That's for sure, yeah. Really? Yeah, you're a Yogi fan. Definitely. It's badass. When McGrath was the king, he could take him down. He was the only on, one on that could day. actually uh, take, yep. take McGrath down. Yeah, absolutely. No. Yogi, good dude. Good dude. Um... What else we got? Um, hey there, tits. Stand in Kenny and Steven. Uh, my question is, how much product do the pros get, and what do they do when they charge when they change sponsors' teams from contract to contract? I know the Geico team was using Showy, a sponsor of yours, and they now use 60 helmets. I have a Showy, and I know they are not cheap, and I know that 60 is even more expensive. Do the riders sign and give back stuff like that to previous sponsors, or do they give them away? I know riders do collect things like helmets as memorabilia, but helmets and boots and things like that are very expensive. Where does it end up? Thanks, Tits. Uh, I have noticed your knowledge is broadening on all subjects, and I do believe you'll be able to answer me before Pookie would. 
bucko in Australia. JT, what about product? Where does it go? Oh, it goes everywhere. <laughs> it goes every direction. Um, Friends, family, closets, yeah. on top of the TV, garbage. Right. Yeah, it uh, it doesn't go back to sponsors, how, that's for sure. How many helmets do you go through in a year? Oh, man, a lot. How many? Give, what, to tell us. Give me an idea. The last, few, the last couple of years at Fly, I would guess over 20. Uh, for 20, uh, 29 races? Yeah. You go through 20, yeah. practicing, racing, and all that. I would, yeah, but probably more like 30. Really? Yeah. Um, Just because the, as a kind of working in the gear industry now, the last thing you want your product on TV is it not looking brand new. Right, right. So, we, you know, the, the product's not that expensive, but having a crappy product on TV or, you know, that right. image is really expensive. Right. So, yeah, you, you know, it's not like that with every rider or team, you know. There's the, the top-tier level of sponsorship where product really isn't an issue. Right. You go through a lot of them. Uh, Showy Helmets, by the way, 50 years of helmet experience. Uh, Showy-helmets.com. Showy Helmets, a choice of Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, Michael Essie. It was a choice of Kevin Windham. Did you know that? Uh, I did not. VFX-W uh, helmet, uh, cutting-edge features, adjustable 3D max interior, industry-leading four-shell sizes, and Showy's patented emergency quick-release system. Showy Helmets, bro. Quality. Sponsor yep. our show. Thank you, Showy Helmets, for everything that you guys do. Uh, 810 Solutions, too, if you want to get some brat bars uh, from 810 or Rhino Global stuff, uh, check out 810solutions.com. The code PULPAMEX gets you free shipping. It does. I swear. Um, People would probably be blown away at how much gear we go through. Or not me anymore, but the, the top guys. Yeah, like how much? Tell, tell us, bro. Uh, probably like 100 sets a year, maybe. That many, you think, huh? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Do you guys, do you guys change them for every practice and and – you know, he every, like all the every time you go out on the track. You well, you change. figure we get usually three sets um, a weekend, two to three sets depending on supercross or outdoor or whatever. So you figure at least um, sixty to seventy sets at races alone, and then you figure in all the gear we ask for for practice and overseas races and yada yada yada. Uh, because all the yeah. honestly, all the stuff you race in is usually given away for auctions, fans. The team has a promise, titles, you know what I mean? It's, it's literally gone every weekend. So unless you have stuff to practice in at home, so we have to order that stuff too. It's a lot, man. It's, it's a lot of gear. Um, yeah, it's insane. And even goggles, you know, I'm the goggle guy for X-Brand Goggles, X-Brand Goggles, Choice of Champions, X-Brand.com. <laughs> um, uh, the goggles probably, uh, I'm going to say the guys probably go through 60 sets a year. Yeah, and that depends, obviously, too, on how you know how uh, loose the guys with giving them away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I, some guys are really really bad about it, like because the goggles at that level, the foam and everything's different. They're pretty expensive. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I know I used to get yelled at a few times, like, "Where are your goggles at?" I'm like, "Uh, I don't know." Some kids driving home on the interstate with them right now. Yeah, I uh, I threatened Albertson. Um, he gave. I saw a kid wearing two. I saw two pairs of. Uh, um. Beer goggles with diff two different kids. I almost tackled the kids and grabbed them back, <laughs> but I didn't. You know, I didn't. And then I gave Albertson shit, and then he told me to f off. 
And he said he wants out of his contract. And I said, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> and then we, we got, but we got, we got into it a little bit. It was very intense. Um, do, do your guys run different foam or are you standard product? Standard product, bro. That's something that we really? pride ourselves on. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. There's, there's a lot of guys that don't run standard product. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty rare in the industry. No, our stuff's good, man. It's, it's yeah. actually really good. Um, uh, some guys run a pad, though. You know, they have to run a pad. How is, uh, how's that going to go with Albertson Outdoors? I think we're good. He's busy. He said he's been motoring down. Yeah, it's not summer yet, though. I know. Okay. He's tough. He's a sweater. Yeah, he, he's one of the worst. And I, was, I wasn't saying that as a knock on X-Brand at all. I'm just saying I know he's, right. he's really tough to yeah. meet his needs for sure. No, absolutely. Um, okay, what else do we got to do? Um, we got to wrap this thing up. Thanks to our sponsors, by the way. Uh, pump, pump to uh, If you guys want to get our sponsor deals, check out sponsor deals on our new webpage, pumpmexshow.com. Support them. Support the show. Uh, Mike sent this email in. Um, Mike says, is it just me or is this season starting to suck? No, Mike, it's just you. That's yeah, just you, bro. It's just you. Um, I could say that's actually the complete opposite of what I would think. His his complaint is uh, the tracks have sucked and the air forks suck. Yeah, and but the, I could see that at the beginning of the year, but now it's it's just getting good. Right? I think RV's no. great, but come on, does anyone have anything for him at this point? I was Team Honda. I would hire Vince Freeze to take him out. So, the only guy I would cut some slack is Trey Kennard. He's lucky to be walking. Mike's harsh. Wow. Yeah, Mike's harsh. Um, Scott says, uh, Mathis, I'm not a baseball nut. Haven't played since Little League and only been to two pro games in 30 years. So, I can't believe I'm the one who has to straighten you out on this. For about six months, you've been advising all your team manager types to hire riders who do a nice, steady, workman-like job every race. Shorty, perhaps, instead of trying to hire the shiny, expensive win-or-crash type. <laughs> Sorry, I had to cough. Um, just, someone, just, someone, just get someone who can hit plain triples. Maybe a triple means something else in hockey. A home run happens in an instant. Guy, crack, guy cracks a ball into the bleachers, has all the time he wants to trot around the bases and high-five his buddies. A single requires him to hit where somebody isn't and to run like hell. Double is for doubles. A triple requires a batter to hit the ball in some corner, some corner where a team of nine elite millionaire athletes can't get their hands on the ball in time to heave it to an unmoving third baseman, something like 14 seconds. Uh, short answer, a triple is the rarest hit in baseball. About two-thirds of all hits in the modern game. There are, way, there are way more home runs. I'm begging you for a new metaphor. Please stop. Thanks for killing Kenny. Ping rocks. Cheers, Scott. Hey, Drew, have you heard my triple theory and all that? Uh, I can't remember. I, I don't know if I have. JT. That was the worst email ever. Uh, I can suck <laughs> it. I mean, I get what he's saying. He's splitting hairs here. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> he's splitting hairs, bro. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. That's, that's ridiculous. Um, I mean, I, he's clearly a huge baseball fan. Right, right. So, And I do agree with some of his points, but just let it go. You know, let, let it go. Take a deep breath. Nobody's trying, you know, right. nothing is fucked here, dude. <laughs> Just let it go. Right. Too much waffling around in that email. Yeah. And we don't like the waffles. <laughs> hey, um, um, let's put Davey on there. Davey, what's up, man? Don't like waffles. Wait. Wait. Oh, you're that one. Okay, Davey. Yeah. Hey, you're from Belgium? Yeah. Hanging out? Yes, for, I'll be here for a week. Yeah. Now, your girlfriend is buddies with Everett's soon-to-be wife. Yes. And you hang out with Everett. I don't name drop like you do. No, I know, but I'm, I'm doing it for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Ah. I'm, I'm lucky that way. And his son's racing in Indianapolis this weekend. He is? Yeah. You'll be pumped about that. 
He's looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, thank you for the coffee and the chocolate. I've uh, got to know you over the last couple of years. You bring hot. Bring coffee and chocolate to this house. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. As a as a waffler, I am a fan of Belgium. I was just gonna say, I, I hope you like waffles also. Yes, very much so. Tits, what was going on with that phone call? I got fans, man. People want to know what I'm doing with my, you know, MIS, you know, IT stuff. Are you serious? Seriously. That's what he <laughs> he called in to talk to me about what I'm doing. With oh my god, and this show. Oh my god, this this. This show. Hey, man. They're recruiting already. I know, right? Yeah. Our call screener is a celebrity. Yeah, I am. <laughs> um, like Jackie the Joke, man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Baba Booey. Um, <laughs> anyways, thanks, Davey. Yeah, thanks for the coffee and the chocolate, man. And thanks for coming by for the show. Thanks, thanks for having me. And everything. Yeah, I appreciate it. JT, uh, new Daytona or old Daytona? What do you prefer? If I was racing, I would prefer old Daytona. Uh, just because, it, it wasn't more fun. Just because you were in shape. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Right. But if, but for like fun wise and safety wise and all those things, New Daytona is way better. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, Old Daytona was dangerous, and uh, I don't know. It, the, the track was so beat down by the main event; it really was dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gary Bailey couldn't build a track worth shit either. Uh, yeah. He had some unique ideas for sure. Unique. All right, we'll put it that way. Yeah, um, I don't know. He he just he wanted it to be hardcore, like yeah, really difficult, like almost like trials. But sections. But it know. was dangerous. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I'm, yeah. I just, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it wasn't that good. It was pretty gnarly back in the day with the thirty guys in the middle of the day. You did both mains, right? Did you ever do them both? I did. Yeah, it sucked. <laughs> You did both 125-250 main events because you used to pull out of one of them. Um, here yeah, there, here the 250 main event was more of like cruising. Like I was so done. <laughs> would you beat guys though? The guys who DNF'd, I guess you would. Yeah, of yeah, course. I mean, if you do, you know, just, you just stay out there and ride just, around. But the circular. problem was is they were 30, 30 riders. Yeah, and only twenty guys got points, so you actually had to apply yourself somewhat to get a, you know, yeah, to like, get points. So can you you want to ride thirty, thirty minutes? Uh, and uh, and not get a point. That sucks. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you, well, you'd come off the 125, and you're like, all right, I feel all right. I'm, I, you know, I can pull it together here. And then about 10 laps in, you're just like, holy hell, right. get me out of here. Um, did somebody in the? Did you read that uh, going for the W thing I did on Racer X? About- no, I try not to read your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> F you, dude. Um. <laughs> anyway, some guy I wrote in there that the heat was unbearable. Uh. At the old Daytona, and the guy said I was full of shit. But dude, it was no, it hot. Was hot. Yes. I mean, please. March me. is a funny month in Florida. Right. It can be fifty-five or it can be eighty-five. I agree. I remember as a mechanic, it was being really hot there sometimes in the middle of the day. Like, yeah, Vegas is the same, right? Like, it could be uh, no. It could be in the fifties or it could be in the eighties. No. No. No? no. no. It's very consistent, consistently cold right now. No, 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 I thought it's supposed to be like, like eighty something. Yeah, no, today. right now it's nice. I mean, but in February it's or January. I just said it could be. You just said it, so it's it's consistently cold. <laughs> yeah, but it's going to no. be eighties this week. No, yeah, the, it's I'm consistently. No, the weather is consistent in Vegas. It is cold in the winter, and then it warms up, and then it gets I said blazing, March, and it gets blazing hot. It's the it only doesn't vary it's in March. Super hot in the summer. It doesn't vary in March. It already has. No, it hasn't. It's yes, been nice. It in, it's been nice in March every, every what, day. What, what about Friday when it was? 
raining and super cold. Were you here for that? No, it was in Daytona in the beach. Okay. Well, it was really cold and raining on Friday. Did I show you what I did in, in Daytona? All the mountains had snow on it, too. See? This guy knows. <laughs> did I show you what I did in Daytona? Um, tits, I'm going to text it to you. You okay. know why Mathis doesn't know this? Because he doesn't go outside. That's true. <laughs> Stay inside. Sorry, bro. I'm just working. Florida oh, is crazy, I, I've though. seen you work. Look what I did on the beach. Uh, uh, to, I, I wrote, I, why can't, uh, we had a room right on the beach, and I went in the ocean. It was Walked around a little bit, listened to some music up and down the beach. And then I wrote, I love Pookie in the sand. And, 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 and then texted to her. Dude, right. that's, fucking, that's a smart thing to do. That's brilliant of me to do that. It's very original. <laughs> Whatever, bro. That's amazing. Hey, what'd you do? <laughs> hey, what'd you do Friday night in Daytona? How was it, JT? Uh, it was all right. I mean, went to dinner, hung out, had some drinks. Yeah, did you? Do? Did you have like? Did you go out a little bit, do it up? Or no, anything? I was. I had to drive. Oh, okay. Yeah. You met some. Somebody, pulp, somebody had to be responsible. You met some pulp fans. At, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. That was. Uh, that was actually before. I think we, before we went out, and then I met one out too. Um, but yeah. Definitely, it's it's honestly it's everywhere we are everywhere we go, man. It's cool. It's pretty cool, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, that's good. And then what did you do Saturday night? Did you go out? Did you... Uh, no, not really. Just hung out for a little bit. I was I was pretty worked, man. It was a long day Saturday. Dude, I didn't even sleep. I went straight to the airport. I hung out at Daytona too long. Went straight to the airport. Caught my six a.m. flight. You know, you ever been this tired on a plane? It landed in Houston. My I connected in Houston. I swear to you, I couldn't open my eyes to get up. Like, I was couldn't open my eyes. I'm like, no, I can't get off my seat. I, I'm done. I was really tired. Yeah. Unbe- unbelievable. Yeah, not sleeping at all, which I've done way too many times. Is uh, it makes for a long Sunday. Yeah, I struggled. I I, I don't know why I hung out in Daytona and talked to Wygant in the parking lot for so long. Like, really, really, I'm hanging. Out I don't here. know why you scheduled a 6 a.m. flight out of Tampa. When we race in Daytona. <laughs> I don't know either. Guaranteed I'm the only industry guy that flew in and out of Tampa. I flew out of Tampa. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, well, there we go. What, did you but see? I have a house there, so it's Right. Kind of okay, there we go. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Let's, uh, let's wrap this thing up. Ryan Villapoto, Adam Cincirillo, Ben LeMay, Rich Taylor, Fat Drew, who's not fat. He's just puffy. <laughs> puffy Drew. Thanks for coming in. Thanks yeah, for fun? having me. Yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, let's do it again. Come by again. We'll, Definitely. We'll have you back on. Davey, thank you. All the way from Belgium. Thank you. Hope you had fun. Yeah, absolutely. Um, will you both of you support our sponsors, please? Definitely. Please. I, I've always uh, supported X Brand too. They uh, they hooked us up when we went to New York for the uh, Fire Police Olympics. For uh, oh yeah, yeah. So they, oh, you did that deal? Yep. We went over there and raced for uh, the 10th anniversary of 9/11, and uh-huh. then uh, they hooked up all the firefighters with boxes and boxes of X Brand. So why I didn't said, you say something? <laughs> I was trying to get it in. What well, so, well, just? Yeah, say something. Make, just, just hold your hand up to Steve and say, shut up. <laughs> so I still I mean, run them. I love them. They're yeah. good. Quality goggle, bro. Yeah. Four-layer foam. Showy helmet. Yeah. Run that, Fact too. true. He's on it. I ran the eggs runs yesterday in Belgium in the snow. Nice. Really? Six-hour enduro race. Yeah. yeah, and how were they? They held up Again, six hours. didn't feel like talking? Didn't feel like bringing this up when Rich Taylor was on? <laughs> I'm a guest. I'm, I'm just enjoying my time here. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm, I'm still learning when to not step on. I don't want to step on anybody. When you can step talking. on tits whenever he talks. <laughs> no, that, that's not true. Uh, he's learning from your example. You're always cutting everyone off and you know being rude like that. Uh, humble Steve, bro. <laughs> humble Steve is back. Uh, BTOsports.com, fly racing, race tech suspension, X-Brand goggles, Atlas neck braces, 
and fab Jeep and truck bars, showy helmets, free gun underwear, works connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brought Bar, A10 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, 30% off Black Ops, blackopsmoto.com, just this week, only this week. And uh, thank you for uh, for coming on board, all you guys. We really appreciate it. And uh, thank you to our guests. JT, you did it. You hung in there all show. I made it. You made it. Um, Thanks, dude. Hey, uh, for this weekend, I'm not going, obviously, but we're still going to have to do that pre-race podcast, so I'm going to call you. We're going to do it that way. All right, let's do it. Yeah, it should be fun. Uh, have fun with your and, – oh, and uh, three spots open for Toronto. Jason36 at AOL.com. Yep. Or there's what are you going to talk about on this pre-race podcast since you're not going to have seen anything? <laughs> I'm going to ask you everything. You're no, okay, the, you're the, You can watch the, the live streaming of practice. Oh, yeah. I can watch the live streaming of practice. All right. Here's the true test. Will I watch the Leaf game on Saturday night or the Supercross? That's the true test. That's embarrassing. Is it live? <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's live. Good question. I don't know either. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Tiss, maybe you and I can hang out. <laughs> the race really? this weekend is live. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you tits, got a deal. I like how I go out of town last week and Tits rings the doorbell and drops off, quote unquote, baked goods for yeah. Pookie. I was here for a little while. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> yeah. Here's your, here's your baked goods, Pookie. That was the cover. True story, bro. Um, all right, JT. Thanks, bud. And uh, right. uh, I'll, I'll talk to you tomorrow for the RaceRex podcast where yep. we will talk about much of the same things. Sweet. Can't wait. All right. See you, buddy. Later. Uh, all right, Tits. Thank you. You're welcome. For, for coming by and doing the show. Uh-huh. It's really great. Hey, let's go out with Blake Wharton's, a little bit of Blake Wharton's other tune on his CD. You got to say it properly? No, I don't. <laughs> hey, you carry the show. Okay. Thanks for coming out. You're not done yet? Really? That's all you got. <laughs> That's all you got. That's it. Dude, you do not have a radio hosting gig in your future. Really? Yeah. Because I was really – that's what I was planning on doing this is banking off of this thanks and then to, starting uh, Thanks podcast. to Greg McCreary for monitoring the chat room. Thank you, SwissCore, for sending me texts during the show. Mm. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We couldn't do this without you. Let's go out with uh, a bit of uh, Blake Wharton here. Um, you got it in the right one? Yeah, but hold on. Sounds really good. I know. Hold on. What's wrong with this thing? <laughs> You got it in the right one. I do. Oh wait. Wrong hole. Ah! I did. That's twice now. You, you did the exact no. same thing last time. I saw. No, you it was it. in the right one the first time. I swear to you, it was just a, dude, a connection. Dude. dude. I swear to dude. you. No. All right, everybody. Thanks very much. Comedy ending. See you next week on the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com.
something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.